PKA episode 355 with our guest Quibble Cop. Kyle? Couple sponsors tonight DraftKings, Me Undies. We're going to be talking about the Walking Dead mobile game. And uh, the Total War Warhammer series has returned to critical acclaim. Join the battle with four all new playable races the Noble High Elves, their murderous cousins, the Dark Elves, the Ancient and Orderly Lizard Men, and the Ravenous Destructive Skaven. In the most absorbing, story-driven, real-time strategy game of the year. Visit TotalWar.com for more information, or head on over to Steam and purchase your copy of Total War Warhammer 2 today. The Lizard Men. Oh, we got to get some Alex Jones talk about I was that. just thinking that. <laughs> that'll, come, that'll come later. You're yes. in Canada? You moved? What, what, what's going on? You moved for good? You, how long are you in Canada? What? Yes. So my girlfriend's Canadian, and... Um, she, uh, you know, she loves uh, she, she loves Toronto. She can't. She was born and raised in Toronto. And uh, I said, let's go on an adventure. Let's get a place there, and um, you know, let's just move there for uh, for a little bit. See if we like it, and uh, we love it. It's great. Uh, so we have a place here now, and uh, we're pretty much gonna go up and down between Toronto and Amsterdam. Um, so I have a setup here. Got everything. If I if we're flying back home, I. Like I got my own clothes, like loads of clothes here too now. So all I bring is a backpack with a laptop and my phone, um, and and we're going back in two weeks for a week, and then we're coming back here. So it's it's really nice. I like it. That's awesome. Do you fly what first are, uh, class all the time? Uh, yes. <laughs> it helps. It's so much better. Uh, yeah, I, actually, fun fun story. So. Um, most of the time, we're, we, we, we book our flights pretty last minute. And by last minute, I mean like two months before, which can, like if you talk about plane ticket prices, it's still really last minute. So unless you book it a year beforehand, it's not going to be much cheaper. Um, but flying economy and flying business is like, but business is twice as expensive as economy. Um, and then flying first class is like the same price as business. So uh, if you pick the right airline, so we, um, we, we, first time we came over, we flew first class and it's like these massive seats, uh, they go all flat and these people come over, they offer you newspapers. I'm like, what the hell are you thinking? I'm like, I'm like 22, you really think I read the newspapers? <laughs> Do I look literate to you? Um, right. And then, uh, I can barely read. No. Uh, and then, uh, we were like the only people in first class and. I don't know why, but uh, apparently nobody noticed that business class and first class was the exact same price on the flight. Um, Maybe it wasn't. So we got the whole first class lottery. For them, yeah. I, yep. I love first class. I, it's the greatest. I don't always fly it, but I did lately. Another thing, the gap in price between first class and economy shrinks a bit if you have a lot of luggage. You know, sometimes they charge like 50 bucks a bag and you've got mm -hmm. two bags and instead of being 500 more now, it's only 400 more. And it's like, well, you know, I mean, it's only 400 more, right? It's worth the 400 more. If you're going to be on a fucking six hour flight or in your case, I don't even know how long, nine or 10 hours uh, or something. No, 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 no. Huh? It's um, uh, on, a, on a good day. It's about seven hours. So ah, not too bad. That's, seven, that's bad hours. to me. Like, like if I if I sit for. It's something around four and a half, five hours. I start getting achy and my like lower back starts killing me. Yeah, and, man, that's and when you start laying down. I, <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about if I'm crammed <laughs> in that fucking shitty seat in the back of the yeah. plane with the rest mm -hmm. of the degenerates 
Like, like my legs are just too long for that seat. I'm not built for that. So, like, it's, I, I often travel with a couple bags. So, like what he said, it just makes sense to to bump on up to first class for a couple. You know, three, four. It's often two, three hundred dollars more. It's not that bad. Well, I, that's that's in in America, I assume. But the moment you fly uh, continental, it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about that. I'd have to tap wings. It could be hours $2. worth of crypto <laughs> earnings for you. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Because <laughs> you're doing well in the crypto markets. I, I uh, what was I going to say? The oh, the last time I flew first class was that vacation I just took, like in August, and I had to fly home with a broken leg and crutches and all that mm-hmm. nonsense. It was so great to have tons of leg room. You know, like a, a, a wait. What do you still call them stewardesses? A ho- flight hostess, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I call them stewardess. Yeah. I, you know, I'm only sharing her with like three other guys, you know, so she's like taking my crutches and putting them in their own personal like closet mm-hmm. that the, the staff uses. And I don't know. I just really felt taken care of. Did they give I you always any am in the degenerate section of the plane. I've only ever been there. And if I go to first class once, every subsequent flight will be full of resentment and frustration. And I know it. And so yeah. I've been on the booking page before where it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's $170 more to go to first class. Maybe, maybe. No, no, because I'm looking to the future and I'm looking <laughs> at all those other $170, $270 purchases. Like it, if it's if it's more than a five hour flight, I could see it. But most of my flights aren't that long. Like so it's just easier to sit back there with the cattle. The degenerates have your knees up against the fucking uh, other guy. There's no way that's easier. That's not the, I, that's not the adjective never, you're looking for. This is this is just like I don't skip lines in traffic when it's inappropriate. I also never, never lean my seat back on a plane when I'm back in the degenerate area, and I get like most of that, like eighty percent of that is righteousness, indignation, because I like to be able to look at everybody else, especially the person in front of me who leans it back and start imagining yeah. the other kinds of things they do in their life. Where it's like, I bet you're mean to waitresses. I bet you don't tip well. I bet you're you're a piece of shit in your regular life because you clearly don't mind that you can feel my knees cracking right now as you lean back. Like, oh, I hate that. And I don't agree like, with you. Make, no, Those seats are meant to back. lean back. And and no, 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 no. Those seats are capable of leaning back. Thank you're, you. <laughs> they're not meant to lean back. That's no, like that's getting mad a, at someone from, for using their ears during a video, like Call of Duty. Like, oh my god, that guy heard my footsteps coming. Like, no, they built that in. That you're supposed no, to be able to hear. Nope. It's like coming. being mad at it's like being mad at someone for taking their shoes off on the plane and like that's letting no, the, oh, oh. that's not the. Oh, I, I am on the same my page with that. Guilty. Guilty. You take your. You're oh my god, you, dude! What oh, the fuck? First thing I do, but keep in mind, I'm like in first class. I have like my own fucking room over there most of the time. That's cool. I sit down because my feet swell up in the plane, and I have my shoes. At, but when you're in first class most of the time you do get given socks and sometimes even a pajama so put on my clean socks put on my blanket and then grab my laptop not and putting on fucking airplane pajamas eat like the weed the yeah. cookies <laughs> <laughs> then you just eat the cookies and just soar through the sky so to speak you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're so high <laughs> yeah uh but it, that, I, I was going to say, I mean, you're in first class, so it's different. I'm back there with the the miscreants. And when those people take their shoes off, I get irrationally, irrationally upset. Because it is like saying to everyone around you, this is my domain. This is where I need to be comfortable. It's like, no, you're, you're being a, a cunt right yeah. now. I would never take my shoes off 
on a plane. So, it's a level of selfishness that I cannot get on board with. You are you are stinking it up for everyone, and you're the only person who doesn't care. Now, maybe if you have your own room up there on Trump Airlines or whatever the fuck you fly, it's a different thing. But like it, it, back, especially if you're an economy, man, it's terrible. And a new thing that economy in the last five years or so has started charging you more for every extra seat, and it's it's not worth it. Like you know the um. The exit row seats, they don't lean back, but you get like another inch of room and they charge $35 extra for that. Oh my God, fuck off. It used to be that if you went to the internet and like, you know, learned all about the United Airlines version of the 737, you could figure out which were the best seats. That doesn't happen anymore. You just, you have to pay extra if the seat is in any way not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and because like, I... Like, sometimes I'll get on a plane and be like, oh, have I gotten taller in the last six years? It's like, well, no, they're just slowly shrinking shit up, you know, mm. making it more compact. <laughs> I don't like, uh, I, I was on a flight to uh, Michigan like a couple months ago, and the dude next to me was, number one, too overweight to not have purchased at least a business premium or whatever the fuck it's called seat. Like, if you're that heavy, I do think it's your responsibility to do that. It's not fair to be spilling over into mine. Mm. But this dude was not only spilling over into mine, he was the window, which means I have access to the middle armrest, right? It's only two of us. I have access to the armrest. He has the window. He can lean over there. I have nowhere to lean. My legs are already splayed out to where I'm getting bumped every time the goddamn drink lady comes by, and I'm not pleased with it. <laughs> and this this guy, it was a two-hour, or like hour and a half, two-hour flight, not long at all. And the guy fell asleep on me. At least three times, where did he just you, like did you kiss him on his off. forehead? Like, he just, yeah, <laughs> he should have. No, I, I was not about to kiss this this fat jackass on his liver spotted forehead, Aww. his Gorbachev <laughs> nasty skull. And I kept like I didn't say anything because I didn't want to be rude, but I kept giving him like progressively more aggressive, you know, checks <laughs> to to wake him up. Mm -hmm. And he always like just would kind of look over and just you know, oh sorry. And then pretend like he was trying to fall asleep on his window seat and then do it again. It's like, dude, we're not in this together. We're not in this together. <laughs> so are you we're in the middle seat or the move, aisle man. seat? I had the aisle seat. He had the window. So he could have just as easily leaned up against the window and slept. But no, but you he had to claim the middle armrest. Yeah, yeah, I claim the middle armrest because I'm in the I'm on the aisle. So I need to be able to lean in and I need something to lean in on. You know, he can just lean on the window. But it wasn't good enough for this fat fellow like an, a weeble wobble if you if you kick this guy in the head he'd come right back at you and probably knock you over with that with that <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> these rules aren't well established right because i always thought that prior to the jim jeffries comedy routine i always thought that one person would have the front of the armrest and the other person would have the back and you know the back is better but that that's how it was worked. split up and uh then Jim Jeffries said, hey, if you're in the middle, right, the aisle person gets a little extra, like, shoulder room. The window person gets the window and the ability to lean on something. And the middle run gets both armrests. That's, that's how the comedy routine goes. Because we live in a society, we're not savages. And it was like, oh, okay, so I guess that's the new law, but it only applies to people who saw Jim Jeffries and agree. So I think it applies to common sense. Well, I mean, for one, he was describing the three-row thing. I was yes. in a two-row thing, just me and him. So, like, the, there was only my armrest on the right, the middle one, and then his on the left, and then he had the window, which is why I was so Some pissed. Some people prefer and it was like, this, this guy was in his late 60s, mm -hmm. probably, and so he's flown enough to know better, to mm -hmm. not fall asleep on strangers 
in in the, I don't know. I, I've never fallen asleep on a stranger in a plane. I never think of it. I never take my shoes off on a plane. I don't leave my seat back because the sweetest thing, even more than being comfortable on a plane, is feeling better than the people around you. That I like that. that I'm was, with you. I'm with you 100. Yeah. Now, now I will take my shoes off on the plane though, and here's why. My feet oh my do not stink, okay? My, my no, feet don't. Oh, for my, uh, mine are you here. think for your my, feet don't stink? No, 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 no. For my feet to stink, I have to be going all day. My feet don't even break a sweat. Like, like, like I, I'm telling you, I'm not taking them off because like my, my feet are sweaty. I'm taking them off because I want to get, you know, I want to make myself more comfortable. And I'm in first class, so nobody can say anything to me anyway. All right? Like, like, like I might hand my shoes off to that <laughs> slave lady. What did you call her? Slave lady, right? Stewardess. Could, could, uh, could, like could also be a guy, okay? Quick disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, I, I... I think they're known as flight is, you, guys, you guys can do whatever you want in your highfalutin first class. I'm talking about <laughs> the rules for the rest of us. You know, yeah, in first class, everyone has their own armrest. <laughs> it's a yeah. problem solved. Well, I, the best thing about first class if you drink is that there's free alcohol and they really don't i've never seen them cut you cut cut a person off like they cut people off I, in the movies I had it once. they cut you off um so what happened but i'm not sure if she was doing it intentionally uh but i was flying actually from toronto um and i was like uh, just give me everything on the menu right <laughs> oh, um so so i had like i think it was five different shots and it was mixing it a little bit, drinking it a little bit. And then I, uh, I asked the lady three times to give me another uh, vodka shot. Um, but she kept on forgetting about it. And then I ended up going to a different one who gave it to me. <laughs> um, and then I passed out. Yeah. There you go. Because that's the point. That's why like, like I, don't, I don't drink often. But if I'm flying, especially a long flight, I want to get two or three shots in me right off the bat. I don't want to fuck around about this. I'll, I'll order like uh, Jack and Cokes. And uh, and I'll I'll just drink. Do you do that. it to make you uh to make you sleepy, or do you do it? Yeah, because it's to like kind of Same mellow there. you out for the flight and not. No, 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 as... no. I want to be unconscious, so I'll take like an anti-anxiety uh, pill as well, and I'll come. Those are good to them. mix with alcohol. Yeah, they're not mm. good, and and, and <laughs> well, they say they're not good. What they mean is they're great. Like, like, <laughs> that's what they really mean. They're not good if you're gonna operate heavy machinery. But look, I'm not flying the fucking plane. I'm sitting back here, so. <laughs> combine the two and I'm able to sleep because I, I like to get the window. I always get the window and I bring a big fucking pillow with me. Not some little neck pillow, not something you could buy in a store. I bring a king-sized $80 industrial grade pillow. A body pillow want... with a dude printed on it. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. <laughs> a snuggle pillow. I, I get that thing like like this is the window on my right side and, and it's just like I don't have to like do this to sleep. I don't have to go all the way over. It's just like boom and I'm on the pillow. It, it's so fucking nice. I knock out. I go to sleep and I wake up in Seattle or Los Angeles or where the fuck I'm going. It, it's, it's so much nicer. It's so much nicer. I'm not at all a germaphobe but I would never bring a pillow on a plane and then bring that pillow back to my bed and use it. Like, it just seems kind of gross. Because I feel like on a plane, the whole time you're just breathing other people's breath, right? Well, it's, it's, it's recycling the air constant, constantly. Yeah. And that's why your little feet, you know, escapades up there actually do impact the rest of us. No, mm. no, no. That's It'll be trickle-down fine. smell. That's still <laughs> fine. Yeah. I like well, to put know, my pillowcase on when, there. When they're really smelly, I turn the thing open all the way at the um, uh, what was the, the, the AC thing, yeah. right? And I put like my feet and put it up there <laughs> <laughs> so they can dry a little bit faster. I find the intake. <laughs> the way it gets distributed. 
Have you ever had the person behind you slide their foot up to the point yes. where you can see it? I had it at the window. Exactly. On the I've, window. I've seen many posts, many posts on the, the internet. So I was just I was just chilling, and then all of a sudden I feel like something bumping him into my like elbow, and I'm like, what's that? And it's just someone's feet sticking out. It's now so that. fucking <laughs> You know what you need to bring? Everybody should be given a small bolt cutter uh, when they enter the plane. And if anybody puts their feet <laughs> into your territory, they've they've just said, I don't I don't need this big toe. Go I just ahead and have I just you're going straight toe. to big toe. No warning. I just lick no. it. Just lick it. <laughs> That's where I was going with this. Lick it. Then lick it. right, and they'll pull it back. They'll never they'll never do it again. What if it's a big hairy man foot? Ah, oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can what if you maybe just tweezers? Give him a little lick. He's like, ah, oh, don't be scared. He like gives you a little <laughs> more foot. Oh shit! Damn it! Now, now this guy's following you to the. Why bag, is he putting his butt over the seat? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's nothing to do to get back it's at him really, unless like, than his feet. unless you need to like sneeze on the plane and you like. <gasps> right back on him. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the moment you put your seat back. So you know if some if somebody. Puts his foot there. That's when you get the. That's the signal of like, oh no, you just got your drinks. Oh no, you I'm, spilled them all over yourself. I'm baffled <laughs> because I thought putting the seat back. Pretty much everybody did that. To me, it's like that light beeps. All the seats should go back in unison, and that's that, that's how economy works. You know what yeah. I would call him? I would say everybody. This guy's a a pedophile. A pedophile, <laughs> because you know, like pediatrics. Like feet stuff, he just has to have his feet and everybody else's business. He's a pedophile. That's what he is. And as Pe soon as pediatrics you is children. Uh, pe or podiatrics, sorry. Uh, a podophile. It's hard to say podophile because you're so saying pedophile. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you do. You you will be surprised how quickly that foot retreats backwards <laughs> when you accuse someone of being a pedophile in the in the economy class three ways quarters of the way through in a Delta flight. You know, these are facts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to be witness to one of these airline uh, uh, incidents mm. where, like, some oh, passenger yes. has to be removed, just for the off views. the plane, screaming and crying. I had a criminal no, on board once. Shit. I had a criminal on board once where, you know, the plane stopped and they said, like, uh, this person has to leave the plane first because of criminally criminal charges here in the U.S. or some shit like that. As like, yeah. oh shit! But that's the most action I ever got. They called him out like that, huh? Yep. Like, goddamn, yep. they could have been like, ah, oh, we got some special requirements for Mr. Stevens no. over there. Can he come first? They're I, like, ah. Oh. I think it's mandatory. They just have to have to. He's a potophile. We need him to come out first. <laughs> potophile Jeremy Stevens, please come out first. Yeah, the Put only your shoes had, on, creep. Yeah. The only thing I've had like that is they uh, they had like a dead soldier's body on board, and they unloaded him before they let anybody. Uh, go off the plane. They're like, we're gonna unload the dead soldier before you can exit. And I was they, like, when they it, I was like, what they do? Cargo? Did they put him in the overhead? Like, right. what the fuck? Like, like I mean, <laughs> is he the reason I had to get that little fucking pink tag on my roll bag, and now I'm gonna have to wait as some you know, <laughs> slothful <laughs> fat lady slowly lifts it up and puts it there on the on the landing? Oh, I hate that. I hate that little surprise where they're like, you know how usually you guys get that your carry on, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't yeah. even bring carry on. I've just so, got my small so, roller bag. If it rolls, you're gonna have to give it to us and hope we don't fuck up as we are one to do. You, you know what you should say, because uh, I'm always the last to enter the plane because there's no oh. point in waiting, in my opinion. So we just sit and then wait until the line, the queue. Even though we have like 
fast pass, whatever. We just wait. And then the moment the line's like gone, you just walk in. It's like five minutes till the boarding closes. You just walk in. You can go all the way in. But if it's like a, a small plane, they'll always say, yeah, you got to put your luggage over here because uh, the plane's full. And you're like, well, I, you know, I, I, this is it's like a bag. They're like, sorry, it doesn't fit under the seat. And then uh, the, the best thing to say is say something like, oh, but my medication's in there or uh, whatever. And then sometimes they'll be like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. I, uh, you know, but well, sir, can your medication wait till you land? No, I uh, I have I have <laughs> HIV and I yeah. have chronic nosebleeds. So you're dangerous missing situation out. For everyone. You're missing yeah. out on one of the best parts of first class, right? You board first, and then as you watch all the people stream by, they get to see that you're in first class. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> That's such so an I actually have a fun yeah. story with that. But um, so when I fly first class, hmm. okay, I enter through a different tube thing whatever it's called oh, there's really? probably a word for it yeah. so that uh the 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 other people don't walk by but then this one time um somebody did go through maybe because he was going like he was at the front of business which is like right at first class and he was a fan and uh, i'm i'm just chilling there on my phone and this kid he walks by walks by again walks by again because you know obviously i'm not blind yeah. and then he just stops and stands there just like like they're staring at me and then it, he stood there for so long that i was like well i'm just gonna start filming this because this kid is being a little creep and then eventually he got the the balls to ask for a picture and i was like sure yeah like i'm not going anywhere for the next seven hours have you ever seen someone try to come up to the first class bathroom and get turned away? Uh, no, never. I love it. I love <laughs> it. It takes me back to a time when there were whites only bathrooms and, oh, and, 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 and that was happening left and right. It's like, talking you know, about some... those times longingly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, He's from God. Georgia. Somebody from the from the cattle class, somebody from the the dredges of the plane creeps on up there, and they they come around, they open the fucking curtain, and when you hear that curtain slide, you're like, you look back, like, oh, is it, is that my screwdriver? Is that my orange juice and vodka? No, it's it's a miscreant. Come forth to shit in my toilet. I think not. And, and immediately, those those stewardesses are right on it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You go back there and stand in the line. This is the first class only mm. bathroom. You're you're not allowed up here. But the same is not true. You can go back and use yes. theirs and nobody says yes. shit. Yes. I love it. You know, I love what it. The, the, the answer to that is, is you say, I'm so sorry. I have IBS and I'm going to I'm gonna shit all over first class if you don't let me through. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's no. taken back there. And then, I no, don't no, think you know what's going to happen then? Yeah, they're going to go, all right, just be quick. That's exactly what will happen. <laughs> because then you just that. say it again a little bit louder. Ma'am, I already told you I have a medical condition, IBS, and I need to get to the bathroom now. Are you telling me I'm not able to get through because of some policy here? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go shit all over twenty A <laughs> if you don't give me and just make it up and then just walk in, pee, and by the time you're out, they'll be like, Hey, that, he, he that, clearly just peed. But that high like, number sounds like cattle class. You could shit on them. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, they don't care. They're when, used to it back there. When They're I do fly they don't care. economy and I have to walk through first class, which is normal on, on the domestic flights. I always look at all the people in first class because they boarded first and try to imagine how they got there. Like, you know, like, oh, that guy looks like a business yes. owner, an oh, executive. So she inherited this wealth. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to be here. It's, it's 
it's really funny when me and my girlfriend were like flying first class and you know we're we're both in our 20s you like a young couple and we're like the only people there sitting there in our sweatpants like our like our air traveling outfit and, and then we're sitting there like they probably think we're brother and sister and we got some really rich parents that are like yeah just fly first class to toronto or whatever it's it's pretty funny my thing <laughs> is to so, so like i'll be in first class and they're like you know so what do you do right wanting to tell me how they're an executive or whatever I'm like what do i do <laughs> nothing really i've got a minecraft <laughs> server yeah I, I don't do jack shit i mostly just kind of fuck around all day what do you do <laughs> and, uh, and that's my favorite you know pka no oh, never mind. <laughs> the uh the best thing I've ever seen on a plane, it kind of goes along with this, is uh, me and Kitty were flying from Seattle to L.A., and Virgin runs a flight down through there. And I fucking love Virgin, but there aren't, they don't fly out of Atlanta, so I rarely, rarely get the opportunity. And we're up in first class, and in fr the first class is like something out of Star Trek. It's all pink. Like, the lighting is pink, and it, it's, it's really low. So you're, it, you've got like a Blade Runner vibe to the whole uh, thing up there. There's plexiglass dividers instead of just that, that cheap-ass plastic. And uh, Kitty's got her, bit, her her seat laid out completely flat, the bed seat. And she's, she's asleep, and I'm, I'm on my phone doing something up there, playing a game or something. And this Asian lady comes up. This old Asian lady comes up wanting to use our bathroom. And she's quickly turned away, and I kind of laugh at that because, you know, I'm an asshole and all. And then, like, ten minutes later, she comes back. But this time, she's very sneaky about it. She's peeking around, lurking, coming up, coming up forward. She has just linked a cool picture of the first class. It's brilliant. And, and she comes and she stops next to Kitty. And she walks into our row. Okay? She walks oh, into shit. our row to the point where she's between me and Kitty. And I'm just sitting there looking at her like... Cause she's, but, she's, but it's she's, only two chairs, right? Yeah, it's two chairs side yeah. by side. And she's between us. And I'm like <laughs> looking at her like, what the fuck? And she goes, hey... Hey, waking Kitty up instead of talking to me. Hey, hey, this seat very nice. How much you pay? How much you pay for this seat? How much? And Kitty wakes up out of like a fog of dreariness. She's like, who, who, who are you, who are you talking about? And she's like, this seat, how much? And I'm like, I think she wants to buy your seat from you. She's like, no. <laughs> I know she doesn't. You know, she just wants Free to dry cleaning for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty's like, no, you can't have it. It's my seat. I'm sitting here. <laughs> and the, 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 the fucking stewardess comes and like, like, like ma'am, I've told you once. You, you got to go. And the whole time when they're ushering her to the back of the plane where she belongs, mm. she's just like, ah, how much this seat? How much it cost? Like, bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, she could just check online. Of course she could. Yeah, yeah. Well, she just wanted to be disruptive and sneak up to poop. cause problems. <laughs> yeah. I've never snuck into first class because when I pay for the, the shit seats, I know that's my place with <laughs> the drags. You know, if I ever run for office, I'll say when I fly, I still fly coach. Of course, at the time, like I won't, but I'll lie and say it. Oh. No. What other things in life are like airlines in that there is this first class and then the rest of the people the, um, kind of... The, the Ubers. I don't know if you guys have uh, ever use Uber. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, where, you know, you, you got... Yeah, okay. So with Uber, you have uh, in, 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 in big, big cities, you have different types of Uber you can order. From Uber X being the uh, almost the cheapest, um, but the most, most mostly used... To Uber Lux, Lux, 
which is like a luxurious Uber, bit, loads of leg room, and there's like a, a you know, it, it always smells good. So with Uber X, most of the time, it's a little bit of a gamble where you um, you order a taxi, right? But it's an unlicensed taxi driver which comes over in his like Toyota Prius, um, which smells, and they got the windows locked up, and it's something. It's like a dirty old man. He's like, "Oh, you got a nice girlfriend over there, <laughs> <laughs> right?" And you're like, "Uh, thanks." Um, but you could also step it up a notch and then go with it, like the Uber Lux, where you know you you walk up to the car and the guy like jumps on his knees and goes like that opens the door rolls out the red carpet he's like here's your champagne sir um wow. but then bits of shit it's pretty expensive the only time i've ever gotten like the uh lyft or uber or whatever like the high rung is when that's the only one that's available right away yeah. on the app and it's like i'm not gonna wait for the regular thing just fuck it give me this so and yeah. then it just ends up being like a yukon xl with just you in it and like one other person, and it's like, well, this isn't worth four times the price. Like all that I want, they could pick me up in a goddamn rickshaw as long as they don't try and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want to talk. Like I'll be polite if they do, but like at the end of the day, like I just want to treat this like a cab. Woody's I saw about a picture to jump in here. Of, a, of a restaurant where there was like a little card with like a chalkboard type thing. And you checked off what level of waitress interaction you preferred, right? Uh. At a minimum, you just say like, just take my order and please fuck off. And at the maximum, it's like, sit down while you take the order, tell us a joke. Let's, you can be part of our party tonight. And uh, I've been all over the place on on my, I think I choose the first one most of the time. But I've been, you know, like, yeah, it'd be fun to have the waitress, like, you know, crack a joke or or whatever. But if I ever owned a restaurant, which I would hate, uh, that's what I would do. I, I would let them choose the waitress interaction level. I so, want a restaurant where the waitresses are also whores, and hmm. you could check that you wanted like a hand job, like like if she's gonna be sliding into okay, the booth. And, and, and it's unmonetized. This video is unmonetized. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No, you know what? The auto Kyle? caption just picked that up. We're done, guys. <laughs> Kyle, that's a decent idea. Well, no, it's not really because I don't want to mix sex service and food prep, like. Like, I don't want to walk in and be like, what am I going to have tonight? Oh, I'll get some sashimi or whatever. And then you see a bunch of, you know, unattractive losers leaving with big smiles on your face. And you're like, oh, well, I guess the person serving me my sushi just tugged that guy off. (laughs) We don't make it low class. This isn't this is like a Hooters. We we make it very expensive. It's not low class after you finish your 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 check. And then they go, would you like to opt into the hand job? You go, of course. (laughs) Oh, no, the hand job is pre-meal. You want the hand job before you eat to work up the the restaurant. But it's yeah. Well, who would you who would you go to this so-called restaurant like with? Would you take your family, business partners you know, take, there? Take my dad, take my mom. You know, like 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 my you know grandparents, uncles, cousins, that sort of thing. Make it a family experience. Hmm. Now, would so, you have different waitresses service you all, or the same one? Well, we would all we would just we would pick one. There would be a bit oh. of a negotiation, and we'd all agree on one waiter or waitress, depending on what kind of mood everyone was in that mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Male and, and you know, female. No, course. there's just one Preferably person both. serving the four Preferably, of them. Preferably, <laughs> like like that's that's what would make my restaurant special. We'd had her, we we would have hermaphrodite mm-hmm. wait. Oh wow, tricks Oh wow, and <laughs> waitresses. And you'd, you'd have everything in one in one stop. You bring a little team, little league team there after a victory. 
Oh, that now that is a deserving reward right there. Mm-hmm. If the, if they, if they come in there with their trophy and everything, and all those twelve year olds are getting the handies, like like they'll never forget that. That'll, what if what if the, the victories get blowies? The victories get blowies, and then like the participation trophy crowd get handies. No, no the participation no. crowd gets nothing because mm. that's life. <laughs> you don't get hand jobs just for participating. First you loser. Work for yeah. First loser. First loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The I, mean, I like my world a little better. Jobs. Maybe that. I like that. Like, like that's how sports should work. I feel like, like now, when you lose, you just walk off the field like nothing happened, right? There should be like, like, like something should happen to you. Should, you know, you take the winning team. They got the Stanley Cup. They're all drinking beer out of it or whatever you fools, fools do with that thing, pissing in it, like fucking women with it. I don't even know what it looks like. It's a big cup, I imagine. Those things. Yeah. They should do something awful to the to, to the first loser, the team that, that gets beaten. Like, it's not enough that they lose. Like, what if they got their asses kicked out there? What if they all got a paddling or something? So it's Wait, better to be the third-best team, team than the second. Kicked, the first team that gets kicked out of the playoffs gets punished, or the team that loses in the Stanley Cup gets punished? Loses in the Stanley Cup. The team that Because you want the championship game, the one that's bringing in all the ratings and eyes, to really have something important behind it. It's like, like yeah, yeah, the Blackhawks could win it all. Yeah, but... Think about the poor Flyers. They're going to get raped after this. Literally raped. What, <laughs> what would the go there? be to the losing team? Like, what right. would it be? They can't see their kids oh. for like it's five right. years. <laughs> they can't see their kids. <laughs> They're like in the Stanley Cup again four years later. and like, I can't take another five years of this. we got to bring this home. <laughs> I miss my children. But because so many of them are Canadian, like the punishment could just be like, hey, you have to go have five public arguments with people. Oh it, no! To where at I, least I, ten people can I hear. saw I saw my first uh, public argument the other day, right oh, in front good. of my uh, in front of my uh, in, uh, condo, the building, and uh, this one guy just freaks out uh, about some guy being parked there for too long. It's like you're holding up the whole place. You've been parked there for twenty minutes, and it's like you can be here for like fifteen minutes max, um, <laughs> and then. And then these, these two guys just start shouting at each other, like right in front. And security is being called. And then um, eventually, uh, like, I just turned around for a second and I looked back. And this one guy just goes, yeah, he pulled a fucking knife on me, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that, wow, uh, that was the first Canadian, uh, Canadian argument. <laughs> Those Canadians. That yeah. That's a much more intense Canadian oh, argument. Oh, and, was... the, and the best was because there, there are quite a lot of homeless people here. Um, we were uh, we were walking home from uh, from from a night out or dinner or whatever, um, and and uh, there's this crazy guy just screaming and shouting about all his conspiracies, like ah, oh, <laughs> I used to be in the army, blah, blah, blah. why are you guys ignoring me? Why are You're you not blah, even blah, real blah. maple syrup anymore, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he had his t-shirt off and he was like really aggressive, and I'm I'm there like with my girlfriend walking down, and he's like screaming and shouting. And in front of like a store, and then some people want to enter the store, and he just opens up the door and holds the door open for a few people <laughs> while he's going like, "You fucking people are fucking crazy!" And he's like holding the door like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And people are just walking in and out as if it's like the most normal thing. Ever. That was Alex Jones. That was Alex Jones. Oh, no, it was. Oh, for he sure. He was on location. He was talking about chemtrails and yeah. shit. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kim Trails lizard. And then the and whole, he tried selling me his uh, his anti fluoride filter or whatever. It's just crazy. You need that. You need that. Oh, actually, vagina. I <laughs> I drink fluoride free water. That's smart. Are you? Yeah. 
Very yeah. smart. Very smart. A lot of a lot of fools don't realize the extent to which fluoride actually poisons you. It makes your teeth worse. Most dentists, at least one out of five dentists agree it makes your teeth worse. So much for that being the theory that fluoride is what makes you gay. Oh, wow. shit. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's like the, the fluoride thing in the water is like one of the most pants-on-head retarded conspiracy theories. Like, it takes five seconds to look up, like, hey, what's the dental health like in counties with fluoride in the water versus with counties without fluoride in the water? And there are marked differences based on counties. Like, it's just a fact. Like, kids who don't have fluoride in the water have shittier teeth. So, yeah. as far as I know, you know, I was born and raised in a country where there's no fluoride in the water, and my teeth are fine, um, and in, in the research I've done, right? But I, at the end of the day, whatever. Uh, what British people say too, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and one falls out. Like, like, <laughs> okay. Seems supposed to be You're supposed to have a bit of color on there, some personality. <laughs> Pretty much, you just gotta brush your teeth and eat healthy, if you want yeah, some nice. Yeah, I hear that play. all the time. It's not uh, about, oh, let me just drink some extra water to make sure I didn't brush my teeth today. <laughs> I grew up on well water, so definitely no fluoride in that. Probably some minerals in there, I would imagine. Yeah, I grew up uh, on river water. Ooh. Had a lot of diarrhea. Jesus Christ. very <laughs> 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 constantly. <laughs> yeah, I, I fluoride toothpaste, I guess, because, you know, my teeth didn't rot out or anything. Like, like a couple of, I do have a back molar. I've got two back molars that, that have, like, they're just they're just going away. They like 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 they had fillings in them, and the filling fell out, and I didn't mm -hmm. do shit about it. And then the middle of <laughs> yeah, I, I was that's like, fuck my it. position right now. I was like, fuck it, you know. At this point, like I would rather just wait until I have insurance and then pretend like this just happened yesterday, and uh, and you know just get get some get some implants just thrown in there. Dental insurance is a scam. Yeah, I I mean usually because I have a lot of work that needs doing. No, I think what he's right. Yeah, so. Well, look, of course, there's different plans out there. But dental insurance is a bullshit insurance. So first of all, it costs like, I don't know, hundreds of dollars a year. Like, it's not that cheap. And then it covers yeah. two cleanings, which is roughly the cost of the insurance. But do you, th you think to yourself, but wait a minute. What if something big happens, right? What if I need crowns? and There's like a $1,500 cap on what a dental insurance plan pays out. So best case scenario, you get like $600 back or something when you would otherwise have paid, you know, 400 a year. Like dental insurance is bullshit. So yeah, there's that, you're telling me that there is no dental plan out there that's like the good one. Like I don't care if it's so $2,000 a month. What we do, our dentist has like a membership plan almost. And he's like, hey, you pay us up front you get two cleanings you get 20 percent off anything we do we do this and that and that is the best plan that i have seen really yeah all right I, yeah. that's horse shit that that, that that i don't like that because mm -hmm. what i want to do is like buy the most expensive plan 600 dollars a month just for dental insurance whatever the fuck it is and then go in there and be like hey i'm all jacked up back there you're gonna need to pull two replace three need a cap replaced over here and uh and and you know fix this uh, this thing over here too like I, I want to go in there and get like eight thousand. You want to get your pre-edition, pre-existing conditions covered. Yes. Uh, yes, I. Tom do. Cruise has those <laughs> shiny giant teeth. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah that's my I've always, eventually, I will get those veneers. Like I plan to. Like it's, it's definitely like when I'm maybe my, forty um, or something. My mom has I'm them. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yep, they look at um, well, it was it was a, I got my mom a present and I was like, Mom, you're getting new teeth because huh? she, you know, she uh, it was she a good had, idea. Had some, up, had some issues. No fluoride. She grew right. up with no fluoride. So. Uh, and yeah, you're then, really not um, selling me on the no fluoride thing. Carry on. No, this is 100 percent anecdotal. <laughs> okay, okay, but my my mom isn't isn't the youngest uh, anymore, right? Um, and she she her medication, uh, you know, made it made it worse. But uh, it looks it looks really good, and it's all fake teeth. Yeah. It's pretty expensive though. Uh, like but, 15 grand ish. What was it? Uh, it, it was half half, <clears throat> half sorry, half of that um, oh, in the Netherlands at least. And that's your Euro, oh. euros, though. Um, but uh, but it looks great. Like I mean, if you get into an accident or whatever, or if you just have really shitty teeth, eventually, um, definitely worth it. It changes your your entire face. Yeah, I I, I plan to get about twenty five thousand, thirty thousand dollars worth of teeth at some point because like I I figure I go halfway through life to forty and be like, all right, full new set, yank all these out, give me implants. Yeah. I want them to be perfect. Make them a little smaller, maybe. Make my hey, make my make my incisors a little little extra long and sharp too, because I, I want to be vampire a little, teeth. Not people. quite vampire, but like I wanted to be like <laughs> when the vampires not in go mode. You know, they they go <laughs> yeah, 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 and they pop down. I wanted to be like pre. I wanted I wanted to be like the uh, the fangs that are like up there. I want them sharp. I want mm. them a little too sharp. Like if I bite my tongue, it should bleed. But <laughs> but and I want them a little longer than normal, just a little. Maybe That's you know. Gonna fuck with your bite. You're gonna be like, oh no, it won't touch your lips all the way. No, like full set of teeth. They're gonna fit perfectly. They're gonna fit perfectly. It's gonna be like a barracuda. It's gonna be sick. I uh, I've <laughs> chipped teeth. Like I I mean I mean it, barracuda. That put an interesting image. I like that. I hope you do. Have <laughs> you good for the like, show? What I like think Ralph is Fiend a scam. From Throw some gauge earrings um, in there. I'm sorry, Taylor. Carry tw- on. <laughs> twice at the dentist, I've had chipped teeth fixed and of course like what he says even if you have dental insurance it's like what do you know it's not me using fucking toothpaste and a spinny brush so it's gonna be extra <laughs> you know and and so i had them they like they basically put like white you know enamel replacement or whatever the hell on your teeth and it's like my front tooth and then my incisors there or canines i guess they are and then you they shine that blue light and it hardens and they say you know by the end of the day you should be good to eat and all good to go i've never had one of those last <laughs> more than three days this is the first time I had to get done. Three days later, I was eating a cheeseburger at Red Robin. Not a hard food. No, there, there wasn't there, like a hidden crystalline chunk in there or something. It was literally just no. a cheeseburger. It was applewood smoked bacon on a, on a <laughs> burger. And I bit through and felt like a, a little click, like someone snapped in my mouth. And, and then I felt and I'm like, oh, it's fucking gone. Fucking gone. That's great. Went back like a year later, got it done again. And same day that time, they... They fell off. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm never getting this chip fixed on my this tooth because it's not noticeable unless you're looking for it. And I had a it's similar just, experience. I, I'd rather yeah. just get I, the veneer. I was daily vlogging at the time, so there's videos about it. But yeah, I I bit a fork. I felt like such an idiot, right? Like, aren't we all capable of using forks? But <laughs> I, I was like, Oh, did you it would never happen? Yeah, you're so right. Wooden cushy. But I was I was reading on the computer and just chowing down at the same time. And somehow fuck that up. I don't know. You'd think I'd be good at eating by now, but I'm not. And uh, bit the fork, chipped, I want to say both of my front teeth so that I had like a little V thing going on. It wasn't that extreme, but the way teeth are, like if even a millimeter is missing, one, you kind of see it. 
Two, it feels to me like four inches of teeth are missing. Yeah, like, you notice it. To me, so used to that. it's outrageously different. So um, I went to my dentist who's really good. He does all the veneers and stuff for like Miss America pageants and shit. And uh, he put it together. But like you, I, I had the tiniest little chip come off the front of it. It was still better, but it wasn't exactly like before. So he just rounded it and we called it good and it stuck since. That's so, good. Yeah. I was in the ocean. Uh, one of the few times I've been in the ocean, I had my skimboard, and uh, a big wave came and knocked the skimboard. You know how waves work. I'm was sure. it a skimboard? Were you were you skimboarding with all the other nine year olds? <laughs> Look, I, I went and I saw these. The, I saw this guy. Skimboards like, don't float, really. And then after that, you had a Beyblade tournament. Wasn't right? it like yeah. a bodyboard? It could have been a bodyboard. Uh-huh. Was it was I, it was it soft or hard? I don't remember. I rem- what I Wait. do remember is purchasing the skim board, and I don't remember where I would have gotten a body board. Regardless, the wave hit the board I was holding, and that hit my the bottom of my chin, and it like sh- made my mouth like slap shut, and I could feel the bits of teeth in my mouth. I was like, and I spit out little bits of teeth, like like not oh. big, like mm-hmm. like half the size of a grain of salt or a grain of uh, uh, rice, and I was just like, oh fuck, that's permanent. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> permanent. But the skimboard thing gets you mocked. Dude, I went to uh, <laughs> Panama City Beach, and, and we go out on the beach, and we're, we're just sitting there like, looking at the ocean, which people enjoy for some reason. And the sun, like the sun doesn't shine anywhere but the fucking beach. I don't get it. The sun's every fucking where. It's a point. And there's this guy out there who's maybe 15. He gets his run and start, throws his skimboard down, and he goes out onto the wave, like goes up on the wave, does a little loop-de-loop, then comes back, and it was like, holy shit. That's like surfing, but cool. And easier. <laughs> and easy. And I, was, I was wrong. I, though I've never tried to surf, it was very hard to do what he did. But I was not going to simply rent a skimboard like the rest of these people. I was like, hey, let's, let's go buy some skimboards. Hmm. So I went <laughs> and bought like a $275 skimboard. Maybe it was a skimboard. <laughs> I don't know where it is to this day. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I got the nicest skimboard. It was yellow and it like faded to white with this cloudy pattern. And I got some cool stickers and put on. Did they sell any video. talent with the <laughs> skimboards? <laughs> Could you get that no, too? No, <laughs> but, I, but I got lessons. I, I found somebody there. Who, I found wow. the kid who was the pro. And I was like, I was like, hey, man, will you, will you help me out? And I always hear you talk about like the local beach guys, like surfers, mm-hmm. are really like don't like people intruding on their yeah. waves. And I suppose skimboarders, that's a different community. Or maybe it's just a different beach. Who the fuck knows? He was like, yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. Come on. I've been doing it for years. And he like showed me how to do it for a while, and I was really enjoying it. And I let one of my friends borrow the skimboard, and he fell, and he like scraped his knee on a seashell that was in the sand, and it literally took all the skin off his fucking knee. And the injury was so gruesome that I was I just I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore because because if that happened to me, three hundred dollar purchase, you just were like, all right, you know, sunk cost. Well, I mean, I was I was only gonna be there for five days anyway. It, it, I figured. When I get back home, this thing will look cool stuck in the corner or hung up on the wall. Or it was a, it was beautiful. Oh, okay. To this day, I'm wondering where the fuck my skimboard is because it just doesn't go missing. That thing has to be somewhere. I went, I went to my my dad's house the other day. Nowhere to be found. Maybe it's in the attic. I gotta go. I see uh, skimboards the same way I see. Uh, uh, I know, I, I know we've all skied before. Um, you know those shoe blades that people do when they can't like ski for real. Like where it's just very short skis, like skates. Mm. Like you, you yeah, know what I'm talking about. And and those people are always like 
hogging the entire like jump tricks area and it's just annoying because it's like first of all none of you are getting enough fucking speed to get do anything cool because you're wearing these little bitch skis because i guess you don't want to go that fast and you're going so slow they're they're almost as annoying as snowboarders snowboarders i bet it's hard it looks hard it looks harder than skiing i've never tried it but the way that the snowboarders will just stop in the middle of a run and then sit down with their six stoner friends or whatever drives me crazy. Have, you're have you're you a snow elitist. So, so, so what is the proper technique for, for, for enjoying a ski slope? Like if, if everyone doesn't do exactly what you're doing they're, they're it sounds like they're an asshole. No, no. If, uh, if you stop in the middle of a run when it's busy, you're an asshole. And these snowboarders never go over to the wood line and then yeah, stop there. The they technique. always will just sit right over the hump of, of a run. Yeah. So I'm going on my skis, and then 10 yards away from me, I'm like, oh, a bunch of assholes with festive hats. And then you <laughs> fucking go around them, and then you look back and you say, fuck off! And then you keep going down. And you don't have to worry about it. I, I can flip them off all day. Say, hey, I'm going to go down there and beat up your dad. What are you going to do about it or something? And they can't catch you because I'm on skis, and they're on a snowboard. And if they're a world-class snowboarder and I'm half-decent on skis, I'm going to win because they're faster. And I'll just take the easy runs. Is that even true? You'll, you'll just run. It's mostly from... true, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at snowboarding. go way, way fast because I've, I've skied with snowboarders before mm -hmm. and where their level of snowboarding was like an 8 out of 10 and my level of skiing was like a 6 out of 10. And you always have to wait like a minute at the end of a long run, which a minute's a long time when you're flying down the mountain. Mm -hmm. So... Man, I miss skiing. I haven't gone in a while. So much I fun. I feel like, 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 like the snowboarding thing needs needs some sort of a, a motorized motorization. Like I saw that thing that Casey Neistat had, that drone that was pulling him along. Mm. That looked like so much fucking fun. And it looked to me because you had this forward thing, like just like like, like water skiing, that if you messed up, you could kind of recover a little bit. It, it seemed like if you lost your balance, you could you could you could correct that because you know it wasn't you fun at all. I saw the behind the scenes that he made about it, and yeah. he's like one. It's freezing cold because you're basically under a helicopter and it's just blowing ah. air at you at like 80 <laughs> miles an hour. And uh, two, like they tried not to have the video reflect this truth, but he's spinning under it like and getting a little out of control. Like, like because he's not just like going straight, like the three seconds of several different flights that they put together as the video. In, in real life, it's like, all right, let's put this down. <laughs> and if you watch the behind the scenes, it's like, oh yeah, that's not that great of experience. And um, there was something else, like he wanted to be dressed full on as Santa, but like it didn't work because it was too dangerous and shit. And yeah. uh, he was, it looked like he was holding it like a um, tow rope on behind a boat that you'd water ski, but really he yeah. was hooked into a whole harness and th stuff under there. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely realized that when he took off and went airborne. That was pretty mm -hmm. cool. Let but, me do this uh, advertisement here. Talk about Total War, uh, Warhammer a little bit. The ooh. Total War Warhammer series has returned to critical acclaim. Join the battle with four all-new playable races, the Noble High Elves, their murderous cousins, the Dark Elves, the Ancient and Orderly Lizardmen, and the Ravenous Destructive Skaven in the most absorbing, story-driven, real-time strategy game of the year. Other new features include Settlement Ruins, which can be delved for hidden treasures, encounters at sea, such as shipwrecks and mysterious islands, bands of roving warriors, and vicious storms erupting in sea regions. Needless to say, the new world is alive with threats, challenges, and possibilities. It's no wonder that IGN ranked Total War Warhammer 2 a 9.1 out of 10, stating that the four fun, distinctive factions and a story-driven campaign in Total War Warhammer 2 set a new bar for the series. Total War Warhammer 2 is available for purchase now. Visit TotalWar.com 
for more information. That's TotalWar.com, or head on over to Steam and purchase the purchase your copy of Total War Warhammer 2 today. I am absolutely going to be playing this game on Steam, because the first one I thought was right. great. I'm definitely playing this one, too. I like the idea of the new factions. Uh, the Lizard Men especially, because they seemed pretty neat in uh, in like the cinematic trailer, even though those really don't end up do they, giving you anything. Do they hiss? Uh, it was more of a snarl, Ooh. but but they definitely seemed fun. And uh, yeah, it, like I want you to get into it too. I will because like, okay, I know you'll look. like it. It's so much fun to do because it it's so many. It's just tactics, you know. It's like you you both get the same amount of money to buy whatever units you want, and then you get to set them up in in these like formations, and you can hide units in the trees for like surprise attacks. You can uh, there's just so much you can do. And I'm still so bad at it that if I try and play online, it's not even worth it. Like, I, when I play online, I just spend all my money on, like, ridiculous units. Because I'm like, well, I can try and make a good unit composition army. Or I could buy 15 cave trolls and just see what happens. And then you just do that. And you march forward with your Ents or your Giants or your stone-throwing, you know, monolithic creatures. It's, it's a really cool game. The so fantasy aspect is great. So it's real-time strategy. Yeah. Right? Okay, and how many players could play? Like, if we were playing, like, is there, like, a, a team mode where we could do 4v4? Yeah, yeah, we could, like, basically what we could do something where it's, like, me and you versus two other people, and we're both on different sides of a map in a corner, but when you start, it's not like your position starts there. You have a line on your half of the battlefield or your third or whatever, and you can position units wherever in there. So if you're, like, really archer-heavy, you might want to try and bait them into you. But if you're playing, like, a uh, Bretonia or a horse or cavalry-heavy thing, there are some units that can, like, forward place to try and just rush up as fast as possible. But it it's a ton of fun. Are there territorial points, or is it more about, like, uh, annihilation? It's uh, it's all about annihilation. So the the... The campaign mode is where you are running like a city and building things and trying to conquer the entire world, and it's incredibly hard, but that's solo. This, Total War, is exactly the name of the game. Total War. You're not build catching up with resources. You're not building forts. You're, the entire game of versus is the point of battle. Like, you've already spent your resources in the pregame to get all the units you want, and then you have right. to hope that your I'm opponent sold. doesn't tech to you. Yeah, it's all right. I'll, uh, I'll buy it tonight. Um, I don't know if you can play it tonight, but Chiz needs to get on and play. I, nobody will come play Company of Heroes with me, so I, I, I will play a different game. I just want to play some games with you guys. So, so uh, and, and, and I feel like I'm so good at Company of Heroes, too, that you guys would just get destroyed anyway. You wouldn't want to play with someone <laughs> like me. Just be a so bloodbath. It'd just be a bloodbath, be humiliating. So it's probably best that we all start with a fresh game. So yeah, let, let's get into it. I, I'll, yeah, I'll, I might I'll download be able to play tonight. tonight. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Really does like um it. does anybody here play a PUBG? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I've got a I've got maybe three hundred hours in it, something like that. Nice. I haven't played in like a month because like ah, I, I got okay. a little burnt out on it. And and look, the developers look. I love the de the devs of that game, and they're con continuously improving it, adding weapon packs, and and they've got fog now. That's really cool. They're adding the the VW bus. That's that's a little lame. Uh, <laughs> but what I but what they had promised was a new map was coming, and so I was like, it, all right, it's coming. It's coming. I, I, I was like, all right, I'm a little burnt out. I'm gonna stop playing until the new map comes out. And I thought that'd be ten days. And then a month and a half passed, and I'm and, and like I I'm sticking to my word at this point. I'm not not, not that it matters to anyone. At but least all my, six months. All of my friends keep messaging my PUBG friends because like I, mm -hmm. I have a I have a whole clan. We call ourselves the clan, 
and they keep messaging me wanting to play. <laughs> we all dress alike. It's it, it's a good oh, time. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Pointy yeah. helmets. And, and they're like, hey, you getting on to play? And I'm like, no, no, I'm waiting on the new map. And they're like, well, they added the, the M1A1. I'm like, I don't fucking care about the M1A1. They added fog. I don't want fog. That makes things worse. Yeah. <laughs> I want the new map. I want yeah. the new map because the new map has a big city in it, like a big centralized area. Mm-hmm. And I'm a I'm a corner peeking asshole, right? Like, I'm pretty good strategy wise, I think. And my game knowledge is top tier because I get obsessive with shit like this, and I watch video after video after video, and I, I watch uh, you know a- a- dozens of hours of Twitch and shit. So I get good at this stuff fast. My my, my only weakness, I would say, the only weakness mm-hmm. is uh, like long range combat because that's. Th- those CS:GO guys really have that hard. shit down. Yeah. Those CS:GO guys have it down. No, have- no, no, no. It's because, uh, like, well, I've played, I've played CS:GO. I've played uh, a lot of PUBG, um, and and many many years of Call of Duty. But with, um, I feel like the long range battles, and I'm thinking two, three hundred meters apart right now. Yeah. What you're saying, right? Exactly. I think that's totally different. Uh, the the game it reminds me of is Daisy, like Arma and stuff. Where, because you have to zero your weapon, right? You have to give yeah, your teammates the I, I right call Kentucky out. Like, yeah, I use Kentucky Windage. I just aim above. Yeah, I, it's that, called that, Kentucky Windage too. when you just adjust yeah. on your right. Own. I, yeah, after a while, you got it memorized, and you're just faster than hitting page up, page down. Because I haven't messed with those hotkeys. Yeah. I've got lean on my mouse, and like I'm certainly not the one you want that anybody wants to take advice from because I'm not one of those top players. But if you have a mouse, I am. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> but if you have a mouse with a couple buttons on it, throw yeah. lean on those buttons so that you get. So that you've got lean all over here on this hand. You're not having to do anything with your left hand. You can well, still. Really, really depends can, how good you are, right, with mouse and keyboard, uh, or yeah. how comfortable you are, I should say. Because I can, well, well, I can go crouch up and down while leaning around the corner, and then still land my shots, right? Yeah, I can um, do that because I have it on my mouse. But if I left yeah. it with, uh, I think it was Q and E, maybe was leaning yeah, before. Yeah, correct. I couldn't do it then because, like, I've got. I don't have a ton of, of uh, first-person shooter experience. Like, this is the first-person shooter on the PC that I've spent the most time doing. I've got, God, I don't even know how much Call of Duty experience on the Xbox. It's, it's hundreds of days of, of, you know, thousands and thousands of hours. So I've got game knowledge, and, I, and I've got strategy knowledge, but I didn't have the muscle memory that I needed for, uh, for first-person shooters. But mm-hmm. I'm, I've been improving, and it's the best game I've ever played. I have a PUBG uh, question. And, and, I, here's the deal. So... In COD, something I do have some game knowledge in, it's really not smart to shoot at people you can't kill, right? Mm-hmm. All you do is give up your position, and now you're kind of fucked yeah. for a few seconds. In PUBG, I see people shooting at 300 meters all the time, and they, they get a hit on them, the guy goes back, bandages, comes back into the match, and I'm like, why do you even engage at that distance? It's pretty hard to get yeah. a kill. So so uh, when I'm playing, and uh, quick, quick uh, disclaimer, I've played on pro level, with pros, uh, you know, I just hit up a few pros and we won like 10 games. And then before I knew it, I was like ranked 200 in a world, uh, which is super annoying because the guys are way too good over there. But pretty much uh, the way you play is if you see somebody and you think you can kill them, you start shooting at them, right? Um, but then there, there are different factors like uh, is he outside of the play zone or is he getting close to being outside of the play zone? then you could land two bullets on him or maybe even one in the play zone will kill him because he's going to hide behind the shed, try to heal up, and then he's going to die to the play zone. Do you if get you have, the kill? And No, no, but you, you, you play to win the game, right? 
uh, if you have a silencer, you can pretty much take shots at anybody as long as you don't have a really loud sniper rifle. Uh, because like they're not gonna know, they're gonna have no clue where it came from. And uh, most of the time, if somebody is like let's say 300, 400 meters away with a uh, with a silenced gun and a scope, it's actually really good to shoot at them because what they do is they start panicking, right? So you land like one shot on them, they panic, they hide behind a tree. Or, no, 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 no. So either they start zigzagging and then the one, at one point in time they stop, right? <laughs> and they stop and they, they hide behind a tree. But they won't know where you are, right? So uh, uh, sometimes they stop behind a tree and you can, they're, they're just standing still, you aim for the head and two shots and they're dead. But sometimes they hide behind a tree, uh, you know, on the, on, the, on the right side for them. And, uh, uh, you know, they just got lucky. Uh, uh, placing the tree in between you you guys so what you then do and this is like super handy tip you shoot with your silenced rifle you shoot bullets at the floor right next to him and then he thinks oh shit he has a clear shot on me from here hides on the other side of the tree <laughs> and then you got a clear line of sight and you take him out yeah really so, you learned that, like that you learned that you learned that really quickly because people do it to you because when you're getting shot at with a silencer yeah 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 I, yeah I, you're I'm like the ultimate sound tour but yeah, I have no there, idea yeah. where that shit is coming from. Yep. I'm like, God, it's, it's just... if it's if it's a hundred meters away, the, you don't hear the uh, the gun anymore. Yeah, uh, or, or it depends which gun it is, right? Yeah. Um, so you get it a few times, and 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 then you're like, well, you know, I should start doing this. Um, yeah, you're you're just hearing the bullets go by you, and so there's really yeah. no directionality well, to that. Well, if they hit the floor, that's when you start panicking because you're yeah. like. Is he, is, did he miss? Did he miss on purpose, on accident? I don't know. Should I run? Should I stay? Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I love that game. I, maybe I, I want to play, play this Total War Warhammer thing. I, I really like our uh, real-time strategy games. I, I had never played one, but I like turn-based. I played a ton, way too fucking much of Civilization Civ, Five. Yeah. Um, got pretty good at that. Beat filthy robot. Feed him, motherfucker. And uh, uh, yeah, I did. And I was um, there. It was live stream. Yeah, yeah, we all saw it. I'm glad a legit that, win. Don't you, don't that you, you that enjoy case. RTS so much because a lot I, of people don't enjoy those games, and I don't get it because they're it's bad the at it. That's best why they're kind not of game. I, I I love RTS, but it just takes so much time. Some games, um, like Civ, I I I played a little bit of Civ, but nowhere near the hours you you guys put in or whatever. I've made uh, the comparison before, like like being a master at. I, if I had devoted the time I put into getting good at Civ Five into learning French, I, could, I would be able to speak French. <laughs> if I had put that time into learning the guitar, I'd play the guitar. That's uh, that's what I, that's what I did that's with so my League fun. of Legends with my League of Legends addiction. I said, uh, you know, what? I should stop playing this game and maybe I should uh, focus more on making videos, and that turned out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, panned yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, the only thing, or the reason I'm so stuck, or at least part of the reason, other than the fact I just think that RTS is more fun, uh, and I just, I, I suck so hard at games like PUBG or any first-person thing on a computer because I've never used WASD before. That, like when I was playing with Kyle and Chiz, like I'd be at the corner of a fucking building and like turn to shoot, and like because I'm just used to typing normally, my hand would like migrate to the home row, and then I'm like hitting R and shit, and like wait, which one? How do I run back? And, and yeah, you, you keep your die, middle like, finger on on the W at all times, and then the rest you can move. I know there's well, a little gonna, dot there to tell me to do that, but I. Oh, okay. You got yeah. you got the dots there. Yes. I, I'm gonna be honest, and maybe this is a new move, 
I put my hands on the home road keys and I just learned it that way. Like, like I, I use my ring, my ring finger goes to W. I, 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 I still, I, I can, I, I can move around fine. Hey, I can, sh sure, I can shuffle and crouch. Sure, if you want to do that, right? And, and if there's some buttons that I can't hit, like if control is necessary or, or something like that, I just remap it. You know, that's the beauty of a keyboard and a PC yeah. game. You can just move everything around. I, uh, I, I know that's not what you're supposed to do or whatever, but, but. How the fuck not? It's a, I it's think a it's a, I think it's a challenge when playing new games to also master the keys, like the the the, sh the you know like sometimes um, F is open inventory and then the other day it's E and the other day it's tab, uh, but that's you know it 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 makes it more rewarding mastering the game. If uh like like I never watched a lot of StarCraft, so then I'm sure that's it's true in StarCraft as much as it, it is as it is in Company of Heroes too. But I've been watching this guy called Helping Hans. Uh, I guess his real life name is Hans. And uh, his We're helping, per, we didn't know. Yeah, his, his clicks <laughs> per minute. I, I I would love to know what they are because he's all over the mini. He like he's quick moving around the mini map and hitting hotkeys so fast that I want to learn from him. So I have to turn YouTube down to half speed, so that I can actually see what he's doing. Because he's click 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 click. It's outrageously fast. Like it would be so awful to play against him. No, that's no fun. I was watching one of those videos earlier, the helping Hans, and like I I dumped out of it after like eight minutes because I'm like I'm not even able to learn anything because like he'd select all his conscripts and then click 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 click, and it's like where where did where are they? Where are they going? What for what reason? But we're not here anymore. We've already made three other moves, and now he's looking at a, a cap point. Like that was that like the foundation of my channel. Like, like the, when I first started, one of the ideas I had in terms of like where it was going to go was, I can't do what XCal does. You know, somehow that guy just ran. He sprinted all the time and killed everyone he saw. And I'm like, well, I, there has to be another way to to succeed to succeed at this game because, yeah, it, it, some people do shit you can't do. It's not a, it's not a play style that everyone can emulate. He's Asian. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, true. So you're saying you're sneaky? No, I'm saying... Did you say Asians are sneaky like five well, shows, no, five shows in a row now? are sneaky. I, the Japanese Who did you, It already happened this show, I forget. Oh, the lady in first class. You said she was sneaky. <laughs> well, she was sneaky. Like, like, I'm telling you. Like, she, it was like she sidled was, up on us like I that Seinfeld like, episode. The was sidler. He's yeah. keeping that alive. That has to be five shows now. <laughs> you know, like, it's almost like he's actually racist toward the Japanese. <laughs> that can't be true. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need a topic? I, I have a bunch of topics if you guys uh, need any. I, I wanted yours. to ask you I... more about like your first oh. impressions of Canada. Oh, okay, like... okay. So I'm like uh, Dutch uh, and I love it in the Netherlands, of course, but I'm really, really enjoying it here in, in Canada too. Um, now, I haven't like permanently moved here. I'm still working on a visa. I'm just on a long holiday right now. Uh, and that's how, how you know, I, I'm allowed to stay here, but I'm not allowed to receive any money from anybody here, which I won't anyways, or be on television. Um, but it's great. Like so far, the weather has been amazing. It's going to get super cold this winter. Um, so I bought, an, so I bought a big Canada goose jacket. Uh, so I'm a real Canadian. Uh, everybody's uh, so super far has expensive. been super polite. They are pretty expensive. Yes. I was looking at They them. look really good, though. Um, <laughs> and they're really warm. Um, the food has been really, really, really good, um, and it's super cheap because it's Canadian dollars, and I come from euros. Uh, mm -hmm. But then, 
the difference in culture is you do have to tip here, right? Just like in uh, most of North America, uh, which you don't do in the Netherlands. Uh, is now, is that because the, the price is built into the food and the waiters make more as a base salary, or is it because you're assholes? Uh, no, so as a waiter, it's just generally uh, it tends to be a pretty shit-paid job. Um, yeah, kind but of so asshole, <laughs> right? No, no, no. Well, you'll get minimum minimum wage, which is a little bit higher than here. But I used to be a waiter, and I used to get absolutely salary. nothing. And at some nights, I would make like a ten euro tip, and me and my me and my coworker, we had to split it like ten euros, right? Oh. And then we made we made one we wrote down one uh, uh, order wrong, so they made like a pizza the wrong way or whatever. And then the pizza guy came over because it was like an Italian restaurant. He came over. He's like, "And I'll take five euros from that ten euros for that pizza you guys wasted." And I'm oh. like, "Oh great, okay." And then um, th my entire tip would be spent on public transport back home. Um, so it was a pretty oh, shit job. Oh they, these are the costs of socialism. This is what happens. These poor right. waiters, not able to even eat a pizza in peace. You know, that's why so, they're trying to come here. You should have got so the pizza. So in the United States, like, like this is, this is, I don't know if you've ever seen Reservoir money, Dogs. Money, money, money. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen Reservoir Dogs. But there's, they have this whole conversation in the opening scene sitting around the table where, where Steve Buscemi is talking to the Harvey Keitel about the tipping and everything. And he's like, that waitressing is the one job that a non-college educated woman can get and support a family on. Like these mm -hmm. ladies depend on these tips, and that's ingrained in us. Like, like, like yeah. I, it, for, I've always my my dad tips well, I, and and I guess I got it from him. And and I feel it feels better to give than to receive, and and most things in life. If I'm being completely honest, What's it well? really does. What's tipping it, well? Twenty and, and I tip well. Um, Do you include the tax in your twenty percent? I tip uh, yeah, just 20. whatever the total is, usually twenty. I, I I tip based on the service. If it's uh, if let's say it's excellent service, I might give a hundred percent tip. Like like if it's excellent top tier service. If she's like, if that glass never ever got below the like my Coca Cola like never got below the ice. Come on, if she was out there really quick with the appetizers, if the appetizer was there like seven eight minutes after I ordered it, and the main course came out steaming, and I could tell she was like like. If they've got hustle about them, like if they're moving quickly and they're focused and they're not just like dilly-dallying around being a cunt, like I, I really take that to heart. That's not like, even good service to me. I don't no, want that. No, you want no. the hand job, right? Well, of course. But no, it's too much service. I don't want that. Like if you're out there fucking refilling my soda every time I take a sip, I, I'd oh, rather have the peace. That's negative. Now, yeah. I agree. I agree. It. it there's there's a zone, there's a buffer zone <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. soda needs to get to before you show up, right? It's like, oh, you took a sip also, here, let me refill that. Here's yeah. one thing I like, new glass. You know, because every time they refill it, they fill it again with ice. So now the thing has, like, if, if it were a straw, two seconds of sucking, and you're just down to an ice glass, and yep. that's not what I'm looking so, for. You what, know what, what I never tip as much for is when I go to Asian restaurants and I ask for a diet Dr. Pepper... And they go, oh, we don't have that. And it's like, I didn't fucking expect you to. Thought I'd ask, though. And then you go, all right, well, then Diet Coke. And then they bring out your 350 Diet Coke in a can next to a fucking glass full of ice. I hate getting soda from a can at a restaurant because it's like their way of saying, this is $3.50 a pop. Like, mm. that's their little workaround for free refills. And that drives me crazy. This is America. This is not France. 
where they charge you for still water in one of those mason jars that they set out or whatever the hell they do over <laughs> there. I've, I've never been. I, I'm making assumptions based on Netflix mostly. Wild assumptions. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. Don't they? Don't they serve you like still water in one of those big goofy glasses with like the cork on top Does that you pull the middle water lever? Mean no ice. Yeah, it just means yeah. no. Because in, in, no, in, no, no in Europe, apparently you you specify between still water and sparkling water. Or an ice which is which is something I like here. Like I always think so of that as like Germany, a really nice restaurant when you can fun, get sparkling fun water. Fun fact: In Germany, if you ask for a water. They always uh, give you sparkling water. So in Germany, you have to be very specific and always say, could I have a still water, please? But then in most other countries, they, they give you still water. But then there's a difference between tap water and bottled water, too. Um, and in most, most countries in Europe, you can drink tap water, and it's totally fine and super clean. Uh, but then you don't want to drink it in Spain, for example. Yeah. When That's I was in Europe, that... they did this. I'm sorry, Kyle. And I, and I appreciated it. They detected that I was American and gave me what I wanted. Hey, can I have a water? Sure. He wants regular water with ice in it because obviously he's fucking American. And <laughs> no, that's no, what I would get. This man wants Pellier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you, you that, that was my experience. You know why they did that? Because they knew that if they treated you well, you were mo- mo- probably going to jump in your old habits and give them a 20% tip. And giving somebody like tipping yeah. in tipping in Europe, most countries in Europe, you round up the number. So if it's forty nine euros, you make it fifty, right? You say ah, make it fifty. Mm. Um, but if somebody receives like a ten, twenty euro tip, they'll ask you to be like, "You sure you were supposed to do this on purpose? You did this on purpose?" <laughs> so most likelihood. <laughs> Hoodie <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get this lobster and I'll get this and that and a beer and some coke and this and uh, it's like the bill's like 100, 100 euros. I'll, I'll put 20, 30% on top, right? And these guys, that's like the money they make their entire day. That's like, you just yeah. met, They get, probably like me. I ordered expensive shit too. It was like, you know, really? Uh, chocolate covered strawberry, $6? I do want to see if the French ones are different, though. If you're at a nice restaurant, which is something that, that I don't do very often, like if I go to Morton's or something like that, which isn't a super nice restaurant, but it's, I think it's a nice restaurant. It is, it is in my little uh, repertoire. The water is the only thing I won't splurge on. It, it, I do not want that third. I don't know what it costs for a bottle of Pellegrino. At, at Morton's, but it's like $18, I want to say. It's like $18 for that big bottle of water. Absolutely not. No, I want tap water, and I want Coca-Colas in a bottle, and just keep the Coca-Colas in the bottle coming. Like, I don't care what they cost. Like, I'll splurge on those. If you have oysters, all right, $3 an oyster. Like, keep those coming. I'll take a dozen of those. But no way in hell I'm fucking spending money on that bottled water. Like, like I, that, I, I don't even like water. I don't drink water. Taylor and I were talking about this the other night. He's like, do you really not drink water? And I'm like, dude... I could count the glasses of water I've had in the last five years on uh, one. It, it's it's less two, than twenty five. <laughs> it's I've drink maybe twenty five bottles of water five, in the last five years. All right, like six, no water, all soda. I drink a dozen sodas a day, every fucking day. Diet or not? Ha- what is what? the soda? Di- almost always diet. Usually diet Pepsi, Dr Pepper, ten diet Dr Pepper. 
Uh, never Diet Coke because that's disgusting. Bad, huh. bad. Um, Unhealthy, and, uh, guys. Come on. And, and guys, lately, it's, it's singular. And lately, it's it's regular Coke or, or regular Dr. Pepper or regular Sprite because I'm trying to gain weight. I'm up to 165 pounds now. I'm, I'm also Christ. on the weight gain diet. Let me tell you what I eat at McDonald's. This will fucking help you. Like As soon as I started my McDonald's <laughs> diet, I started gaining about a quarter pound, third of a pound a day or something like that. I go to McDonald's. I get the Sriracha Burger Combo. It's a quarter pounder with sriracha sauce, these little fried onions, spinach, tomato, and melted American cheese. It's actually really fucking good. Large order of fries, large sweet tea. God knows how many calories that is. But I'm not done yet. I do what fat, obese people do, and I order two combos. I also want the sriracha buttermilk chicken combo. (laughs) I want them both. I want a burger. I want a chicken sandwich. Two large fries and two sweet teas. One of the teas goes in the fridge until I finish this one off, and I drink them back to back. It's at least three thousand calories. It just oh. has to be. I want to meet the forty-year-old version of you guys and find out if like <laughs> okay, that I'm is still true. Okay, I'm just trying to get to my to yeah. my weight, and then oh, you know, I'm like <laughs> cu- cutting everything. Uh, to go, uh, healthy so living. I haven't thing. weighed what in. Are you, in what like, are you doing to gain weight, oh. Web? Like, what are your so so? I started at. Um, I'm converting it into. Um, Pounds. Into pounds, because that's what you guys do. Um, two pounds. So I started, well, because I had a pretty shitty year. I started at 140 uh, pounds, pretty light. And my goal was 165, which I'm pretty sure I just hit. Uh, and what I did was I got a personal trainer, hit the gym three times uh, uh, or sometimes more per week. So I got the, I got the muscles. There now. it is. Um, how, how tall are you? I'm, uh, I'm 6'1". So uh, I was uh, I was I was just scared that like one forty is really thin. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, thin. yeah. Well, you know, I had a pretty shitty time uh, earlier this year, and um, I was afraid. Obviously, I was like, well, if I get sick now, you know, I'll I'll be considered underweight because I was just on the edge of uh, being considered underweight. So I looked at like what what would my ideal weight be, um, which was one sixty five. Um, and then I went to a personal trainer. I said, you know, like exercising, I know how to do, but what I need help with is my diet because I have an extremely fast metabolism. So I started off with like 3000 calories a day, um, loads of healthy food. And then he said, well, you know, you're not gaining weight after like a month or so. So then uh, he said, well, we'll up it to three and a half thousand. I said, you know what? Let's do, just make it four thousand calories per day. Um, so Jesus. so he so he was like, well, sometimes if you can't hit it, you can literally eat whatever you want, because we're just going to try to get you to uh, like 170 ish, maybe a little bit higher. And then uh, I would start losing weight and just going uh, at leaning lean diet or whatever. Um, so I. Got a little, little bit of a belly, really, really nothing, uh, no baby belly, um, but uh, I got a lot stronger. My arms got bigger. Uh, nice. My shirt size um, went from medium to large, and uh, and hopefully soon I'm I'm gonna start uh, cutting my diet and um, trying to lose fat and just uh, keep the muscle. I'd made a video nice. earlier this week uh, about my broken leg. And uh, in it, I was showing people how I walked because there's a limp, but it's pretty subtle now. And I, I felt like it was hard to explain. And some guy gave me this like kind of a mean comment, but it it was the greatest. He said something close to like, fuck you, Woody. 
I know the only reason you did the whole walking thing was to show off your weight loss. And it's like, that's the nicest thing that you could have hated. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, I really liked it. And, uh, that's a nice thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I took it, I was pretty positive about it. Cause my, um, yeah. So my, my weight's 198. I think I gained a pound and it's still there. But my activity level's picking up quite a bit. So I'm hoping that I can get back on the lost train. And I was I'm, really I'm hoping, dead. I was really hoping you were going to get the gun cane. Like, like, like we, you were looking at canes online. And uh, you know, get one that's that's a fucking gun, <laughs> or or a stun gun because those are much. I was more looking easy at the sword ones. Oh yes, yeah. the sword cane. I flew through the like partial weight bearing thing in like seven days or something. Like it didn't uh, make the sense. The style, baby, come on! You could just just fucking rock that thing, spin it around. It's it's an accessory. All of a sudden, you're a cane man. You got three <laughs> or four of them. You got a fancy cane. You got a day to day cane. You got a night out on the town, Kane. You, you could get into it. I could see yeah, him before a too cane. long. He's not gonna. He's gonna be a no Kane kind of guy. I, nah, no, 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 no. Kane kind of guy. I want Kane's to make a comeback. But, but like, <laughs> whenever I watch a western, I'm like, I remember like, like maybe I've said this before, but like my grandmother, uh, I remember watching Tombstone with her. I don't think I'd been out for very long. I was probably like seven or eight years old, and she was she loved those dusters that they wear in tombs. She's like, those are gonna be, those are gonna come back. Those are gonna be the style. And then Columbine happened. No more. Nope. Now you can't wear a duster without looking like a mass oh, murderer. Oh, they did ruin the duster, they didn't they? They ruined it. There was a gap in there wow. where, like, Lost Boys brought the duster back. And people were wearing them back in my day. Then Columbine happens. And it's, if I think I've got my timing right. Uh, I was going to say something. The what other fashion like, things have uh, have been destroyed by, like, like oh, like, the short mustache, a, a the short mustache. You can't do that. Parachute pants or something <laughs> like in 1989. That Hitler like, stash. Cosby sweaters kind of throw me off if mm. I see one now. Got to be honest. Uh, fedoras. That's a good one, Chiz. But when oh. have they, they? When have they been in style? Because I don't think those have ever been in in my yeah. lifetime. I just see people who wear them, and then everybody who's not them. It's like, you look like a douche. All like the you, cool kids you, wear paperboy hats. How's the research going, detective? You know, is it going well? Sleuthing about? I don't like it. I'm waiting for yeah, Chase I, to I don't know what other fashion things have been ruined, but the duster is definitely one of them. And, and look, the duster looks cool as shit, I think. Like, mm -hmm. like Keanu Reeves, that thing he's wearing, I don't know if it's technically a duster or whatever, but that long trench coat thing he's got going on, that's a sick look. I wish everyone dressed like the people in The Matrix. I wish every I wish that was the style. I wish we all dressed like that all the time, like, like just just all black, really slick. The black guys styled up a little gator, like like uh, like uh, Lawrence Fishburne did. That was a cool look. We were talking about canes, and this, of course, this is a lifetime ago. But when I went to my prom, all the black people had canes with their tuxes. Yeah, and it was like, can we do that? Like, you know, this was before appropriating culture was even a thing. I don't know, but it was like, man, those guys have canes. Like, that seems really cool. It's even a dance accessory. You know, you can, you can work it into fucking random dances. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I start tap dancing with my cane. But, uh, yeah, no, white guys never really got the cane thing. And they wore top hats. But, yeah. they're, but the tuxes were never black or white. Like, that wasn't a thing. They were all maybe Red. white. 
There were, but, uh, there were a lot of pastels back in the day. Yeah, pastel blue, oh. pastel purple with canes and hats that were also pastel blue well, and purple. Uh, pastels are uh, in style for men's shorts. I don't have any yeah. because, like, every time I've gone in, I'm not very ballsy with my fashion choices. And so, like, I'll go into, you know, Nordstrom or whatever, and you find the lady who helps you, and she's like, oh, this pair of shorts would look great on you. And it's like, oh, really? This $280 pair of shorts? Fuck off. Find me the one that looks exactly the same. You know, and they bring you these little shorty short things, and I look I look like, like a Bond who was trying out for Bond, but never made it in those shorts, like on the beach. Like my, I got th- hairy thighs that are just white as the driven snow, and it's just a bad look, that pink pastel. Like, I... Yeah. I don't, I don't, and even know, when I, I see like, the, and, it, and I consider it the frat boy look because everybody I knew in fraternities in college wore their Brooks Brothers shirt, collared shirt, and then their uh, pastel salmon shorts or their yep. like pastel yep. green or whatever. And it can look good on some people, but I don't. You're too old for that now. That's something uh, that, you have, that you have aged past that look. No, that let me tell it. you how to do the old thing. You just <laughs> wait until it's like four years out of fashion and then rock it every day. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. That's what I do. Did yeah. you get your speaking of that? Did you get your stuff from Stitch Taylor? Not yet. Oh man, I love this shit. They they sent they sent me uh like like all these dress shirts and these jeans. Like like I really love all the shit I got. They're a sponsor mm. that I guess is coming on in a couple of weeks. There's no reason to go on and on about it, but but they're fucking excellent. Like like I re- it's 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 one of those box services that sends you clothes. But well, wait until we have a coupon code so we get credit, people. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll be sure to uh, <laughs> make you guys happy with that coupon code. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely I'll, the way I'll to go. I'll go shopping. Like, I, I'm really happy with everything I got. If uh, if we're not stuck on canes for too long, I wanted to <laughs> double back real quick about your workout, Queb. Like, what are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Like to so to muscle. So I um uh, normally on the average go. I would say go four times a week on average. So sometimes it's I go five times, sometimes or three times, right? And um, I work out four different muscle groups. So uh, let's say. Day number one is legs. Um, day number two is chest. Uh, then we got back, uh, and then we got arms. Um, and and uh, during uh, uh, at the end of these exercises, I would do a core training, um, which isn't abs for everybody. It's core. Okay, this is different. Um, and I would um, most of the time. Well, the one I prefer doing is uh, just the heaviest weights I could do in an eight, uh, eight reps max. If I can do heavier than eight, uh, let's say, uh, you know, just the, the usual yeah. bicep curls, whatever. Uh, I, if I can do uh, eight and I feel like I could do a ninth, then I up the weight, right? Um, and the, uh, the, the lowest amount of reps I do is six. And then you do three to four sets. Uh, sometimes I, I do, what's it called? Hypersets or whatever. Supersets. So, supersets, supersets, right? So you go, you go, you first do the biceps and, and everything from holding this weight here and then doing this one and then holding this weight there and then doing that one, whatever. And then straight away you switch to the, the, to the, to the triceps um, mm-hmm. and then rest. And then you do that a few times. Um, but the ones I don't like are the ones where you're like, uh, in a machine and you push it and then you just gotta hold it hold it hold it until your arms like slowly collapse and then you're like oh great and then your workout buddy or your trainer pulls it up again and then you're like okay trying to hold it hold it hold it um and then you know everything from deadlifting to uh, bench press to um uh, squatting 
uh, pull-ups, uh, planking. Um, Does he have you on supplements? Nice. Uh, no, no supplements. I'm lactose intolerant, so most of these these supplements uh, they just fuck my body up. So um, what I what I have is I have some uh, just pure beef protein. Um, well, you don't want the beef meat on there. What you want absolutely is bone broth. It has zero percent whey, casein, protein, none of that. It, you can drink up to sixty ounces of it a day. I drink seventy because I'm different and I'm red. But <laughs> I, I couldn't give a better piece of advice to you than to get involved in bone broth. Invest heavily in it. Yeah, <laughs> or cricket protein. That's yeah. a real thing. You can order it online for uh, way too much money. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about cricket protein is it's so low impact on the environment, right? Like, like there's who cares about grinding a bunch of crickets up? First of all, it's cruelty free. There's plenty of protein in there, and uh, it's a very renewable source of protein. You know, you're not you're not mm -hmm. getting it from a from from a real animal. Like, like bugs suck anyway. So why not Plus, eat them? What the pro, uh, what, sometimes these crickets they get them from um, uh, like swarms that fly over fields and then they ruin the crops. You know. Okay. Uh, and, I thought or, you were gonna say whatever. something terrible, but I didn't know. No, about, like, no, I, man, I've, I've, like, I can't remember sometimes. last time. I Sometimes ate, uh, they spray uh, the crickets in DDT and they no, get them from no, Thailand. No, no. You get Thai crickets. Right. Uh, I had uh, I had crickets in my guac the other day here in Toronto, which was uh, actually pretty delicious. Have you had poutine uh, yet? I, I can't because I'm uh, I have a dairy like, allergy. Look, so, don't worry because it's the mo any Canadians listening to this suck a cock with your poutine. <laughs> it is the that's the stupidest, most overrated, like, and regional, country-based dish and ever. Cheese. No, right? man, that's, we I, got, I don't want to entirely pie. disagree with you here, but it's a bit out of line to be this we aggressive got, about look, it. Look, we got apple pie, hamburgers and hot dogs and shit, whatever, you, whatever is American is delicious. All of it is. That shit is so disgusting. Like, first, I love French fries. Probably might be my second favorite food in the world. The fries here are shit. Let me just say that. <laughs> if you want good fries, right? you should come to the Netherlands or Belgium. Uh, and, and even even north of France. That's Cheese where you get the best curds. fries, trust me. Cheese curds and gravy on French fries. That's the stupidest thing ever. Put some ketchup and some salt on there. Maybe some... I could even go with some Worcestershire sauce or some uh, some, malt and, uh, some malt vinegar. Like I'll dip them in mayonnaise. I don't, yeah. I I don't do like any any delic any like quote delicacy or like regional food where you can tell that it was just someone panicking, adding more and more ingredients. Like, uh, yeah. what what's what's that thing that's really popular in the U.S.? A yeah, fries. Yeah, fries. fries. Well, fries. we do. I throw fucking cheese on it and gravy and uh, just make it look gross and sometimes put a big heaping spoonful of chili on top. Just make it so that within three seconds of handing it to the patron of your establishment, it's become a congealed mass. With, it's like a, like a tumor. Like, I, I, like you grab I don't a like fry, any where I'm on the clock to eat it. That's why I don't eat Rice Krispie Treats because Rice Krispie Treats are soggy the instant they touch liquid. Huh. The instant. Yeah, now, they soak it up right away. I really That's like homemade Rice Krispie it's Treats. Rice Krispie treats. You should be able to taste the butter. If you can't taste the butter, they're not they're not made right. I, I fucking love Rice Krispie treats. I can eat so I'm many, like, an unhealthy amount of Rice Krispie treats. Like like you know you make the whole dish, and I, I I'll eat three quarters of that dish in one sitting. Mm -hmm. I'll just keep going back and cutting another square, and it's like why don't I just take the whole thing? That seems you know like something like they could mix drugs into. Do people do that? Yeah. Poutine is like I don't like any foods, and it's probably just trying like being a contrarian cunt as I am one to do, but like any food that the internet throws a big shit fit over, 
and is like, oh my god, poutine, it's so good. Oh my god, have you had fresh guacamole before? Have you had fresh guacamole? Or shit like that. It's like, no, it's not, it's not that good. Do you do that with it's bacon? Just, no. Oh. You know what? It, I actually, for a little while, got turned off of bacon. Even though it is a great food, it complements a lot of things. But you couldn't go on the internet without a bunch of people being like, oh, I wish, you know, my five food groups are bacon. I'm like, then you probably smell bad and have a sad, sad life. And dirty, dirty shits. And dirty, greasy shits. Like, like, like you... I, I've had times in my life where I, I was eating way too much bacon. Because, like, like, you know, I went to the butcher and it was it was on sale. And I was like, well, I'll just eat bacon sandwiches this week. I, I love that. And I ate like one day I ate like four bacon sandwiches. And a bacon sandwich is two pieces of bread slathered in mayonnaise and at <laughs> least six strips of bacon. Like it's it's heaping on there. When I bite it, I have to like and like rip the bite away from the no sandwich. Lettuce, no tomato. No, 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 I'm not making a BLT. I'm making a bacon sandwich. No, I don't be cutting some fruit up and throwing it on there. I don't want lettuce on there. I'll have a salad. I'm out for a bacon sandwich. Let me tell you what. You eat four or five bacon sandwiches during the day, and then it, you know, you stay up till three in the morning, and you have like one more at like two thirty a.m. That shit the next day is so like like I, I fart in bed like before I wake up. And it's, you know, sometimes you piss, you, you have to pee really bad, and that's what rouses you from, from yeah. your bed in the morning. No, the fart was so bad that I was like, let's just start the day. I can't stay in this room anymore. I can't stay anymore in this room anymore with the stench. And the shit was so bad, and there was so much of it that it was above the water level. And when your shit goes above the water level of the toilet, that's the most like it was an shit. iceberg. You know, ninety yes. percent of that shit is under the water. <laughs> and yet, the part above was huge. It was like there was a there was a little uh, bag, like a bagel-sized island in the middle of the toilet. And and th they're not turds. Like like there's just a a, a deposit of Pile. feces yes. <laughs> piled up like soft serves serve ice cream down there. Oh my god, the stench was so bad I had to flush three times. <laughs> I haven't had yeah, bad food since like April. But if I do in, indulge in something, it'll be almonds. Like I'll have like a bowl of almonds or something. Cause I'm just That's so not bad. Fucking hungry. I can't wait till tomorrow. But the poops, they're, they're, they're a whole other thing. They're, they're like, it, it'll go above the water. Like, I'm like, there wasn't even this voluminous on its way down. It's, yeah. it's like, is this some sort of refractory man. trick with the surface of the water? Yeah, yeah. It just becomes like almond little uh, like, you know, ma masticated bits that, that are bigger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. It pulls off quite the magic trick <laughs> have, inside. Have you ever, to the farting in bed comment, have you ever farted in bed so bad after like a, a meat heavy weekend or something with like lots of barbecues yeah. and it's such a rank fart that you're like, I'm going to have to clean my sheets just because it like the smell must have permeated like it must have made it into the fibers somehow and like like it, there, there's obviously nothing there because you didn't shit the bed but then like the next day you'll like smell your blanket and you're like something's funky i'm getting this yeah it, it's like cartman burger where he crams that in his pants and he fills it with you know all the fast food farts oh god yes yeah i i i, sus I have suspected that my farts have permeated the sheets and the bedding and and like preemptively washed but i feel like if if you've had like six bacon sandwiches and you've been destroying your bed all night long, you get used to the smell and you almost can't detect it anymore. So I'll just I'll be like, ah, there's a girl coming over tomorrow, but I I, I need to wash this bedding. I need to wash this bedding. I bet this room smells like mustard gas, like like <laughs> like just 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 soured brown mustard. That's what it smells like. It smells like 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 rotten 
dead mice, pink and eyes, sour eyes. milk. Oh, that's what that no, that's the worst smell. I had this terrible smell in my bedroom, and I'm looking for it. I'm like, I think something died in my room, or, or something died in the wall. I can't find it. And what it was was I had had Oreos and milk one night, and there was oh like an inch of milk left over in the cup, and I had put it out of sight on a shelf. I had just like like reached out. into the night in the night. I had like put it on like an entertainment center on a lower shelf, and it was obscured by some shit that was in the way. And this milk had been in this cup for at least two weeks. And Ugh. it was disgusting. It Solid. was it, no, it had grown mold. It was like there was like blue and green mold all over was the it, top was of it. Was it moving? It was. It was moving. I, I, I gave it a name and I kept I I, I couldn't hmm. clean the clean the glass. Yeah. I Finally felt like a I, baby. Yeah, I created a life form. I, I it's no, it smelled so fucking bad though. If you ever wanna I was such a douchebag in middle school, like I, I they made these stink bombs at the fireworks store, but I wasn't allowed to have them. Can't imagine why. And so I was like, I'll make my own stink bomb. We're going to get these people. We're going to play a little prank. Because I watched too much of The Simpsons, and I was like, oh, I'm Bart. That's me. That's me. <laughs> cool, man. I, I thought I was Bart Simpson for some fucking reason without the skateboard. And I was like, ah, I like to prank people. So I took a Ziploc baggie at home, and I threw like stinky stuff in it right like cracking eggs in it pouring a little milk in it i don't remember what else i really don't but i remember there was milk and eggs in it sealed that bitch up and then i hid it behind the bleachers at school and let it sit there for a week and then i went back there and opened it up and like left it under the bleachers just to just to ruin everyone's day just to ruin everyone's day just to just and it it did what that, an that asshole was, you are yeah yeah, I was. I absolutely that, that, was. I'll fess up. Yep. <laughs> that that story reminds me. I'd totally forgotten about this. This is from, God. I must have been thirteen or fourteen, and so my youngest brother was, you know, five or six, I don't know, around there, young, like first grade age, whatever that is, probably. And I had one of those beds where. Uh, you know, like a big bed frame behind it. So it's got a big mirror up there. It's got a shelf on top, you know, and your mattress on the bottom. It had cabinets on the side, you know, like an, a, basically a bed with armoires on both sides, yeah. you know. And the bed was up there, but it wasn't like stuck into it. You know, if you pulled back on the mattress, there was a, a little culvert there where there's a space underneath because obviously the bed itself had a, had a cutout for it. And you didn't put anything there because you couldn't reach it. It was just part of, part of the bed. And my youngest brother and his friend were, were goofing around. And, of course, they want to play with the older kids. And so they, uh, uh, we tell them, all right, yeah, we're going to play like prison. And you're going to get in that back culvert area of my bed. And you have to be prisoners. You know, and it's like, and of course, you know, little kids are just like, okay, I'll do whatever. Like, I just want to be a part of the team. And so we put them in there and, and like, uh, rewind, uh, like eight months. And it was me and my friends. And we did this, like, fight club thing where we'd, like, wrestle on mattresses and, like, just no, like, punching in the face or anything just yeah. for fun. And one of my friends had this, like, water bottle, like, an empty one with a big opening. And he, he like, farted in it. And then held it up to another guy's face to make him breathe it. And the guy's like, oh, Jesus, fuck. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? And so we're like, that's hilarious. Anybody <laughs> who has to fart for the next ever, this is the fart bottle. You fart in this bottle and you quickly seal it. And it's got, you know, unbelievably bad smells in it. And so we, <laughs> we were, you know, we fast forward back to that. 
my brother and his friend were underneath that that place and within 10 minutes they're like it's so dark in here i don't like this game there's nothing to do and we're like oh, sorry that's prison that's the game of prison here you can't get out and so they're like just let us out let us out taylor and uh my friends and i were like yeah we should let him out and then and then my buddy my buddy tyler was like no 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 for them to get out they have to take a whiff of the stink can. <laughs> so he went in the other room. He grabbed this stink bottle and then, like, forced them to, like, put their noses up in the crevice. Oh. And the stink bottle there. And it was just like a... Because it had been festering, you know? Like a, like a Lisa's tooth situation where life had begun on its own. And, uh, and then uh, we felt guilty about it. Because we didn't let him out right away, we made him do it again. But then after that, we did let him out. And, uh, you know, I, I think it probably built some character. If any. <laughs> did you so. ever have to build character? No, because you were the oldest <laughs> brother. You have no fucking character. I don't know. So you just the character pick. <laughs> comes from is you get berated by the parents. Like shit that I did that I got berated and freaked out on for when my youngest brother came through, it was just nothing. Like, just go out, do whatever you want. We're exhausted. You know, like, the, they, they've worn us out, so you get to get carte blanche. So uh, I was always jealous of that. That's one definite advantage that younger siblings have, is they can get away with murder in comparison. Man, I'm glad I didn't have brothers. Like, like if there had been more than one of me, like, like we'd have fucked some shit up. One's we'd have done enough. something. One <laughs> was too much. Everyone <laughs> agreed that one was too oh. much. Like, like my grand, at my grandma's house, like, when you go over Christmas... The Christmas ornament started at about three and a half feet up the tree. The bottom of the tree could not be decorated because Kyle would come along and whack, just whack the, those, those, those shiny balls off. <laughs> the of alternate all universe where you and a brother team up on shit is hilarious. The bad things happen. Yeah, all of the coffee tables, they couldn't have anything on them. You couldn't have anything on the, the end tables in the, in the living room because I, I would just fucking smash it like... like, like like, 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 I don't know. Just, just, I, I just That's a Great Dane thing, too. <laughs> I like to piss. Uh, I like to piss on people. I swear, like, like, like my, they always tell me the stories about, like, yeah, you, you came along, and, and like, my dad was with uh, uh, one of the uh, sheriff's deputies here. Uh, like, they're, they're, they're really good friends. They grew up together, and uh, they, were, they were shooting skeet. And I guess I wanted attention because I went, and I, this, is, this is like three and a half, four-year-old me. I found the biggest rock I could find. I don't remember this, by the way. It, at least I don't think I do. It's one of those things where like people told me about it so much that I have a visual of it, but I don't think I actually remember it. I came along with the biggest rock four-year-old me could carry and smashed the cop's foot and broke his fucking foot while he was shooting. For no reason! For no reason that I can possibly imagine. Another time, yeah. <laughs> another time, while the guy was like not looking, and apparently this is something that I would often do, I would wait, like if somebody, if there was an adult not paying attention and not looking at me, I'd piss on their leg. I'd just piss on them. I'd fucking That's piss weird. on them. Yeah. Well, yeah. How old were you? Well, like three and a half, four years and old. And the kink uh, was born. Month and a half I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> that was last year, man. I, I, I'm into it. What can I say? Golden showers <laughs> for everybody, whether you like it or not. I was, uh, I had a coonskin cap, so, uh, it, it, so I was always wearing my coonskin cap, had my Red Rider uh, lever action BB gun, and I was a fucking menace to society. I remember, like, my, I, I, now this one I remember. I was in the yard shooting at crows or whatever. I'm four. And uh, my dad is working on his truck. He had, like, an F-150, I want to say. It was the 80s. It was an 80s model, anyway. I was, I would, it would have been 1990 when this happened. And I remember the hood was up. 
he was under the hood and I was on the passenger side of this thing about 40 yards away. And, you know, four-year-old brain, pow, shoot the window right out of the fucking truck. Just shoot the fucking window right out. It shatters. Dad's like, what have you done? And starts chasing me. And I, and I, I just run in the house and, like, dive in the, the – they had a water bed. And, uh, like, be- behind the base of the bed and kind of under the headboard, there was a – cubby space that was only big enough for a four-year-old to get into <laughs> and i was in there and, and and he's like reaching in to the hole trying to get at me and, I, and i'm just like backing up jurassic park like, yes <laughs> yes these big paws coming in trying to grab me he's like why did you do that why did you do that I'm like i don't know i just i didn't mean to i didn't mean to my mom's like what did he do now <laughs> he shut the window out of my fucking truck <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, asshole. when I was that young playing with BB guns, there was an adult nearby, at least to like make sure I didn't shoot people or windows for fun. Yeah, I mean, he was there. What was he gonna? What is he, he wasn't watching Neo enough. from the Matrix. Yeah, he was. Yeah, was he, he was not really paying attention to you. See, the point is, you don't need to be Neo from the Matrix. You're you're there practically also holding the gun because you're four. And yeah. you make bad decisions. I, on the yeah. other hand, didn't start shooting till I was like thirty something, and I'm here like ah. Uh, yeah, I wonder if my mom wouldn't let me. You know, like <laughs> if my mom was here right now, I'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> All right, let me. You're like uh, 32. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell everyone about me undies. Me undies are very important these days. I'm wearing some right now. You want to look good in the in your underwear and be comfortable, right? But that perfect balance is hard to find. Well made from a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton, me undies will be the most comfortable pair of underwear you will ever own. Meanwhile, ladies will love the soft, eco-friendly fabric, which is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. And right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for our listeners here. You can get 20% off your first pair and free shipping. And uh, don't forget about that 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you'll get a free refund, a full refund. Uh, It's a no-brainer. 20% off, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? Just go to MeUndies.com slash PKA to get that 20% off free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee on the best, softest underwear that you will ever own. That's MeUndies.com slash PKA. This is a limited time offer, so what are you waiting for? Start wearing the best underwear of your life. It changed my life. It's time to let MeUndies change yours. MeUndies.com slash PKA. It's better underwear. Treat yourself. I, I, uh, I was consolidating stuff. We're getting, the, getting new flooring put in. And so there was a, 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 a culling of old clothes the other day. Hmm. Now I'm 100% MeUndies. Like, there's not a pair of underwear that I possess that is not a MeUndies pair of underwear. All, all the, I won't mention those dirty, scratchy brands that you get at Walmart in the big multi-pack. won't even call their name out, but they got the boot. They got mm-hmm. thrown in the trash. They are no more. Nothing but MeUndies. They feel great. They make your junk look bigger, more On well-presented. On display, you know, if you get it's it's like it's like you got a you got the trophy, right? You know you got it, but what do you do with the trophy? You just you just sit it on some old moldy coffee table. No, I don't think so. You put it in a big trophy case, in a display case, well lit, well positioned, prominent. That's what your junk's gonna look like. Well positioned, prominent, gonna make things look better. I promise you. Mm. Get some undies. Check out the uh, the code. That's a really good deal. Uh, it really is a good deal. Uh, let, me, let me just double up with these, tell everybody about DraftKings, mm. because uh, football season has begun uh, a little bit. I, I'm sure everybody has been checking out the NFL for one reason or another lately. 
but it's not too late to get closer to the game you love with DraftKings One Week Fantasy Football. This Sunday, DraftKings is hosting a $100,000 contest that is totally free to enter. With DraftKings, there are many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against groups of your friends. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level. And you'll never burn up the waiver wire trying to replace injured players because you get to pick a new team every week. That's the beauty of one-week fantasy at DraftKings. Uh, so go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code PAINKILLER to play in DraftKings free contest with a $100,000 uh, with $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. That's promo code PAINKILLER to compete for your share of $100,000 in total prizes. This contest is totally free to enter. Why wouldn't you try? DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check them out. It's how to have fun. Yeah, hey, I think on there could... It's just us. Oh, nice. Thank God we got rid of that racially ambiguous gentleman and that large-headed fellow that's always yucking it up. Now we can get down to some white power topics. Do you think he's bringing something for the show? I bet. It, or is it for his girl? And he got himself some delivery food, probably. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's definitely delivery food. I yeah, thought he yeah. had props back there and he was going to return with like <laughs> giant red dildos or something. Yeah. Oh, no, the dildo is still in Amsterdam. <laughs> I, uh, I got so hungry after, uh, you know, us talking about McDonald's. Mm. I had to try the double McDonald's menu you were talking about. I, I tweaked it a little bit. Uh, no Coke for me because I'm going to go to bed after this. Um, and obviously a dairy-free option. But, yeah, sorry. I've never had yeah. luck with those food delivery services. 100% of the time, it's not in my area. And I try them all. Oh. There's like three. Grubhub, something, and something. Yeah, and, uh, mm -hmm. Do you know the other one I'm thinking of that I can't name? Uber Eats is what I use. That one I don't know about. DoorDash. That's the one. DoorDash. Yes. DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just eat. I tried them here. There was nothing available. When I was in like the Lake Tahoe area with the broken leg, it's really hard to get food. Only pizza. Yeah, so. that's lame, man. Like, Chiz really opened my eyes. Like, I've been using Grubhub for a while. Does it work where um, you are? Not where I am. But when uh. I travel, like, so, so when I travel, like, my life experience is, is so much different because, first of all, there's cable television, which I'm... I, I, until I, until the advent of Sling TV, there were so many channels that I just didn't get anymore. Channels that I hadn't watched since I was a kid at my parents' house because they had satellite, mm -hmm. and that included you know Fox News and CNN and I don't know TV Land, the Outdoor Network, all that bullshit. And like I had been like a Netflix streaming device guy for uh, you know a coon's age, as they say. And so when I would travel, it's like ah, this is great. Chinese food and CNN, the best of everything. Like I really liked like like going into that. Watching that fake news. Watching the fake, it is fake news. They they have been setting up so many stories and and misleading so often. Like like, I wish someone would sit down and make a list of the real, ab absolute fake news that they do. Like, and I'm not talking about when they just skew something or they or they or they give you two statistics that don't match up. Like, I'm talking about actual when they set scenes up and they like fake camera angles and pretend they're in a place they're not, which isn't that bad. But you're lying to us outright. Or, and I've mentioned it before, but when they fake rescued that guy uh, back in the hurricane in uh, in Texas, like um, there was uh, the other night, Chiz was telling me that they, um, or maybe I read it online, they, it was something about uh, gun violence, and um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but they they provided two statistics, and uh, one of them was like the there were 246 mass shootings this year, and then the second one was that in the last 40 years, like. 
X percentage of mass shootings have been white people. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why didn't you tell us how many of the mass shootings this year were white people unless you're trying to hide the fact that most of the mass shootings are, complete, are, com are committed by black people in Chicago? They, they, they just didn't want to address that topic. And I don't think it's a racial issue whatsoever, but it was they made it a no. racial issue but you're by, right. by they'll, avoiding they'll try and it. Conflate things by, and be by intentionally, like, oh, by intentionally like giving two completely different numbers, one and both of them making it seem like, yeah, and it is true to some extent that, that frustrates all me white a lot. males doing the bad yeah, things. Yeah, it, 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 on climate, I see it sometimes. Not this is not necessarily CNN, but people who are either like climate deniers or not climate deniers will be like, oh, the temperature's gone up so much since 1992. Like, oh, I really just grabbed that year out of a hat and, you know, like, yeah, since 1979, it's been kind of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You picked one year that was an outlier, like, early on and made it seem flatter. And uh, I see, yeah. uh, shit, um, Bernie Sanders did that last campaign, too. You know, he would talk about how wealth was only going to the top people. And it's like, yeah, you know, from the years, like, 2012 to 2015, that happened in this, like, slow recovery, but not, it's not happening now. But, yeah, they did, uh, CNN did that did the hands up don't shoot thing where they were all uh, you know holding their hands up at that panel and everything despite the fact that that wasn't what happened with the uh, the Michael Brown situation uh, but yeah the, the gun thing Kyle you're talking about is totally true like they'll uh, it, when it's handy for them they'll say oh all these mass shootings are by you know white males or whatever and they're, it's like but you just quantified mass shooting as anybody, you know, more than two who got shot or wounded or whatever. And most of those are are gang violence, you know, like like if anything, we need to crack down on gang violence because like it's really hard to crack down on premeditated revenge based killings. You know, like if, if some wife or husband finds out that the, their partner's cheating and they want to kill him or whatever, like you can't really defend against that, you know, yeah. like I don't in like the same way that you can. I don't like it being made a racial issue whatsoever. Like, like, and they're Agreed. the ones to take the first step into that identity politics game by talking about, oh, it's white men who do these things. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're going to attack white men, which I happen to be one of, unfortunately, I, I need to do my ancestry DNA because I'm going to be like Randy Marsh. <laughs> if I've got 2% right. Native American, 2% Scandinavian, like, like, I'm fucking switching. I'm fucking switching. What if you I'm find out you're being... Dutch? Can you deal with that? Oh, I'll so... jump right on board. I, I, <laughs> God, I, I hope and pray that I am like 9 to 12% African-American. I mean, 20%. I don't care. As high as possible. I really want some carte blanche to be able to speak my mind freely because I feel like I'm suppressed. So suppressed because just because of the color of my skin. <laughs> my, uh, my friends convinced me to get one of those kits uh, to see if... Because uh, some say like, oh, Jordy, you, you must have some black in your family. And I'm like... Well, like my great, 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 great uh, grandma, she was like black. So, you know, do I fall under the category of being white or black? I don't even really know. I lived my whole definitely life as white. a white guy. He's <laughs> definitely then, got a little side then, so Bob in him. Right. So many black friends that, you know, always say like, That's oh, what funny. a brother. And then they don't say to my white, white friends. So I'm like. What, what 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 do I believe? Can I or can I not say the N word? Is always one of the things uh, that pops up, right? Is that a big uh, issue in the Netherlands? No, <laughs> out of out of respect, you know. I'm, um, but um, I'm like curious uh, because uh, because well, my hair isn't typical uh, white guy. Which you, you your hair, all 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 of you guys, that's typical white guy hair. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, you know, the, the really appearance is 
make people appearances can be deceiving. I think Woody and I have pretty similar thing. Like we have straight, stiff hair. Like I, I, I think if I think if if either of us don't put something in it, it kind of goes straight down. At least mine does. Oh, like mine a goes chia pet. It it just goes straight ah. from my skull outwards. And I've talked yeah. about this before. It it's so bad. Jack used to cut my hair as like a big time saver for me. And yeah. uh, you could get it as a splinter through like your feet. Like it, it's so ah, hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine Man. goes straight down. So if you look at those old videos of me, I got the bowl cut. It's fucking not intentional, goddammit. Like, I'd go get a real <laughs> nice haircut. They style it. They do stuff. They thin it out. They're using those fancy scissors that aren't even, they're like jagged, jagged and shit. Uh-huh. They, and she'd put a little something in it and make it look nice. And then I'd walk it. And the next day I wash it and it goes straight down into Billy Bob Thornton mode. You That's were watching not the, doing the sling blade look for a while. Oh, no my God. Yeah. Pick this look because I thought it looked good, but <laughs> I just didn't know how to use product. <laughs> and, then, and then Taylor has uh, some Italian. Uh, heritage in him, so he's he got a little bit of a greasy look to him, and it curls up a little <laughs> like a Superman. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> my favorite Taylor look ever, and I didn't even pick it up, but he comes on PKA, he's just a guest at this point, this is before he's on the show, and Kyle is like, Taylor, obviously doing Superman cosplay, because he... <laughs> He went down and it had the curl and it was so perfect that like it yeah. does that on its own. If like I push it up uh-huh. to keep it from doing that when it gets too long, you would not believe like as a man, you never get comments on your hair from women unless it's really horrible. Because uh, like, unless just, hey, unless your okay. you know your hair is this pretty. Unless it's really good as well. And, 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 and <laughs> mo- most of the time most of the time it's very old ladies that go, Oh, they Your hair it. is so pretty. Can I touch it? Yes, they touch it. See, that that's racist. You know, as a kid, yeah, as a kid, I would hit I'm glad them you said if that, Taylor, that. because there are like, so no. many. Remember, who was it? Was it Harley? And look, look, first of all, about Harley's recent appearance, I I, I heard because I, I don't I don't oh. read a lot of comments. I, I I heard that he got a lot of negativity. You have to keep in mind he was playing the devil's advocate, trying to keep a lively debate and discussion going. I've hung out with Harley plenty of times. He is not a social justice warrior by any means. So, I come like on, you, you need to lighten yeah. up with your negativity toward Harley on that regard. He was he was trying to make for a good topical discussion by representing a side that just isn't present on the show very often. All right. So that I being said, fun. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What I was it about? Too. I missed it. Uh, we talked about lots of social uh, issues, uh, identity politics, and the and the like. And one of the things he said was that like one of the things that would be racist toward a black person would be to ask to touch their hair. Or to touch their hair, and and I was like, Nah, man. I I, I think I would that disagree. But because like I remember the first time that I remember the first time I touched a black person's hair, I, I was fascinated. This I was like, Oh, oh, it's cool. That, that's, that's I think interesting. It, it closes I, I, it closes uh, you know rate the gap the racism gap more than you know uh, it would it would. Yeah. Uh, I was in L.A. and. Uh, I won't say who it was, but I hooked up with this, uh, I guess she was, I don't know her exact heritage, but I think she was like half black and half black-ish. Spanish. Uh, like, 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 yeah, like blackish. Uh, she's like half black and half Spanish, and she had like a little, like, I don't know how to describe her hairstyle. Um, kind of like uh, uh, the black chick from Conan the Barbarian. She, she kind of had like this Wesley Snipes little fro it's thing going on mm-hmm. that was like with like an undershave on the sides. And uh, it looked good on her. She, it, it just did. And I remember like putting my hand into her hair and being like, "Oh, that's so nice. I really, really liked it." I, yeah, it was. It was a lot like that, <laughs> but it wasn't a gigantic, flat scary, top. <laughs> Amazonian-looking woman like that. It wasn't quite a flat top. It was. It was. It was more loose and curly. 
And I just remember thinking, like, I, I think I like this better than standard, like, Caucasian lady hair. This is really fun to, like, run your fingers through. It's, it's, got, it's like a chia pet up there. This feels nice. A lot of texture. It wasn't greasy at all or anything like that. It was just really, I liked it. I liked it a if lot. You've, if you've watched those, like, tribe videos where, like, a white guy shows up in a tribe, like, one of the first things the kids do is, like, touch his white guy hair. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's different. It's weird. Yeah, right, like why right? is his hair yeah. so straight and long and, and falls down, you know, or I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah, we should celebrate our differences. Like like, like I, I I'm I'm always interested in those things. Like if, if a black person was like, Can I touch your hair? I I don't think I've ever touched a white person's hair, I'd be like, Well, no, first of all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking racist. Get out no, but I, I, I do like you want to yeah. touch a white yeah, guy's eye? You this experience, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking go for it. Feel it in the back. It's really short back there, and it's it's all spiky, and and you'd be and, surprised and, and how like and, stiff it is. And, and it, that's like, when you say, "Have when, you ever felt a white guy's pubes, dude?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, when I when I get one of the the perfect Superman curls, when like cause some days it just happens and it just does that. Like I've had many girls comment on that. Where they're like, that is so cute. Like, do you do that? It's like, no, it's just the way, just the way my hair looks. Like, it's it's like a Superman thing. Like, that, I, so you that's really when you say, I did it for you. And now that I'm not fat and I'm pretty muscular, it looks even better because I can play into the Superman thing more. You know, maybe that'll be my Halloween costume. I'm just be kidding. Like, Spandex like- reveal a lot of trash around this <laughs> midsection, and that's oh, no, I prefer yeah. the illusion. Yeah. When I was going through my uh, like like my clothes, culling the stuff out, I found the, like the medium Under Armour fitted, fucking athletic shirt, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I, I'm incredibly <laughs> skinny, but this still doesn't look good on me. What was I thinking when I purchased this? Like 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 I've got like two pounds of fat on my body or something. I, I'm pretty like 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 I'm I'm getting close to the six pack. This thing still doesn't look good on me. This still is gonna make it look like I'm hiding some sausages in my and my on my and my waist or something like that. Like you can see my belly button. Like you you've got to be fucking hard. ripped to wear that shirt. Like like like, like the mannequins. Like a fucking mannequin. You you have to be hard bodied because mm-hmm. like you can see my belly button and there's a little pooch around and it's like Jesus, what the fuck? Who wears these and looks good? Like 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 I, it, it takes some dedication to be able to wear like your size fitted. Under Armour athletic gear, like you got to be on your A game. Because and the anyone... between what looks good on your shoulders and your arms and what looks good on your torso, it is it cro- it spans a chasm. That I bridge. cut it off. I cut it off right below my chest, so it, it mm. looks a lot better now. So I just wear shorts, <laughs> and you can see my whole midriff. Short I shorts, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wear the not just <laughs> short. I pull them down low, low ride. You can see my hip bones sticking out. It's a real sexy look. Little ass crack in the back. Little yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Leon from Revenge of the Nerds. When I'm losing weight in my torso, <laughs> like the metric I use, like I'll look in the mirror and like try oh, and fold my side up. You know, like get like get that fat look. And the more difficult it is, because like I'm at a I'm at the place right. I I, I weigh like 196 right now. I think 197. <laughs> and like I I don't get a fold when I go like that as hard as I can. Whereas I did four months ago. And so I'm at least losing some around the torso. But this is a fucking annoying battle. Like I wish that I was trying to gain weight. That seems like it would be fun. But of course, grass is always it's green. Not, it's yeah, not. exactly. It is. It absolutely mm. is. It, 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 it just, it's wonderful. I, I love it. I, I do my eating at night. So, like, I, I'm wa- I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm lately, 
and I'm just binge watching that shit. And I'm just like, ah, I think I want to eat another bag of Doritos tonight. I, I every night I eat an entire bag of potato chips. It's either Doritos or Pringles. I finished off a can of Pringles last night. The other the side of it sucks. I'll be up at time. night thinking I am really fucking hungry right now. Maybe if I go to sleep. I just won't eat, and then tomorrow, like, my reward for going to bed right now is, as far as I know, 15 minutes from now, I get to have breakfast, because I'm fucking starving. Like, that, that's what it's like on the other side. I, like, I, I play a trick on myself there, because I can go to bed so hungry, and when I wake up, I will still not want to eat until mm. a little afternoon, just because I don't like eating as soon as I wake up. So if I can get myself to bed at a reasonable hour after not eating most of the day, it's basically like fasting for a day because I'll wake up and Half still be disgusted by the yeah. thought of food. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I Sometimes I get that too. You know, I go to bed hungry and I wake up and what happens more likely than not being hungry is I'll make it to like 1030 doing whatever, like getting showered ready for the day or, and such. And it's like, well, shit, I can go an hour till lunch, you know, and not yeah. have a brain skip a meal. Yeah. I, uh, when I was maybe, I think 13, I was pretty chubby, and I remember like I just started fasting, like like not in the creepy uh, like, like um, eating, eating disorder, disorder kind of way, but like I stopped eating shit, and because like because like I think that was the year I was homeschooled, and so like hanging out with my dad all day, and he's like ah let's go get some lunch, and we'd always go to this like place that was like a country store slash restaurant, so you could you could go and get like ha- hot dogs and hamburgers and French fries. But then there's literally like a cooler of drinks like you would have in a gas station with ice cream. And there's the whole row of candy bars over there and honey buns and stuff. And sometimes we'd, we'd have lunch and like people we knew from the community would be sitting down. And so we might just sit and chat for like two hours. And I might eat two candy bars and a hot dog and fries and then like drink two Mountain Dews or something. And it was outrageous for a 13-year-old. And so like no I No wonder you were chubby. <laughs> right? I had these big fucking chunky cheeks. Just, like a <laughs> just a ridiculous fucking look awful fucking fat little kid is that and, the fattest uh, you've ever been that age no like like when when whenever we met for the first time in chicago was the fattest i've ever been i was 225 and uh so the yeah awful yeah and now now i'm 165 just massive swing right that's a like, 60 pound 60 swing. pounds that's I can't a big ima- swing. And, and like right now i can't imagine me it's 60 fucking pounds heavier and being healthy or feeling good about myself but i did i was I, I got so much pussy at 225. Like, they just didn't give a shit. <laughs> they didn't care. Or if they did, they didn't complain. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like, now I'd be like, oh, man. I hope she doesn't mind that I'm a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should warn her first. <laughs> that's not how you do Tinder, apparently. <laughs> no, no, that's not. No, well, uh, that's not how girls do Tinder. Like, like mm. girls, especially, like, big-titted girls are, are, are always just going to, like, they, they they show you their best attributes, but they'll show up and be a, be a big, fat, disgusting blob on, on you out of nowhere. Um, yeah. The way rest, and, and by the way, me. oh, sorry, yeah, I, 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 quick good. disclaimer, which is totally fine to be a big girl, but then I would say, you know, I get your point. Don't try to, like, not, like, don't try to hide it and, and make it come over as a surprise, you know? Exactly. Don't give it's, me that body it's, acceptance, it's silly. by omission. Like, if I put on there well actually it's like this is an overt lie but if i put on my profile that i was six seven and they show up and i'm clearly not six foot seven like i lied i fooled them like that's not an okay thing to do mm-hmm. oh my god chiz i gotta put this picture <laughs> on my tinder that is oh, great put that up. 
Is that, that my up? face? Did somebody Photoshop that on no, me? I'm asking you, or is it just that's not you? So here, let me show it. This is from the subreddit. Now I've talked before before I show it how I I don't like is an area of intelligence that I suck at. Like it, it, it they'll be like say they do like uh, they hack into a celebrity's phone. They got four pictures of her and then like a nude, but then a nude actually isn't her. It just looks so much like her. I can never be the guy that knows that. Well, here's a picture they say is Taylor, and I'm like. Is that Taylor? Oh Taylor, God. is that you? Oh Can you? Oh my God! The... Like, there's something about you in pattern recognition, I... <laughs> right? Like, I... Taylor, that's that... not me. That is, uh, that is a. It is so thing. close to you. It's so clearly not Taylor, though. Like, I, no, that's, uh, that's I would have bet on not Taylor, but if you told me it was a good shop, I would have bought that. I, I. As soon as I sued, I knew that. I... And I don't know the, that particular country music singer, but I knew it wasn't Taylor. But I certainly recognized that 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 looks a lot like Taylor. That, and, that, and, that is just to be clear on how dumb I am. I always knew it wasn't his body. I just didn't know if it was a really good shop. And to add to it, like the hard part, like by his chin and stuff, it's all black, right? So it would yeah. have been an easier way to get. And he's it got perfect. sunglasses on. Yeah. So that covers up a lot. But yeah, this guy definitely has a belly. A much bigger belly got than me. a big old dong, too. Look at it running down his leg. What's that about? Holy that's shit, I didn't notice that. But Yeah, man. It's, that's why we have one gay guy on the show. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right, right to it. Right to it. Uh, he's got to wear a great hat. I his, like that hat. His upper body is not as strong as Taylor's. No. Like, I, ne I never thought a, it was his body. Too. And this guy, like Kyle says, is a much bigger penis. But Dude. I thought it was Taylor's face. That guy. Yeah, that guy. It, it, like, it looks like a Photoshop of my face with just a little like touch of gray. Just for men added into the beard, but right. yeah, that's that's what? this is uh, even better than Monsieur Lapedite. So maybe I'll <laughs> I'll put this on my Tinder. That seems like a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. oh, that picture of you playing soccer, Queb. Those are some some nice quads you got. Damn right. Thank you. Thank you. you I've been uh, well. Jeez. I've been really been uh, uh, hitting the. Um, you know they always say don't skip leg day. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Do you guys do squats? I can uh, hardly walk. I do traditional squats right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I do well, stuff. Well, actually, that's not me. What? It's not. That's my lookalike football, professional football I'm player. I'm so glad you guys <laughs> fell for it and not just me. We, we didn't actually fall for it. Oh, fuck Shut off. You up. did, too. You guys did. You guys no. did. Everyone saw it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That was a good one. His hair looks a lot like your hair. I know. Like, I actually, I didn't even look at the I, face I that much. He has much. a great, great, great grandma who's black too. I went straight to the quads. If I looked at his face, he's I wouldn't a, have he's thought Brazilian. that was you. He looks, yeah, yeah, Brazilian. And he's really ugly. Like, like Quebec Cop's much more attractive than this guy. You look nothing like this guy in the face. You have to say just the hair. There's a lot of pictures of this guy crying. Yeah, he, he likes to cry when his team loses. Yeah, Dude, you're a much you look more up... attractive man than this guy. Like, like if I had to pick, like, like mm. first of all, that guy's too athletic. He'd really just put a pounding on you, I bet, if you, if you had to do some man-on-man -man love. So if I had to pick, I'd definitely pick you because you're much more attractive. Um, and gentler. Some... Sorry, hon, I'm already taken. Well, you know, I, I mean. Not every night. Gentler. Work something out. <laughs> um. Hockey season started. <laughs> okay, okay. And next topic. Next topic. I, I have some topics. Start? I have some topics. Yeah. No hockey, yeah, what, what do you got, bud? Um, okay, I don't know. Did you guys talk about it last week? 
uh, SpaceX? No, we did the new didn't. SpaceX never, plan. So I'm, a, the I'm super. I'm super. All like I love Elon Musk and 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 everything he says. I'm always super hyped about it. Uh, but they just announced some uh, some more updated plans regarding. Um, not just going to Mars and not just bringing people to Mars, but also establishing a moon base, which is pretty sick. Um, and uh, also, uh, that probably the, the, the coolest thing, because I, I don't think any of us would actually go to Mars in the next 10 years. No. Uh, maybe, maybe, when, maybe when the trip isn't six months long, right? Um, yeah, I don't want to visit but, Africa, much less Mars. Right. Well, you're not gonna visit. Like the first people aren't visiting. They're like they're being sent to a work of camp, course. right? Well, you know, for two and years genius. minimum. Yeah, by these, the way. these guys are scientists and engineers and like uh, Navy test pilots. Like, like yeah. I don't think we're on the short list. So, so in 2022, uh, that's the, that's the planning they have right now. They would send like ships, and then they would set up um, uh, like fuel factories over there, uh, and then two years later they would send. Um, Loads of people there, but pretty much uh, these rockets, uh, which are called the BFR, uh, which stands for Big Falcon okay. Rocket, fucking Big rocket. Fucking Rocket, actually. Yeah. Um, that's a joke. Haha. <laughs> uh, they um, obviously are very expensive, so uh, um, you know, and 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 you would need a lot of them if you want to fly to fucking uh, if you want to fly to Mars and, and bring humans up and down and shit. So with Elon Musk, uh, uh, what the plan is from SpaceX is to use those rockets not just to go to the moon, around the moon, to Mars, but to actually go from one place on the Earth to the other side of the Earth. So what will happen is, you know, the, uh, the, the spaceship would take off, get into orbit, and in, t in orbit it's going a few thousand kilometers per second. And um, and then within thirty minutes you go from from London to uh, uh, to New York. I have a question for Quibblecop or Cheese if you want to jump in because I don't pay a lot of attention to SpaceX. I get that their plans are super cool, yeah. But barely paying it attention, it seems like their accomplishments are always like shit NASA did in the sixties. Like, no. oh yeah. okay. so, so, so here's here's the question. Yeah, I, Okay. What are their coolest accomplishments? What are yes. the things that they've done? Because their plans are... Okay, okay. I, I, I want to take this one. If I, okay. So they have actually managed to use a rocket. Yes. Uh, and it's... Uh, I, I believe that the rocket has like three different stages. Um, uh, but pretty much uh, the first stage, if that's the correct term, I'm not 100% sure. The big thing you see, which, you know, goes up and then normally gets uh, the expensive one um, gets dumped you know um, they manage to uh, get that big expensive thing and instead of dumping it in the ocean or burning it up somewhere or just letting it crash um, what they um, what they managed they to do it. they landed it and that's that's a massive accomplishment right yeah. You Something. can watch these YouTube bit. All right, so, so I've I'm, seen I'm sorry. It. Keep in mind, this thing is like I, I know you've seen it land, stories but, told, but but what's right? interesting is like I'm sure you've seen the videos of like the montage of the people saying Trump can't win, and then it ends with Trump winning. There's a montage of people saying that Elon Musk can't do just this one thing with like Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson, yep. all of these NASA guys. Um, like, like Pete, some of the, some of the, oh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tore himself away from poking holes in like water physics and Pocahontas and Disney yeah. movies for a minute all, to talk about science. Big, 
you got this big montage of all of these experts and, and the, people the fucking, that are in the field. And, and Neil, Neil can't Armstrong. Do it. Neil Armstrong yeah, Neil Armstrong's told, among literally them. told Elon Musk. They're like, no, yeah. you can't do it. Uh, you know, you reinventing the the wheel. Like, like, like we we already established the way to do this. It's ridiculous what he's doing. He won't be able to do it. He'll fail. And then it's just this huge montage, like five minutes of that, and then it's him doing it. And in him and and like it, it's yeah. that 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 to me is the biggest accomplishment that's he's, that's uh, that's out there and done. And and, and not, is anyone else underwhelmed? Right? Because hear me out. What he says is, oh yeah, like. Four and a half years from now, we're going to have a colony on Mars. We're going to populate the moon. We're going to do this. Stuff that is wild. And what he's accomplished is landing a rocket, which okay, I think okay, is okay. tricky. But, but uh, you know, so, so pretty much getting to Mars is not impossible. We've already done it. We have, we have shit uh, over there. But uh, what SpaceX is doing is, is the fact uh, to make it a reality is a little bit more tricky, right? Uh, and on top of that, to actually be able to fund something like this and not spend what the Saturn V, which just went to the to the moon, was like two billion to just launch it, versus this rocket, which is only like seventy to ninety million to launch it. That's a huge difference, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, by uh, making is that the actual re- cost of it, or is that because of the subsidies? Here you go. Uh, Falcon 9 rocket, 60 million to to make and 200,000 to fuel, uh, which is pretty crazy. 200,000 uh, sounds way less than you'd think for a rocket. Exactly, right? exactly. And uh, because rocket fuels is not too expensive, um, but uh, the main part why space travel is so expensive is because they would build this, this uh, well, let's say $60 million vehicle, right? And then they would just crash it. Right after, after uh, 20 uh, or after two, three minutes of use, they just dump it. And it's I like, bye-bye, it'll 60 be true. million. And, and I'm not saying it won't be, and it's a very different time. But when I was a kid, the whole point of the space shuttle was how cheap it would be to use. That, you know, that Like, oh, here's a space shuttle. We can land it, and then we just take it off again. And it's fantastic. It's spe- but it didn't work out like that. It turned out the space shuttle launches were all about as expensive as rocket launches. Yep. Um, well, that's uh, because of the fuel, like, like he's saying here, that like the like the fuel to get the get that thing up because they're losing the vehicles every time. You know, the space shuttle was maintained, unlike the capsules that they were sending up and uh, the reentry vehicles. That we lost all that shit, so they were definitely saving money by keeping the same space shuttle. But the thing that gets the space shuttle into orbit, all those big rockets, the diff- the multiple stage rockets, like yeah. now we're not losing those every time. So you're saving like four hundred million no jesus christ it's you're saying no, that no, the no, shuttle no. mission was 400 million to 1.5 billion per launch i don't know i don't know how much of that is the the you know it, the parts that they were losing but probably probably is it's true. probably just uh, really bit well staffed you know but like, okay so any, anyways going back to what woody said uh what that means is the moment it gets cheaper right and and elon musk is working to making a 100 percent reusable rocket which can get into orbit, which is a tricky part, which is a whole different challenge because re-entering from orbit, you go extremely fast, and then, you know, how are you going to get a heat shield on these things, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyways, it makes it a lot cheaper. And if you, uh, to go to space, would only need to pay $200,000 for fuel and, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that, it's, it's much, much, much more interesting for companies to say, you know what, I'm launching my own satellite which then funds SpaceX 
and and then they're able to do more well, research and development. The travel uh, thing was interesting. The travel thing was interesting to me because, like, as this proliferates, as their as his company makes more money and becomes more and more profitable, and his other ventures start fueling money, and then maybe some of these multinational organizations <laughs> utilize his service to send up their satellites, yep. their uh, their telescopes, and stuff like that. Then maybe he can make the travel aspect affordable for at least the super rich, right? Like no, a, no, no. Of so actually, he said um, uh, because it would it would take like five hundred to a thousand people um, on like a spaceship, right? And it would take like thirty minutes to go, let's say London to New York. It would be as expensive as a economy ticket. Uh, well, Again, he, he said he bold said that talk, right? But then, but then again, keep in mind they have the rocket, they have everything. All they need is fuel, and they're not even getting into orbit. They're literally going from A to B. I mean, I want him um, to be right, but if I was talking about winning Olympic gold medals and beating Usain Bolt, pretending he wasn't retired, and said, "Look, I've already learned to walk," you know, I'm, I'm this close. It's like, no, you're not. You're not. You were so far away from colonizing Mars just because you landed a rocket. It, not to say that it's not a step in the right direction, but so is walking, and that doesn't mean you're. I, I just fail to see the rea like how it's becoming reality, and I hope I'm wrong because I'm not hating on it. I just feel like the gap is so far. This 2022 talk is insanity. Okay, and but but then keep in mind, SpaceX has been missing a lot of deadlines, but it's still very interesting that they're still pursuing this idea. And they're still actively working on tech, like fighting these problems they encounter. Like, how are you going to land on Mars? You can't use like parachutes, uh, which means that the rocket they landed here on Earth, they got to land it this a very similar way on Mars too, because you can't even fly in Mars. Like wings. I can don't tell you work. how. Giant inflatable bumpers, right? There you, just you come go. Down Let's and do bounce it. and bounce Let's and roll, it. and you're set. I think I think the issue is like leaving Mars. So like. You know, you're going to send people there, but they're going to want to be able to come back. And I, I think yeah. the vertical landing thing is more about that than anything else. So they want uh, us to do like, everything for them, like Puerto Ricans. He has a whole plan to make fuel on Mars. <laughs> to yeah. Well, you know said, what? If I was yeah. a guy getting on that rocket, I would ask to see that plan. No, I before I, saw I that took plan. off. <laughs> that plan's really simple. Like, like there's uh, there's CO2 and there's and there's water, and uh, I don't uh, know what ice, the process ice. is called. Uh, but 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 there's a it's very simple to make to make fuel using the CO2 and and the water and the, yep. uh, the ice the ice but, that's there. So so my only concern uh, uh, going there, let's say you, you're down. Let's say there's a base there and you, you want to go to Mars. Is first of all you're gonna be um, in the sky in in space weightless for three to six months depending on how fast you go. You know how long that is. I, I'm pretty sure no, none of you guys have gone in a three to six month-long holiday um, mm -mm. then you're finally there right and you're in this the most hazardous place you've ever been in you can't go out for a walk there's nothing to do there Your muscles are probably atrophied right you've lost Higgly. you've lost like bone your bone density stuff like that you can't uh, uh, go for fresh air you can't go hey let's let's just hey go to be fair to be fair, the slaves that were brought from Africa over here, they were in that boat down below in the darkness chained up for 14 weeks at a time. 
six months is a lot more than 14 weeks to be weightless and losing your bone density. Well, they, and your they've, weeks, got those, you know? they've got those space. They got those space bicycles though, right? Like, like where you, you're like Velcro down to a, a pedaling bicycle. Well, but then you're, you're in there with like 500 people, right? <laughs> no, not 500. Their own. Yeah. But and a bunch of them have their fucking shoes off. You know, <laughs> Kyle's right. They do have space bikes and something, but it must yeah. be hard because no one comes back from an extended state space tour, extended space tour, looking good. Ripped. They okay, all, okay. yeah. And, 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 and then yeah, keep in mind, yeah. you're now on Mars where there's nothing to do and it's it's more dangerous than no living YouTube? on the North Pole, uh, which is another problem. Internet speeds can be delayed up to. I don't know exactly how many minutes. Like eight minutes each way. Right? Right? No, no, no. Uh, no, no. That's that. to the sun. That's to the sun. The so sun. The sun's like I think like the closest, it's like two, three minutes. I could be wrong. And then the furthest is like 16 minutes. The wife's doing or whatever. Let's talk to my parents. And you're mm -hmm. there. So like, how are you doing? And it's like, you got to wait. So that was you, a you problem they solved when I was at Cisco. Like uh, it, when you send a TCPIP packet, it has this time to live, and uh, if it, if like it's not received on the other side within I forget what it is, we'll call it four seconds or something, then you know that packet just got dropped or lost or whatever, and you resend it. Well, they had to refigure out how TCPIP works uh, to handle these like space missions. I thought that was. But neat. the problem is, I you didn't do it. But. You can't go. You can't go faster <laughs> than added speed that of last light. Bit. <laughs> well, I, you can't. You don't you even can't, know what the speed of light is. Okay, exactly. but you, 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 you cannot quick. you cannot Taylor transfer knows. information <laughs> faster than the miles per second, supposedly. So, well, Chiz is saying something with quantum teleportation, but yeah, we, we're not there yet. Um, okay, or but anyways. You just like, turn on a flashlight and you're one of those speed traps to tell you how fast you're going. Like 36, you shine a light. 60,000, you know, <laughs> or whatever I would say. So, what did so you now, say, Kyle? Eight? miles per it's, second or it's 186,000 miles per second oh so a little faster <laughs> 300,000 kilometers per second I don't know that's it in miles in. Uh, but anyways you're on you're on Mars for two years before you know the uh, the distances get close enough mm -hmm. again and then you take off and, and come back home and probably North Korea nuked uh, nuked some countries and you're like okay let's let's just loop straight back or that's a great movie right there is the first crop move, of yeah. people show up on Mars and then a huge war breaks out and destroys everything on earth and they don't find out obviously until like eight minutes later or whatever we said and then they just have to survive on Mars and, but it's a very realistic movie because it's only 25 minutes long and they all die <laughs> that sounds a lot like the planet of the apes right like, like what it's pretty much the same thing they went up and thought they had traveled to a yeah another, another it's another it's similar Let's, we'll, we'll chalk it up to parallel thinking there are no yeah. monkeys in this film so there would be though the monkeys would take over if if the, you know we all we were all gone no the, you... oh you're talking about on earth yeah yeah, on, Earth, on Mars, the, the Martian monkeys. I thought you meant that oh. we were going to bring monkeys to test shit, and it's like, no. Even oh, if we should monkeys... definitely bring monkeys to test shit on Mars. No, bring cats. Fuck them. Cats? Yeah. He is onto something. Fuck cats. Yeah, throw, just throw. I, what happens if it? Uh, if you, I was in space and, and I had a cat, I, the door I, it up and close. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd throw the fucking cat out. I'd watch <laughs> this. Fucking sling him out there and watch him decompress like on Total Recall. His eyes all budging out of his, bu bulging out of his head like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, yeah. Fuck those cats. Man. I killed the cat. Well, no, I couldn't. Then he didn't want to learn anything. Did you guys yeah. hear Trump imply the North Korea thing just like today? What, what did he say? 
so he went to a military meeting and after he exited the gathering he said hey maybe this is the calm before the storm and uh he says we have the world's we have the world's great military leaders in this room maybe this is the calm before the storm and uh, the reporters were like pressed him on what he meant and he said you'll find out that's what uh, we know. Right. Yeah. So I, like, I like his answers, which are basically just a carbon copy of the answer from The Apprentice, where it's like, who's getting kicked off next week? You'll find out. Nobody does so far. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and who knows see. what it They'll means? See. If, yeah. if that was a different president, you'd really put some stock in it. Like, you know, oh, what the shit. fuck? You know, like, yeah. But Trump says wackadoo things so often we're almost North Korea at this point where oh, yeah, they're all going to rot in fiery hell and they're not going to know what hit them. You're like, yeah, but yeah. we're definitely not almost North Korea we, yeah, oh, because in we're, in not, the, we're in, not firing rockets over Japan for the fuck of it. In words we are. Means in our loose rhetoric. Uh, yeah. yeah. About wars and stuff and, and, and the, 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 the threats that are, that are a little bit inflated. So, you know, what do you guys think he should do? Or America, America. Oh, uh, I, I, don't I think know. that we, with North Korea. I think that we should coordinate with South Korea to some extent to go in and uh, take out the Kim regime from top to bottom, establish uh, one of his generals in a democratic republic of some kind, a legitimate democratic republic. Like would have Congo. to. We'd have to clear that, make some sort of uh, conditions with China, and explain that we weren't going to go in there and try to move missile systems into our new friend North Korea or anything. That they'd be a neutral party or something like that, and they weren't going to do anything that they wouldn't like. But you'd also have to get in there, take out that communication network that that uh, that uh, makes all the all the artillery pieces uh, coordinate with one or another. Because if you don't take that out, then you then like a, hundreds of thousands of people literally die in Seoul. What if you the, can't? What if it's ham radios or something? Which you can. I mean, you could you, you can could block those somehow. I'm sure. Them, like, I guess. Yeah, you can. J- it, it, there's there's nothing there's nothing that we can't jam. You know, like you can jam cell phones. You can jam radio signals. Uh, you can take you out the, the 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 hardwired network that controls it. Maybe you commandeer that hardwired network and and send some you know stand down, stand down, or you know like this is just a drill. You know like like tell all the people we're gonna have a drill tonight. It's not live fire. <laughs> Make sure you know and no live fire rounds. Put yes. Your, put your you know ignore put your, that burning put, sensation on your skin. <laughs> confetti rounds tonight only, guys. The okay, big flash you'll see only. and the nuclear fallout is just a test. Don't it's worry about it. LED light. Yeah, it has to be something like that because, like, like a conventional war with them, like the kind of thing that we did to, to to Iraq, for example, you know, just a full on a full on airstrike, you know, taking out points of power, uh, electrical grids, bridges, command mm-hmm. and control centers, and then following that up with a ground invasion and uh, proceeding it all, of course, with uh, with special forces being airdropped in and and, and that took three uh, painting days. targets. That shit don't work. Not in North Korea. No, it no, works. But the, yep. the the symptom is that all those South Koreans die. Yep, they got the artilleries. They got the artilleries, and they've Plus, got these big rocket launcher things that are really like, ugly. What you don't want to happen is what was happened in the Middle East, right, where you take out the leader and take out the the regime, but you don't uh, replace it with a with a good like backup plan, uh, yeah. because now you got all these brainwashed people, millions of brainwashed people uh, uh, who don't know who don't know better. Uh, you have a, a massive army in North Korea, and and then what are you gonna do, right? I'm uh, sure Trump yeah. and his well-staffed cabinet will do much better than our previous governments have. I uh, I bet a lot of those brainwashed people like know it's bullshit and they yeah. want out. Like probably there's no yeah. way. Like we just, I've been like, saying that way more than like 30 years ago. Before but still, the like 
now you have like a million plus people which need help, right? They need uh, medical attention or they need mental, you know, mental yeah, in the help. Because, right, because, because they'll, they'll come out and it's like, yo, listen, your entire life was a lie. Uh, you can do whatever you want now. You don't have to be sad that your leader is dead. And they're going to be thinking, oh, shit, this must be a drill. Or what if these Americans really are, uh, American bastards really are that crazy, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So I, it's uh, definitely a very big issue. I, I know they don't have internet, but, like, with the advent of computers, being able to drop, like, uh, thumb drives and shit has really yep. opened the eyes of a lot of people there. Like, uh, I, I've, I've gone on many YouTube rabbit holes with, like, uh, uh, deserters from North Korea talking about it. Oh. And, like, from what a lot of them say, they're like, yeah. Everybody knows it's bullshit, but you do not say anything. You say something, not only you, but your parents, your sister, your brother, your kids. Three, three generations. Yeah. 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 Like it, it's it's out of fucking. Not too full. Too much. Like, yeah. That would be too harsh. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Like eventually, this band-aid has to get ripped off, and I bet we're gonna find some horrific shit that we don't even know about yet. Happening oh, oh like like torture camps and shit. Yeah, torture. I bet they're I, I bet they're I bet they're like slaughtering like millions of people and selling their organs to the Chinese or something crazy yeah. like that. That's, like, uh, that's that, those are some other conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they're making some frog people or something. Like I hope I hope they're like ex like doing some crazy bat batshit crazy like genetic experiments. Like we were talking about the Japanese the other day and the fucked up shit they did during World War II, but how it actually benefited medical science for better oh, and, or worse. And the Germans, too. They, uh, the Germans, too, but the Japs, yeah. were, Japs were at least equally as bad, I think worse. Yeah, I with think the experimentations. That, yeah, yeah, with the experimentations. And, and, and I think that, um, like, like, what if we go into North Korea, we, we solve that whole thing, and they're like, holy shit, they've got lizard people up here. Like, like, they, like you know, they've got some sentient, highly intelligent lizard men, you know, would speak Korean. Like, like, like I, that'd be awesome if, if I, I, we just need a new group to hate. I, I feel like this whole race uh, baiting thing that we've got going on right now with, with, with black people and white people. I, if there were lizard men, that would bring us all together. If there were some green people to hate, then the white people, the black people, the Asian people, the Hispanics. Whatever the fuck Cop is. Well, right? <laughs> the racially ambiguous. Are more than just a new faction in Warhammer uh, Total War 2. Rest assured of that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've, I've long said that, that what we need for world peace is a common enemy. We need aliens. aliens we yep. need slee stacks. We need lizard men. We need, like, underground dwelling, like, cave Neanderthals to come up or something. We need something that everybody can get behind to hate. That's a damn shame that, like, the Neanderthals didn't survive longer. And like at least have their own like side of the world, at least a corner, at least a corner, because then all Homo sapiens would be all on the same team. You know, it yeah. wouldn't matter as yeah, much. That's a good point. Color you were or anything, it'd be like those filthy fucking Neanderthals over there. Which who am I talking? I might be in their camp if 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 they started doing testing. But like, <laughs> it would really you know really bind us together. Yeah, we raped and pillaged and killed them into into just non-existence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or did we just crossbreed with them. them? I don't know. No, yeah. no. There was no... There, we raped and murdered them and ate them to, to, to an extent uh, until they were no more. Because apparently Neanderthals lived in uh, smaller groups than humans. And uh -huh. so 
like and humans lived obviously in like large groups and so if you come across a neanderthal group the human group's going to win every time because you're just going to overwhelm them and kill them you know because they live in little tribes so yeah, they have no one to blame but themselves. How much Neanderthal DNA is in us? Like, like I just wonder. Like, yeah, you, you say rape, I say crossbreed, tomato, tomato. Like, you, you still have babies that are a mix. I Back mean, in the day, it was all the same. That. But but it it was not it was non consensual uh, um, sex as as most sex at the time probably was. You know, this whole at the advent of marriage for like loving reasons is like a. 180 year old practice right and the, and the advent of marriage itself for like uh, uh practical reasons is only a few couple thousand years old there was a lot of rape you think there was a lot of rape marriage started in like what the what's that the 1920s what's a no 1820s no i'd say I mean, marriage for the purpose of love like a loving like loving marriage the idea years, that, that like not politically yeah. motivated or not like arranged marriages for yeah. you know you sell her for the for dowry of purposes. two goats or whatever yeah, exactly yeah and you bought your wife to, to one extent or another or you were forced to marry her to make sure that the france would not evade but yeah we, we raped the shit out of those neanderthals there was no we weren't going to bargain with them for goats. We took their goats and we took their women. And then we, we, we then we, when we were finished with them, we, we killed them. Well, we clearly didn't kill the women that maybe the, they raped the some of our raped. women. I don't know how it yeah. worked. That wasn't around 15,000 years ago, but there was definitely rape. <laughs> I know that. 15, 000, like whenever I talk to a like girl, 60 million. Whenever right, I talk to a, a girl a about dinosaurs. like, uh, about zombie apocalypse survival and, and a girl's like, Oh, I think I'd be pretty good. I could shoot. And uh, I like to camp. I'd be like, you know, your main problem would be rape, right? Like, everybody just be trying to rape you all the time, like twenty four seven. Like that, that'd be it. Like, like the zombies would not be your biggest you fear. You can like, shoot your currency, woman. You know, we will trade you for food. <laughs> like that's it, it. It no, they they just they would trade the woman for food. That's maybe. what I said. But, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it always falls down to that. And I'm not saying if you were a weak, attractive man. Rape would be a big problem for you too. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna like, say death is is gonna be the problem there. Ah, there'd be some rape too. Like look at Carl on Walking Dead. They, I, the Walking Dead. I think is there's so, a lot of gay rapists traipsing about. Absolutely. I think when Carl look, got it's about raped? scarcity, huh? I, did Carl, Carl from The Walking Dead. Yeah, remember the, the that, 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 that that hillbilly was trying to rape Carl and and then and then. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, remember? I forgot yeah. that scene. I, oh, that's a great that. fucking scene. Yeah, I think you might be fucking with me because you guys do that a lot. We we almost never do yeah, that. Yeah, right. It's to, been <laughs> what thirty minutes. Suck a dick. It, it, it's been like thirty shows. I would I would estimate since you we actually pretended that you uh, thought that was Quibble Cop or whatever. Well, well, that was like no, a joke. No, no, that, they, that was more really a facetious joke that. that we were like, oh, Queb, look at your quads. But like, it was clearly not Quibble Cop. Hmm. I went I mean, straight to the quads. Yeah. No, um, we don't need to watch the scene actually, of Carl almost getting oh raped. Boy. It's it's all good. Oh come on, you don't want to watch Carl? Come on, this is a good no, scene. No, 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 no. I love this scene. Come on, who wants to watch Qu How Carl? How long is it? Yay! Who wants to watch? Three, okay, let's three go. minutes. I want to see a little. I want to see a little chip to chop. Let's watch it. All right, I'm cute at zero. All right, I'm ready for the rape scene. Yes. We're counting down. Who's Carl counting almost down? raped. It was a thing. All right, uh, I'll do it. Ready, set, play.
Is this the? No. Get yours. You just wait your turn. Listen, it was me. It was just me. See now, that's right. Why is everybody so aggressive in The Walking Dead? <laughs> they need to start growing some some weed farms. Make some cookies. You can't let up on your aggression in the apocalypse. The girl, then the boy. Then I'm gonna shoot you, and then we'll be square. Let him go. You're square. Is it really that bad? If it were next to your ear, absolutely. Okay. Just checking, because I've never shot a gun. Hmm. I got him. Oh, it's very slow. You should. The hell? Rick is losing this? Alright. Uh. Yeah, this is actually where The Walking Dead ends. This is the end of this season. <laughs> this yeah. is next season. Yeah. I'm all caught up on the comic books. This is, this is next season starts with this Carl goose, you know, duck walking towards you. Carl has both eyes here. I believe this is season four or five. It's the terminus season. This was, I need to rewatch this season. The terminus stuff was legit. It is jugular. That's why I want those sharp teeth. Oh, that makes you. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's, that's really not that ahead. easy if you want to try. Oh, now he's gonna get some the tables payback. have turned. Don't let the boy go. Oh, I thought he went a I little easy on him. He's not go. done. He just cut him from dick to neck. Oh, boy. Now he's going like Mel Gibson in the Patriot yeah. mode. Just, beat, just stabbing him to a pulp. Speaking of The Walking Dead. Mm, yes. It comes back soon. Did I just line it up for you guys? There you go. When does it come <laughs> yeah. back? Yeah, after this, I'll do the uh, the Walking Dead ad read. Ah, uh, you see, hey, as yeah, if it's my Web's job. On board. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually job. also doing a promo with the Walking Dead. So, excellent, nice, nice. job. <laughs> well, for those of you not already playing, we'd like to introduce you to the official mobile game of AMC's The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead No Man's Land, from game developer Next Games. The Walking Dead No Man's Land is a turn-based action strategy game where you battle hordes of walkers with all of your favorite heroes, including Daryl, Rick, and Michonne, by building your camp and enlisting more survivors and heroes to join you. Slowly, but surely, you'll become a force to be reckoned with. Uh, there's tons of playable content that lets you relive the highlights of Season 7 and throwback moments from earlier seasons of the TV show, as well as a new hardcore survival game mode for inexperienced players called The Distance. Or, excuse me, for experienced players called The Distance. Uh, watch out for new content for the upcoming season eight premiere at the end of October, coming up soon. Can you survive and stay human? 
Download The Walking Dead No Man's Land for free at the App Store or Google Play. Or go to getnomansland.com slash weapon now, and you'll get Negan for free. Uh, this special offer is only available right now, so don't wait. That's getnomansland.com slash weapon. Uh, link down in the description. Uh, make that a little easier on you. Very cool. Check them out. Yep. I like Walking Definitely. Dead. I I am caught up on the uh, comic book now. I'll follow Ooh. it up. Yeah. They, uh, when does the new season come out? Super soon. At the end of October, as I just said. Oh, yeah. the, at the end of October. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it should be good. I uh, I didn't think I would like the show as much as I ended up liking it. It's uh, the the outstanding. Problem is it, it, it's, it's certainly not outstanding. <laughs> ah, man, it, it it's hard to classify The, the Walking be. Dead in the, the within the will, yeah. of next week. Make good of modern of modern <laughs> shows. It's uh, I, I like it a lot. I've seen every single episode, many of them multiple times. Um, it, it, it has some, it has some low points, but it's high points seem to make up for the most of the time. I'm hoping they handle this next season really well. Uh, I saw Jeffrey Dean Morgan who plays Negan saying that he would like some Negan backstory. Um, and I agree. I want to see, I know Negan's backstory, but I want to see Negan's backstory shown off. So I'm hoping that we get, we get a few flashbacks like that. Um, <laughs> he's the most interesting character, I think in the whole show up until now. Absolutely, he is. He definitely is. You know what? But one of the things that takes away from Negan is uh, is season three and four or whatever the the uh, the governor seasons. I wish they'd been doing some completely different shit then, so this didn't just feel like Governor 2.0. Uh, Negan is definitely a bigger, badder, crueler version of the governor. He's certainly not a maniac. He's not psychotic. He's not sadistic. He's a different kind of character, but the challenges are very similar. An overpowering leader who has a group and more weaponry and, and seems, seems to have the, our, our uh, heroes outfoxed at every turn. And then, of course, we have to rise up and, uh, and, uh, and beat them. So I, if it, it seems like there's uh, like a cycle in, in Walking Dead where they show up as a group to a community that's not happy in like because you're in a zombie apocalypse but it's functional and it, it works like they have roles they have shit to do and it, it undoubtedly the core group ruins it for everyone everyone there <laughs> and then is like let's get out of here and they then they just leave and everybody else is like oh you know what like you know the governor may not have been like a nobel prize winning fella but at least we had cornflakes and new things to eat and a guy with a gun standing on top of an upturned, uh, you know, Chevelle so yeah. that he could stave off the zombies. And now we're just stuck here in a shitty place. Like, I, I, so I don't like that. And then they always leave, like, so, yeah, we fixed that situation. Like, we survived and we took out the bad guy. It's like, no, you just, hundreds of people will die because of what you just did. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like... Uh... You know, you, Rick terrorists in, in a lot of ways. They are. <laughs> You're it, like, depends. you know, the Nazis had a little quirk to them, I'll admit, but they were functional until Rick and the gang got there. Like, the the typically the places where they upturned the apple cart were pretty bad. But it's better than dying in the wilderness. Like that's all. The, those are the only. It's a dichotomy almost of like you stay in this governorship or Negan's place, or whatever the hell it's called, or you're on your own. Walking down the highway, hoping to find some triscuits in the back seat of a car with six bodies in it. Like, yeah, I like Negan's group. I like the way that they go about doing things. I feel like it's pretty fair. 
you know, like like irons it's, to it's, the face. And what happened to think, uh, that, that's think what about the things, think, think about the things that those people code. did to deserve the iron to the face, though. Like right, like like major betrayals, right? Like 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 having sex crimes. with your own wife. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't his wife anymore. Uh, it was Negan's wife. You fuck the boss's wife. What do you expect? It, now, it doesn't matter that she used to be your wife. She's not anymore. You both she agreed to that. I, well, there's oh, for people who don't know the show. This is what happened. Um, this couple was kind of happily married, but I think either she or someone in her family needed medicine, which was very difficult to earn. So, uh, kind of out of necessity, she sort of became Negan's wife. Kyle's shaking his head like I'm wrong. Well, so well, that they that, could that get happened, this. But that happened. But the reason that he got his face burned was because. He ran away. He took his wife, who had married Negan, and her sister, who needed the medicine, and a whole fucking cooler full of the what is it, insulin, and they ran. They ran away. So when Negan caught him, I mean, I w I would think the penalty would be death, but no, he just burned his face and took the wife back. And in the other instance that that you're talking about, it was it was that he had slept with his wife. She had chosen to go with Negan just because it was easier. Just because it was easier. Like, like yeah. she had agreed to that, and the husband had agreed to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot yeah, of what might happens be mixing is like you get them, teleported. It's easy to conflate it because he burns a lot of people's faces. Yeah, yeah, and plus, fair. I read the comic book, and I think that it's a slightly different story. So now I've got like four things cooking in in my mm -hmm. head. But um, yeah, think, think about it like the morality code, like. Like, we're stuck in the 21st century of morality, like, oh, innocent until proven guilty and all this and that because we have the luxury of technology and all that. Like, think back to, like, Hammurabi's code, like, the first, like, or not the first, but the first, like, evidence we have of, like, laws. Like, it was so fucking harsh. It was like, uh, if you're a builder and you build a house and it collapses on someone, dead. It was either dead or, like, you get your hands cut off or something. Oh, you're a baker and you baked something that made someone sick? Got to cut your hand off or cut an ear off or something like back in the day. That's just the kind of shit you needed that iron fist to get society going. Like we were more barbaric. It was like I don't, it's difficult to remove yourself from that. And even though we are civilized now, like a few years out of this and back in the wild and and we're going to go right back to that monkey brain of, you know what? Uh, betrayal, betrayal. We're not doing research into this. That guy's going to we're fucking killing him. You know why? Because I'm not taking the risk that he's going to steal my shit again. That can't happen. Give me your wife. I'm going to kill you or I'm going to brand you or something so that everybody knows to stay away from you in this society or cut an ear off. Like it, the, the iron does seem rough to be to, to, to be clear like, like, like that. That's fucking rough. Like I feel like a whipping would be like the punishment like like, like a and the you know, lash. Would be private. Yeah. Well, you know, and you do it in front of everybody like in but Starship the whole purpose Troopers, is to right? make it public. Yeah, like, 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 well, do it like in Starship Troopers, where they like, you know, they, they tie him up out there, they lash him up, and then they, 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 they whip him with the big bull whip. Like, like it, it, you know, everybody saw it. It's incredibly painful, and you know, you learn your fucking lesson. That that big iron to the face is, that's pretty fucking rough. But you know what? That guy with the whip, he's gonna recover, and he's gonna be wearing a shirt, and someone's not gonna that's notice. What I'm and he's saying. gonna, and yeah, and he's gonna sit down, like you know. Uh, the Americans pre-revolutionary war and they're going to be like, all right, what are we doing? What's the plan? Whereas if he had a big fucking iron mark on his face, they're going to go, you know, honestly, like your plan's pretty good, but you're fucking gross and I don't want to <laughs> be like you. Like, no thanks. How about this? Whenever we play, whenever we play basketball and we play shirts versus skins, he has to play skins. W would that fix it? All right. Fair compromise. Yeah, right. I, I mean, just leave my <laughs> face alone. Like, 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 like 
Come on. I would. Uh, I think that my punishments, if I was the Negan or the governor, mm-hmm. would be public humiliation, so that you wouldn't have to feel as bad about hurting people because I wouldn't want to hurt people, but you still need to make it evident. Like maybe they have to like dance naked in a cage for like fifteen hours straight, or like so it's a horrible see, music. Mine were milder than that. Like, well, this guy really doesn't like public speaking, so we'll make him do that. <laughs> 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 you know, like he's gonna hate this. Trust me, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> you know? I, goes, I uh, read the Indian in the cupboard, <laughs> and I am going to tell you right. about it right now. <laughs> Start over. It's gonna <laughs> be least. 12 minutes presentation Complete, and there's no visual you know <laughs> completely bomb like a comedic routine like all right that's your punishment <laughs> you hey, hey, how's everybody doing i really wish i prepared more but they're not good yeah <laughs> 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 I'll take the stand up. Yeah, I think that one would get a get a get a real laugh over at Negan's camp. I mean, everybody can relate to that. Negan, yeah, yeah. Anybody else thinking these zombies starting to look uh, pretty sexy? <laughs> no, uh, me either. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Six more minutes. Type five. You know. <laughs> also, there's a. Oh, I was totally changing topics. Was there more to this one? There's an Ask Reddit right now. What would it take for you, gun owners, to give your guns up? Or, and, and in my Absolutely head, nothing. I extrapolated it to just the ones they'd take. Like, you get to keep your pump shotgun or, or whatever. Like, you don't just completely disarm you. The ones they want, you know, the, the M4s, the AR-15s, the... AK-47s. Well, if, I mean, if, if they pass a law that says you have to give them up, you just, you just have to give them up. You know, you can't... It, there's there's obviously gonna be some penalty if they catch you with one. You don't mm-hmm. want that, so you just give them up. Like really, so that's it. Just like picture cops going I around, mean, what's, what else are you gonna do? Hide them. Like, we gonna do hide them? Yeah. I mean, if you hide them, then like, what's the point? I I guess you could hide some, like bury them or something. Mm-hmm. But like, then you could never use them. So like, you're keeping them till like bo- doomsday times, which I well, guess you, makes you could a little hide sense. them a little less than that, right? Like it behind the. The secret compartment behind the picture, you know, ah, like that doesn't... level of hiding. Okay, uh, okay. They, well, they check. I got, I got one question, right? Um, and I live in a, I li- most of my life I've lived in a place where, you know, you'd only see guns on either the mi- like someone in the military or a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, but isn't it like not gonna fix the problem, even though you'll take away the guns? Because yeah. it, because you're talking about AR, uh, well, like a, a, let's say an M4, or whatever M16. Uh, yes, obviously it shoots a lot of rounds and it can kill a lot of people. But if you're walking around with your shotgun, which still would be allowed, you could do the, like a lot of damage with that too. Flamethrowers well, are then, allowed, right? You know, but but then it would yeah, embolden people who exactly, who use guns yeah. illegally. And 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 then on top of that, um, you know, okay, let's say all the guns are banned. That's not gonna get rid of the issue of someone being. Like a psychopath, right? It's also it, not going to disarm the criminal. It's it's not going it, to disarm criminals either. Because, it, exactly, right, first, exactly. First of all, if you did, if you could somehow get every gun that's out there, and you can't because there's like four, there's hundreds of millions mm, yeah, of them more just guns in this than country. People. Many times, a well, couple like times drug, over, more the guns than people. War on drugs, right? Which it's easy to make been. a gun. It's very mm. easy to make a gun. You can make the ammunition, like, and the people who would who would want to do those things could do them. I I, I can do them. 
it's not that hard. I saw a guy make an AR-15 lower the other day with uh, recycled aluminum cans. He was melting mm-hmm. the cans and, and, and making himself an AR-15 lower. You can make them out of plastic with a 3D printer. And, and 3D printers are getting better and better and better. And, and, and so are the guns that are made from them. Right. Just, and I made a file. shotgun in a video with parts from Home Depot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, like so, the thing I can't picture with like the collecting of the guns is let's say hypothetically they're like, all right, you know, you have to report that you have these guns and then you're going to turn them in or a cop's going to come to your house and, and make you give it to them. Like the kind of people who are going to be like, no, you are not taking my guns. The reason those people have guns are because they fear a tyrannical government overwhelmingly. And when the, and when cops show up to the door wanting to take your guns, so that the only entity with a gun in the country are is the state, those people it, it just it would not pan out. Like those people are are gonna fight back. Like it would never of- work. And, and and those cops, I bet they wouldn't do it. Like I bet they'd be like, fuck no. Like no, I'm not going to a person's house to take their guns because I'm gonna get shot. The well, end that's why be, this person probably has a gun. You would have some scenes on the news that would look a lot like Waco. You would have you would have many Waco's happening. Thousands of times because, worse. Because because the end result would be you would have federal uh, officers going to some millionaire's house who has a giant collection that's and he's a member of the militia and he would he would have already ran them off one or t- once or twice and he would know they were coming the third time and he'd be ready and he probably had explosives and belt fed uh, machine guns he would be able to defeat their armored personnel carriers very easily he'd have high caliber stuff with armor piercing rounds and Ralphos rounds he'd have scary stuff and you'd have a very, very scary confrontation where a lot of people would get hurt. And it wouldn't be an isolated event. Like I, oh. it'd You be see these guys right? when you yeah. go to places like Knob Creek and when you, you, know, you rub elbows with like millionaire gun investors and guys who own gun companies and guys who, who just are prepared for the end times. You know, guys who have oxygen recyclers in their basement and, and water purifying systems that can last for 30 years and and have all these generators and fuel stockpiled and enough ammunition literally for us for a militia to battle for months at a time these people exist in high numbers you've seen doomsday preppers mm-hmm. those are kind of the candy ass guys who are like yeah have a film crew come over and let them look at my stuff the real guys don't want a fucking film crew to come look at their stuff the, yeah. the real guys have scary shit on the but, level of doomsday preppers but but much much bigger and but I don't scary. think they can handle the the air force well, see, here's here's the argument well, against that but, because it, it doesn't make sense to say, well, you would get blown out by the air force and by the okay. by tanks Let's because bomb it's like our own people. For, like, yeah, number one, unless you want to be king of the ashes, you can't run a scorched earth campaign. You're going to tank your whole economy. It's going to just be a civil war of madness. Also, you fighter jets can't come to your door and make sure that you're in for curfew. They can't stand on street corners and enforce laws for you. Like, it's a very high level kind of warfare thing. Like, if you want a police state in this country, you need to have fucking heavily armed people on every street corner because a lot of people here have guns. Like, it just wouldn't work. So when people are like, oh, you can't compete with a B-2 bomber, you can't compete with an Abrams M1 tank, it's like, no shit, because those wouldn't be rolling down the street. Not at all. Do you think those people with AK-47s in Iraq can compete with that? No, but we've been doing it for years. I, I think the idea of those heavy things doing it was there's fewer people really ready to die you know because look i like my guns but if push came to shove i'm not the one who die for it you know like like i, I got a family i don't like I, whatever and i'm just not the one who's going to die for it i don't like them that much you know maybe maybe someone else does what i'm 
so if 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 I am the ninety nine out of a hundred or the nine hundred and ninety nine out of a thousand, and there's just one every now and then, then that's how they handle it. You know, the, no, the, no, it, you would, it, it would be a massive be public relations nightmare. You'd be watching CNN, and you would see uh, federal agencies uh, having going to war with American citizens on their property, and and it would be it would mm. it would that the they solution would lose does that seem battle. worse than the like, problem. Like, I'm not yeah. saying oh, yeah. that. It, like, like the citizens wouldn't win, and that's why the and that's why no, this wouldn't would. work. You would see you would see American citizens and their families. Like, like, like the the report would come on, and it would be like you know, Jim Jimmy John and his family of eight were all burnt alive in their home when when an, when the Air Force finally <laughs> sent a drone in to uh, to destroy his compound, <laughs> and and that shit wouldn't fly. It, yeah, those and, kind and of civil rights, like, uh, like this stuff, also assumes that the entire military and police. It is just a bunch of stormtroopers who are going to do exactly as ordered. Like you tell a bunch of some of the most right-wing conservative people, like like military, police. Those are more you know right-wing positions for the most part. But people who are pro-gun, obviously, you tell all them, all right, you got to go take guns from your fellow citizens. You got to go do this, that. If they refuse, you got to take them out. We're bringing a drone in, firebomb them. That's going to fall apart quick. Like they're if they're if they tried to. In a, a civil war broke out, zero percent chance the government wins. The civilians will well, win because the but, military, but be, the government, or the police will join right. their side. Like there, there's just no way for it to pan out otherwise. There's so this country is so big, so many people have guns. Look at how much trouble we have with insurgencies in the Middle East, where people have way more archaic guns and, and far fewer of them. Really, you know, they. I, I've spoken to a friend in uh, who who is in Afghanistan. He was saying, yeah, like we. I've, I've I saw you know Afghani's running over hills after each other even though they were getting shot because they were trying to grab one case of AK-47 ammo because they have so little of it, you know, just getting mowed mm -hmm. down. Like, And they are putting up a huge fight. Like, the United States, so many people, so many guns, there, there's no chance. And Every it's not just guns. Gun. Like, like, if you start... Like, first of all, the answer to the, this whole thing is mental health. Uh, exactly, it, it, exactly. The answer to this whole thing is mental health. Um, yeah. and, and we can go down this laundry list of like uh, hypotheticals, but the end result would be really nasty and scary, and you would have some yeah. sort of a, a civil war, and there would be bombings, there would be suicide bombings, and it wouldn't be just about the guns. It's not. It's not about the guns. It's it's about your rights. Like like there's a there's a point where people yeah. won't be uh, won't be pushed around or bullied. There are a lot of people who 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 have sort of an honor code about them, and, and they're ready to die for that. It's not that they're ready to die for a black rifle. They're ready to die for their right to not be pushed that one inch further, mm -hmm. and and there's also people who would see those cases of their fellow citizens getting Wacoed, and not to defend Waco too much because the government story is that David Koresh was uh, was marrying underage brides and a lot of child molestation going on there. It's certainly no saint, but there there would be better poster childs for this anti-government um, force. Or resistance, or whatever, that would be created by the government themselves. If, if this, yeah, like terrorism, you know, maybe a guy like me is not radicalized, and then they kill my brother, and I am. That's all it would take, right? Like, like mm -hmm. imagine that, like you know, your daughter was visiting at someone's home, mm -hmm. and they came in to take those people's guns, and and everyone got killed. That might push you right over the fucking edge. Oh you yeah, know? like 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 there are a lot of people who like. If you took one thing from them, one family member, if you took their home, if you took if you took their father, or if you took their mother, or you took their son or their daughter, it's like all right, you've you, 
my life means nothing to me anymore, and yours means much, much less. <laughs> it, yours, yours means, means something. So yours is now a trophy that I'm looking to come collect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you create, you create some like, you create some punishers, right? You, 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 you less talented, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> just as uh, motivated. Who knows? Like, like you know, like we've been fighting, uh, we've been fighting wars for like the last twenty years straight, or something like that. There's a lot of people in this country with combat experience and weaponry who know the military in in and out. You come, you come get one of these guys with PTSD who feels like he served his country and, and was treated like shit by the VA, and, and then you come in to take his guns and you kill his son accidentally and you shoot his dog. You've made a real yeah. fucking enemy. How many millions of veterans, even assuming you don't kill a family member or their dog or something, how many of them are going to be cool when they find out, oh, yeah, the military is going to come and, and take our guns now? Like, all of those retired military folks are going to be like, uh, yeah, I'm not, it's not going to happen. Because I was in the military, I know those kinds of people that wouldn't do that. Like, or at least most of them. Like, it's just so far-fetched to believe that they're just going to order, you know, these brown shirts out there, the government would, and that they would start rounding up people's guns. Like, it would not pan out. It would be, like, You have much more faith in that than I do. I think you can group think of military or the police into doing anything. Like, I I feel like I've already seen the police... You put it's them all in riot gear, you dress them the same, and they all march forward, and there isn't a single cop ever that says, you know what, these rioters just have flowers. No, they fucking push them, they'll tear gas them, they'll beanbag shotgun them, they'll do whatever. It, yeah, to be fair, though, I don't see it often where they are just beating the shit out of flower holders and people. Usually it's because bricks were thrown at them or something. But you're right, yeah, there's police problems. But, like, the issue of, like... In the military, they're training people like, all right, you're going to go over there. That's the fucking enemy. That's not, you know, they dehumanize in a mm-hmm. way, you know, mm-hmm. the people over there. That's a te- that's what they you do. You can do that to people here. Uh, it, it's it's much, much more difficult on the homeland to be like, these people, uh, you know how you're from Connecticut, Steve? Well, you're going to be going through neighborhoods in Connecticut, knocking on doors, telling people you need their guns. And if not, you're going to take them by force. Like, that's... It, it, it would not happen. So far, I've seen police and military refuse to do their job about 0% of the time. Well, we're talking about a totally different thing, though. Like, th- nothing like this has ever been ordered, especially on the home front. Like, the military going door to door, that's going to change everybody's tune quick. They and shut most down of the military the isn't going to be down routinely. For I, I don't know why the Second Amendment would be so different. I guess I'm really just playing devil's advocate, but yeah. No, it, I understand. If, if you, you get a bunch of people even peacefully protesting, but say stopping traffic, Riot police will be like, you cannot, you know, they'll go in there, they'll kick their ass, they'll hit them with the batons, they'll do whatever. They don't cut their tongues out. They don't well, cut their tongues out. And, and that'd be, that, that's the equivalent, right? You know, you know they, they don't completely, they don't remove no. their ability to ever execute that, that, that right again. They don't say, ah, now you'll never speak a word again because we didn't like the way you spoke this time. No, I understand and the analogy you're making, but cut the tongues out seems a lot more brutal compared to taking Well, you pull away. them out with hot pincers, like Game, Game of Thrones style. <laughs> They like, I mean, the road thing that that's totally different from the gun, you know, I think we've all got our piece set on the gun thing, but like the road thing. Yeah, they shouldn't be beating the shit out of them right away. And I don't see that happen a lot in these clips. What I do see is lots of people on the road, cops going disperse. This is illegal. You are in violation of the law. You must disperse or you are subject to arrest. And then they get a lot of, yeah, fucking do it, fuck you, and that kind of shit from the crowd and stuff getting thrown. And then you have to disperse. And then eventually it's like, well, we got to we gotta clear this highway. You can't do this. You can't just block I ambulances have a and example. fire departments. In, in North yeah, Carolina, this is just last year or the year before, around that HB2 bill. You remember the one with the bathroom yeah. bill and more. Um, they were sitting in like the 
state capitol building or whatever and they're they're sitting down they're singing they're holding hands they're swaying like you, like you can picture the scene and by the way they're old you know 60 women and uh they want them to stop and they they grab them by the pressure points behind their earlobes and make them stand up and cuff them and drag them out and they're still singing the whole way like these are very nonviolent people, people even incapable of violence, right? 62 year old women. And, uh, they're just dragging them out. And it's like, yeah, I don't see any riot police saying I'm not going to hurt her. No, they, Did say, they start smacking them around or anything. Or they well, they hurt move? them into compliance, right? They, they pressure point them and make them stand and chicken wing them to make them get they up. Were just, they were sitting on a, on, on what? Like again? a tile floor, you know, like it, it's a state building, right? Where you can kind of like mm-hmm. see up to the next balcony and, and it's just oh, okay. flooded with people. And, uh, and yeah, they were just kind of being peaceful, protesting, letting them know that they thought this bill that they were doing was wrong. And I, I forget the details of it, but there was some sort of like shenanigans going on where they were kind of like by like midnight voting to get shit passed that wouldn't have passed in the light of day. And uh, so they were up there, like, protesting it. And, you know, older, helpless, not helpless, but, like, nonviolent, not capable of violent, frail people getting chicken-winged into standing and stuff like that. And it it was just my example of, yeah, I've never seen riot police say, these are my neighbors and friends. Like, it's just 0% of the time. Oh, no, but they're, they're, you know, the riot police, they're terrified. Like, they, they they look cool and powerful in those those dehumanizing pieces of, uh, you know, armor. But meanwhile, it's probably this guy's first riot there. He's like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm a riot police. I'm a cool guy. And then he's there, like, shaking, adrenaline, people mm-hmm. yelling, people throwing shit at him. And they, he has a stick, and somebody gets close. He goes, he's not going to say, hey, could you, uh, you know, sorry, you're getting a bit too close in my personal space. Could you maybe back up a little bit? <laughs> now nah, he's just going to be, get the fuck out of here. And then the people are not going to listen, and then they just yeah yeah. I just I just ha- never seen them the, say know. like, "Hey, boss, I feel like we're going too rough over here." There, yeah. there is, I mean, like the like I, I see what you mean, but not really in the in the example of the seizing guns because that's just so so much bigger. Yeah, then, but, but, like and, someone saying, you know, uh, I need we need you nationwide to go seize all these rifles and semi-automatic weapons. You know, is not comparable, I don't think, to saying, all right, we need to move these six people out of this government building. Like, like 250. It, or 200, these 250 people out of, the, out of a government building. Something like, like that. Just the seizing of guns would be, it would be a, one of the worst things this country could go through. Like, it would be catastrophic. It'd be horrible. I think Kyle's, I, I think there'd be pockets, you know, of, of people who maybe get together and say, we're going to fight to the death. And, and, I, and I, again, I think the solution would be worse than the problem they're trying to fix, which is like. Oh, yeah. But it, would even, so it wouldn't death. fix a problem because, you know, that there more people die yearly because of cars <laughs> than guns and knives and everything. And, if if somebody's crazy and wants to kill a lot of people and you take the guns away, like the guy's gonna craft a bomb, you take the bombs away, the guy's gonna drive a fucking truck, right? Into a uh, crowd. Which, which, yeah, you which can't even happened. take bombs away because people are gonna figure stuff out with chemistry. Yeah, exactly. But but like you know, uh, you you know you you're not gonna see them ban ban semi trucks or, or or stuff like that. Um, you know, well you could say okay, well. 
we'll make all the vehicles, uh, uh, you know, autonomous and uh, nobody <laughs> can, right, drive them anymore. But uh, uh, taking guns away is not going to fix the issue. You, you know, the, fixing the issue is a bigger problem. These people have problems, mental health. You know, you want to, yeah, whatever healthcare or, or whatever. There's that, and then in the in the more violent, like, I want to say I, I, urban violence. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, it might just be a sense of hopelessness. You know, where they think this is the only lifestyle that they got. They have a, you know, that's open to them. That's my guess. I don't know. I've never been uh, in a gang, but yeah, me either. <laughs> seems seems like I have. Not yeah, a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. ah, oh, that was a soccer team. team. Yeah. That's not the same. Alright. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, yeah. So did yeah. You, I, I just I think what well, what motivates a guy to like murder someone on a street corner or something? And it's like, yeah, he probably thinks that. Well, it clearly cool, has issues. And he has I mean, a lot head, of it is you know? gang related. Um, yeah, and, I just and, don't, it's and not the traditional of, mental health. Well, yeah. yeah, which is it why you can from, like, uh, go ahead, Quib, sorry. I was just going to say, it goes from, you know, uh, education to mental health. You know, you want these people to be educated, to know the consequences, to understand humans, right? To uh, uh, someone could literally be crazy and assume that he's, he's, he's dreaming or whatever all the time. Or, hey, if I shoot this guy, it's not going to be real anyways. And stuff like that. Or people which are mm -hmm. older... They, they, they might say, you know what, I've lived my life uh, as, a, as a psychopath my entire life. Um, I, ha I have cancer. I'm most likely going to die anyways. Let's go out with a bang. Um, there are people who are, when they are hurt, uh, there, there's something innate in human beings. that When you're hurt, you want to hurt back. It, it's, it's, it's the first thing you think to do. You know, I remember watching a Mike Tyson interview, and he was talking about, I think his daughter died. I, I hope I'm not getting it wrong. I think his daughter died. I, I'm almost positive she did. And he's, he's talked about this moment he had where he's like, I just wanted to get a gun, and I wanted to go on a rampage. I wanted to go on a rampage, and I wanted to hurt people. And then I went into that children's hospital, and I saw those other parents. And I was like, who the fuck am I to hurt pe people? Look, I, I, These people are hurting just like I am. I have no more right than them. So I, I think that that grabs a lot of people who have had like traumatic experiences and had had great losses in their life and something terrible happens to them. Uh, they just want to hit back. They want to hit back at something. And they don't have that part of their brain that says, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, slow down. Those are just people going about their lives. They're, maybe there is no one I can hit back against that deserves it. And maybe that's just part of modern life is that there's not always a bad guy to go get. There's, you yeah. can't always point to the, the, oh, it's that group over there. All of them are against me. Like, you've got to stop and, and realize that, that I think that drives a lot of the, the maniacs. But the real problem is, like you said, it's gang violence. It's people fighting for drug turf. It's people fighting for um, territory to, to do quasi-organized crime. You know, we went after the Italian mafia like it was, well, like it was the Italian mafia. But you've got every weekend in Chicago, you have a Vegas level massacre going on, one, two, three individuals at a time. I, I, what, what was the death toll in Vegas? And, and, and as uh, I say, 59, I think. 59. You lose about that many in Chicago every weekend. All right. You, every weekend, you lose about that many. It, nah, it's some, not, not that many. Yeah, you do. I, I just looked really? at the stats. Yeah. Jesus. Every week, every PK week, you're losing that stats. many. It's, <laughs> one week it was 45 and the next week it's 70 like it, it, it bounces up and down between 45 and 75 a week 
in Chicago that are being killed. We need to get this one, fact two, checked. three at a time. I oh, I looked up the the Mike Tyson daughter thing. Kyle was right. She died in a tragic treadmill accident. Jesus Christ! Oh, that's a, now that's a YouTube video you don't want to see. That one did not make the fail army. Shit! I, what how happened? Would, how would that? Go? I just read yeah. the oh, headline. My fucking, I, I'm, I'm imagining her being like. Now. Bad ever, treadmills. Take all treadmills out of every single house in America, guys. We cannot have this. We're dispatching the army tomorrow. We're picking up your treadmills. We want licensed treadmills. Everybody, all the treadmills. She. How many people die yearly because of treadmills? Now I'm curious. Well, I mean, here I, I've got a little more details. Somehow she was playing on this treadmill, and there's a cord that hangs under the console, kind of a loop. Either she slipped or put her head in the loop, but it acted like a noose and was unable to get herself out. And it was pulling her, I suppose. That's awful. I bet it ground oh, her down. Shit. I bet like the, the tread was I, like removing the skin the whole time. Uh, yeah. I, right? I, I don't know. It, it, somehow I pictured in my head that she pulled the cord and the power went off, but I'm not sure. I don't know. If the God, power went damn. off, maybe she'd get out. I, I've had some serious four, falls. So, Oh, okay. That makes it even more conceivable. You know, an, an adult, you would imagine, would roll left or right. But a four-year-old, I mean, the, the tread is, is wider than their body by a couple times. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so, a, in uh, the past uh, 15 terrible. years, treadmills killed about 30 people. I just looked it up. Vending machines kill a couple a year. You know, you, you always see that. People rocking that vending machine dogs, with their money back and it falls onto them. many, many more. Then Vinny's best friend. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And aren't most, there isn't like the overwhelming majority of dog deaths because of pit bulls? Uh, it's, probably, yeah. Well, and, and look, here, here's my know. thought about pit Here's my thought about pit bulls. Like, like, pit bulls definitely have an aggression thing going on, but many dog breeds do. The reason that pit bulls are bad is because they are equipped to, to, to apply that aggression in a deadly to humans kind of way. I'm not saying that your pit bull is necessarily meaner by pit any regard. Pit bulls contributed 65% of the deaths in 20, 2005 to 2016. So it's not just a so little more aggressive. Real. It's, and I'd love uh, to know. Com and, combined pit bulls and Rottweilers contributed to 76% of the total recorded deaths. And what percentage of dogs in America are, um, are pit bulls or Rottweilers? That's the other number you need to right. really put that figure into. When 3% uh, of the dogs do 78% of the deaths, that's the big deal. Where have we yeah. seen these kind of stats before, right? I knew you. I was like, <laughs> I know it's coming. I wonder how he'll phrase it. Yes, yeah, some stats we're not allowed to talk about. Like, 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 like. Oh, that's a hate fact. I'm reporting. That's a hate statistic. Like, like, like. Well, you know the hate statistic that Bert, when I first heard the high school graduation rate, this is black people specifically, and it's an out of date thing because this is like 10, 15 years ago, but it was like either less than 50% or around 50%. I thought that's, that's, just an asshole making up numbers so i confirmed it myself and it was i want to confirm it again it's i hope it's out of date now i hope it's changed wildly there there so is anyone I'm googling it and i'm yeah. sure you've heard Weed that cookies I'm, I'm sure you've heard that that it's it's not a race thing it's an income thing but then you know there's that statistic I just linked, you know. Oh, I John Troy you gonna there. I'm still looking no, at. My... I mean, I'll find a more credible. Oh, so it's, no, I don't care. It's better now. Nationwide, black students graduated at 69 percent. Um, 
It's still not good enough. It was way better than the 50 I quoted before, so I'm glad we fixed it. And this is from 2011 and 12. I'm glad we fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> All better. <sighs> but. Yeah, the, the, the issue is, uh, is multifaceted. And uh, I, I think that a lot, what a lot of us fixate on, right, maybe rightfully so, it's easy to, to not, it's, it's hard to look away from a maniac in a fucking hotel spraying a crowd of people with, for all intents and purposes, fully automatic fire. But he would have found a way to do that. Yeah, and, like and even the problem, without regardless. Guns. So that man owned yeah. two planes, right? He could have loaded those planes up with a ammonium nitrate bomb, and he could have crashed them into something. That yep. man, that was an intelligent, wealthy man. He did have Tanner Wright in his vehicle. Yes, he did. Um, and like the annoy- like the thing with the the talk of gun control after all of these events is like spree shootings or mass shootings make up a an a small percentage of overall gun murders hmm. and gun deaths. You know, if you go by like actual mass shootings, as people understand it and you don't go anything more than three people shot is yeah. a mass shooting or something like that. More than that one. Intentionally. Yeah. That intentionally <laughs> that's a collateral. Numbers, that's, that's really misleading. <laughs> but then people try and make gun policy based on this minority type of gun crime. And it's like, well, if when you're doing that, you're not actually doing anything to make it better. Like the phrase I see all over the place is we have to do something. And it's like, well, you're not, you don't have like a plan. Like you don't have a plan that would have actually prevented like these spree shootings. And you don't want to talk about, you know, the overwhelming majority of gun crime deaths, which are handguns and, you know, gang related violence and suicide, and re- revenge killings. Uh, well, I'm not, I mean, two thirds yeah, suicide, two thirds is suicide, but I don't even like you. That's also super fucking manipulative, where they include suicide numbers in the gun deaths because yeah. it's like that—that's that. that you, know, you know what you're doing, like, and you're doing it despite you're 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 making shit up. You you that's know like you're including lying. suicides where people park their car in their garage and vehicular uh, deaths, right? Like like that's like oh yeah. because if you, if, and they don't do that when when they talk about like deaths caused by uh, cars killing pedestrians, they don't include the people who park their car in the garage and gas themselves because why would you? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. That, that's uh, a good one, one, Yeah, one more thing and then we should switch topics. Is, is I, I, he used a slide fire stock. All of his guns had slide fire stocks on them. I happen to have a crate of those motherfuckers <laughs> and the price of them is on the rise. They are. <laughs> I got them for free. Uh, I think it used to be three hundred fifty dollars. I think I gave a few out to friends and family, I'm, but you, I might have one you gave. You me. do. I gave you one. I wasn't going to call I, you out. I wouldn't have thrown it away. <laughs> I just don't know where it is. Don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're they're worth five hundred to seven hundred fifty today. Tomorrow, next week will be a grand. Uh, <laughs> so get them all the rot. I'll make about ten, twelve grand next week, something like that. I hope you do. <laughs> that would be great. That won't be too hard. I have the best friend zone video I've ever seen. Do you guys Ooh. want to watch it together? Yeah. Yes, let's go. Friend time. Oh, uh, Swick. Um, These are great. <laughs> so uh, just a, a quick word on this before we hit play together. Uh, be sure to pay careful attention to the girl's face. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, is everyone queued up at zero? Yep. yep. Ready, set, play. <laughs> I 
I don't know why I pointed out the face thing. It's been a couple weeks since I've seen it. You won't miss it. <laughs> yeah, they zoom in. <laughs> oh, fucking Celine Dion. I know, right? We're just friends. She says she knows you hang out with many girls and she is nothing. Yeah, I know. But I cannot go without him. I know that he is always hanging out with other friends. But it's okay. I can say anything because I'm not nothing. I, I'm nothing. Oh. Okay. Nothing. I don't know how to say, but I'm not his girlfriend, and I'm just friends. So whatever. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, so I don't know where this goes from here, but I, I bookmarked it. I was like, oh, poor thing. Oh, man, I want to find that chick. She's kind of cute. Right? You yeah. Throw her pity I want to just steal that chick while he's sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Grab that pussy. She'd be up for it. Yeah. I, like, at some point, you know, when you hear people <laughs> bitch about the friend zone, it's like, at some point, you like you can only blame yourself for still choosing to reside there. Like, why are you continuing to be a little bitch and being like, of course I'll pick you up from the library and get your laundry and do that. Maybe this will be the chance, you know, when I pull the lever and enough sex tokens come out that I can get some. They're like, no, you, they, all that does is make them less attracted to you because they realize they can manipulate you into doing anything. If anything, if you totally ghosted her. Well, you got to make a move. Talk to her anymore, or better yet, talk to another girl, one that's either more or less attractive than you, doesn't, than her, well, doesn't matter, in front of her. That would Woody help. has a lot of I, advice, I, for sure. Yeah, th this you, I, I built a million channel YouTube. Mill Monday. <laughs> on, on, based on this concept. <laughs> and uh, I, I agree with Taylor. I, I, I think that the friend zoner is sometimes not completely blameless in this. That, that they know what they're doing sometimes, not every time. Honestly, but, yeah, you know, it's like this person is an ego building you know, tool for me. So every so often I toss them a bone. You know, I cuddle back. I touch their knee too and give them that hope so that they stay in the friend zone making me feel good. That's my backup plan. Just enough and, whiff of pussy to keep them suffering. Yeah, and then Quibble Cop nailed it, right? What that relationship needs is movement, right? Make a move. You will either win or you will lose in this thing, but you won't be in that zone right. anymore. You know, like yeah. it, it, disambiguate what's happening here. Make a move and then you'll either get what you're looking for or you'll get the next one. But you can't stay there. That that's that's been the yeah. way that I laid. This it's like out. dating. Like you don't go on ten dates with a girl when on date seven you still haven't fucked or done anything, and it's like, oh well, maybe I it's know, still coming. I know a few. I know a few. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, but the people you know who do that, they don't end yeah. up getting laid in the end, right? Because it doesn't pan out. Because the other chick's just like, oh fuck yeah, free meal ticket, you know, with with this kind of wimpy loser yeah. or whatever, like. You well, gotta be. You gotta be faster. You gotta make your intentions simple. known. Because the longer after you meet the person that you make their intentions known, the more you seem like a sneaky kind of male feminist, weak baboon kind of male that has to sneak in when the the alpha ally. males are out, get some sex, oh, and so, ally. become an so, ally. Times I, have changed. Quibble Cop is he right? Because it well, took way longer than that for me to get laid with Jackie. <laughs> oh, so, uh, I'm just um, saying from my. Of course, that was like 92, right? Uh, things have changed, I think. Well, since I, then. I, yeah, man. I think it's, yeah. it's always <laughs> been the same, but it really depends where you know where you are, what kind of person you are, and how you know how you how you uh, how you do things, right? The speed of dating has definitely gone into warp speed. Like you, you get yep. late on like the first date with Tinder. Like, like that's that's a common thing. Um, I would say like 
40% of the time. It, it, it's a pretty easy system. You demonstrate value, engage physically, okay? Nurture <laughs> dependence. Neglect emotionally, inspire hope, and then separate entirely. It's the dentist system. That's the dentist system. By the end of dinner, I'm already neglecting emotionally. I'm on my phone. Like, <laughs> let her know right, I mean, right if off you the bat to the, you don't need her. If you went to the right dinner place, you won't need it anymore, right? Because you got the... Mm, Callback. Oh, yeah. yes. She went to Kill's you know, Handy Cafe. Let her know she's got to get in there before the waitress does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Taylor. All, oh, go ahead, Taylor. How, how have you been doing on Tinder recently? Uh honestly, I haven't been doing it as much the last uh, couple weeks. Why not? Because I'm getting ready for a move, and I've been just more busy with stuff. But um, it. I mean, in the last couple weeks, there have been. He means house, not a relationship move. Successes, people. But how no many successes would you say? Like, like, let's say over an eight-week period. Since you've been using Tinder, how much success, suck, success would you say <laughs> that you've had? Uh, I'd say that I've had five successes. That's a, that's a pretty good batting average, considering that in the early weeks, of course, you were you're just getting your feet wet, as they say, and, and that's not a, a well, foot it, sex it, thing. And it it's, accelerates because, like in the beginning, you don't have any matches and stuff, so you got to start off. But you after you get some matches in, like I'll get a couple, and I'll be like, "Oh, she matched with me. I must have swiped on her days ago." Well, I'm not reaching out to her until this next thread burns out, and then that thread burns out, and you send that person a message, and you see, and eventually through this system, you will find. Someone to marry. Probably. Not that. Nah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah. It, it, look, I want to meet someone to marry at like out and and out and about. Right. You know, like just because sure. that seems I, more normal. Nah, I fuck it. it. Nah, that's normal. It, it, this isn't 1990. This isn't that weird. Like for I remember like watching like this thing on uh on 2020 about like the uh, I didn't. That wasn't a direct thing at you, Woody. I'm I, I listening. I, see where this you, goes. After, <laughs> after you reacted, I was like, "Oh, he thinks I'm talking about." It. Um, <laughs> I, I was watching this thing on 2020 or something like that. It was like a throwback YouTube video of like this couple had had discovered each other over the internet in like a chat room, and it was like buzz they did a whole news story about it. Like, and they were they were two fugly people, but it they had oh. found each other via this chat room or whatever. And they, there was a whole damn news story about it. But that, that that's not the case anymore. I I can remember, you know. Eight, ten years ago, thinking about like those match.com type things, about that's how that's kind of a losery, loser kind of thing. And like, I wouldn't want to do that. And but like now, it's like, oh my God, why would you even waste your time out there? What it's like that line from Oh Brother, Who Are Out There, the uh, Papio Daniel, the politician's walking into the radio station. And his son, uh, the, you know, um, the, the main characters are out in the parking lot, and the son's like, Ain't you gonna press the flesh, Pappy? Me press the flesh I means go over there and you know shake hands with them and impress upon them the need to vote for him. He's like, we ain't one at a time in it here. We mass communicating because he's going into the radio station. That's how dating works right now. You're not one at a time in it here, wasting your time. But you mass communicate. Taylor like, said like, it though, so it must exist at least a little bit, right? And I, I've heard other people say, current oh, yeah. people that like. You know, back in the day, if you met online, you'd lie and say you met at a bar. And if you met at a bar, you'd lie and say you met at, like, a wedding or something. Uh, there's still a thing where, like, meeting online isn't isn't thought of as the same way as, like, being Not the same way, but I think, I, don't know. I, think that, I think that's changing quickly because my view on it has changed. Like, the whole, my perspective mm -hmm. on Tinder or eHarmony or whatever the uh, all the dating sites and apps are, 
like has evolved in just like the last eight weeks where it went from like, this is a little odd to like, oh, this just makes sense. This is efficiently sifting through people, seeing what the interest level is like. And then you, you know, eventually you, you go on a date or something and then it either works out and you go back somewhere maybe and hang out even more or it doesn't work out and you just both go your merry way. Like it is, it's just, it is way more efficient. And another thing Kyle's right about like talking to so many people, or so many girls at once is like, you'll have to go back through if you have like four chats going at the same time and you want to like say a clever comment to them you have to go back and like make sure you didn't already use that one on on them because of course you rinse and repeat so so many of these because it's just easier that way to just use the same the same lines oh and, please and that like, kind of shit. It, it's not like bill bird comes up with a new special for every fucking club he goes into no <laughs> for every everybody person, gets yeah. the same special maybe next year we'll come up with some new material maybe not maybe we stretch this out two or three years uh, coming up with a same a, B, some a b testing you know you say absolutely out a you know to, you, to five and then b to five and c okay well there's an uh, there's an 80 percent success rate with this one you know get that one in place tweak it a little bit you know I do the same with my YouTube videos, but this is definitely something you could do too. Scientific yeah, yeah. poontang testing. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I pick girls up that I met in real life, and uh, uh, but I use a similar. I say the same things to them in real life, and like I am, I, like I like to share pictures and and, and like like not in a dirty awareness. Look, like, look how big it is. <laughs> I, I mean, look. I, I have to ten more. Look, look. I'm mean, <laughs> I, 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 I've been I losing up, weight. Yeah. I hooked There's up with this girl. And, Snapchat filter girl. that'll make some money. I love to uh, Big Mac menus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the the really scummy, uh, I guess, kind of like like dirty move I pulled on a girl in Florida that that I met. Like she was uh, she was working for someone that she was working with someone that I was working with, and uh, very attractive, and she was single. And uh, and I was like, oh yeah, let me show you some pictures of what I do or whatever. And I'm showing her these pictures on my phone of like oh, shit. Oh, no, places I've done, that. places I've been to, and like things I've done, and like stuff I'm up to, and like oh yeah, look at this thing. And then it's just like and dick pic. It's like and, and just just on purpose to show her the dick pic. Just, <laughs> ah, ah! Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I won't do that again. I won't do that again. I promise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like here's a tank and 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 here's another Don't tank. And, and, and yeah, yeah. And here's Sedona, Arizona at sunset. And dick, dick, dick. Ah! <laughs> and it's like. No, like, like she wouldn't come back to look at the phone some more if she wasn't hoping there'd be some more dick. And, and sure <laughs> enough, like like she played it coy, but within two months of texting her, you know that now it's like ah, come back down to Florida and stay with me, and uh, got her. I got my vacation to Rome, and then my asshole pics. So. <laughs> Before and after bleach. It is bleached. Yeah. Here's the Eiffel Tower, and here's my Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Here I am aroused in a Wendy's parking lot. <laughs> I want to say that it was a dare, but I just felt like it. <laughs> I'm that type of That's guy. not an elementary school, you pervert. That's a high school. Yeah, <laughs> I did it during senior soccer practice. <laughs> Looks like those are that's boys' soccer practice. Don't ask questions. <laughs> I say, like, like, I don't use Tinder from my home because I'm very close to a high school, and uh, like, like if I turn Tinder on. It's like, oh no, these this isn't good. This isn't good. But when I when I when I go to another, you know, I'll set the location to just another me. place, another place. Let's just say, and uh, or especially when I'm traveling, which is when I really like to use it. Um, I, I really like to, to, to use 
anything and everything at my disposal when I'm traveling. Get the Facebook rocking, get the Twitter rocking, get uh, get, get, get Tinder rocking. And, uh, and, and I enjoy doing that because I like, you know, if I go on a vacation, then I'm already doing some cool shit, right, that I can include the girl on. But whereas if I'm if I'm just at home, it's like, hey, you, you want to come over? You want to go on PKA? You want to no, go on PKA? Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. You want to go on? You want to you want to suck my dick while I'm on PKA? Yeah. You want the back of your head on PKA? Oh, Jesus, that's <laughs> happened. That's you want to make my time. belt like make some sound and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, that 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 thing literally happened. But but you know, if I'm at home, I'm you know I'm super lazy. That was pre-camera. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I've seen yeah. I've seen some videos where it was during the podcast. Yeah, I, I think so. Probably. Yeah, probably. That's what I was re- referencing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's probably, happened yeah. too. Doesn't but you know, home, it's, it, it's like you you want to come watch three hours of Curb Your Enthusiasm and suck my dick a couple times. Like, nah. But if I'm traveling, it's like, hey, you you want to come and we'll we'll go to a baseball game today, and then tomorrow I'm doing this big thing, and you can come and like check it all out, and then. You know, we'll we'll go eat at this restaurant and that, and you know, I'm doing things, and then she can come and, and do the. And things. if you're in a different town and you find a girl who just wants to have some casual fun, yeah, she is more confident about it too because she's like, "All right, this guy's only here for two days, and so I can we can fool around and have a great time, and then I can go back to my friend group, never mention this, and I and no one will judge me." Yeah, you this know? is going to be like one of those romantic novels that my mom used to always read, and I'd sneak. This is a this is a traveler from afar. <laughs> Traveler from afar, from the yeah, base of like, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, is that song? The land uh, of peaches. Like I'm a sailor who just came into port or something, and I gotta head back to Spain. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the sailor said, "Brandy, you're." Have you used an online song. dating, Queb, or no? Like, um. Any- yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> never, never worked out. Um. And then, uh. <laughs> Year and a half ago, almost a year and a half ago, I just went to because while while traveling, hey, while traveling, I uh, I met this lovely lady, um, and uh, it just really we just really got you know yeah, we it, it just it just clicked and uh, been in love since, but right <laughs> now she's uh, she uh, just went under in in, in surgery uh, well 24 hours ago for everybody wondering because I, I told the guys on the show. But uh, that's why I jumped away uh, earlier and turned and now, my camera. And now she's biologically I, female. Uh, uh, well, actually, she now has a massive penis. Too nice. Way bigger than mine. Well, actually, what I did was I, I went from 30 to 15, and I gave her the other 15. Um, so centimeters, that is. Yeah, right centimeters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed. Uh, yeah. So, so now we take turns, and I'm really loving it. Uh, and the pooping <laughs> is going pretty hard, though it hurts a little bit. Mm.H, the doctor said, right "Don't." Oh, you don't have to tell yeah, me. Yeah, get easier. <laughs> lower back injury, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Much Jesus lower back. Yeah. <laughs> lower back injury, I think, is the fake injury of all professional athletes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, that's I, what. That's what. Oh. That's what. Oh, I, man, I, I, killing I, me right now. I moved furniture all day yesterday, and like, like uh, you get. Like, I've never I, seen an I, NHL player miss a game because of hemorrhoids or like, you know, testicular torsion or all the things that can happen to regular people. They just have lower back injuries all the time. Yeah. That's and cool. also for scouting reports, out, right? Like if, you're, if your right knee's bothering you, you probably don't want to broadcast that because then the, you know, the defense is going to hit you in the right knee. They say that, though. They little, they'll say high ankle sprain, knee sprain, ACL tear or something. In, Maybe in not NHL, anymore. They- no, in they the NHL, to. they say upper or lower body usually. So that you is can't that just the playoffs or is that always now? 
No, that's always now. It because it exactly used to be. What, yeah, it didn't used to be like that, but they'd be like, look out, Mario Lemieux hurt that goddamn left knee again. And everybody would be like, for <laughs> Jesus, no reason, like, yeah. fucking dumb. <laughs> like, well, if, unless I haven't followed pro sports like I used to, but does the NHL still? I mean, the NFL, I mean to say, still tell you exactly what's wrong? Yeah, I'm Do you know, sure. Kyle? Uh, I have no idea. I, I, the, the only... I, I'm, I don't like the not standing for the flag thing uh, I, I, at all, and uh, I take it pretty, pretty seriously. I guess I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fucking complain about it all day. I'm gonna be a little bitch about it, but like, really don't like that. Uh, you know, it started with Kaepernick protesting because he didn't. He thought that um, blacks were being treated unequally by law enforcement, and maybe that's true. But I, I, I still don't like what he's doing and the way he did it. And also, I don't like. I really despise all the people um, with NAACP, Al Sharpton, all those characters. Be like, oh, he if the, he needs to be on a team. Someone, someone should hire him, or we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. And it's like, no, he got fucking cut for a reason. Like, like, like this is a meritocracy. It's the NFL. If he could throw the ball, he'd be playing. He's a he just happens to be an asshole who can't play well. Yeah, I think See, in I'm, 2015 I'm, he was ranked literally the 30th quarter starting quarterback in the league when he was starting for the 49ers. Was he starting that year? But he's not like, a he, backup either, right? Sucked. The, the the way I've heard it said, because I'm not, I don't follow football well enough to make my own judgment, but the people who do say this, he's good enough to be in the NFL. That's that's not deniable. There are definitely people really? in the NFL I, right I've now who are not as good as her, as good as him. You said he's 30th, right? Two years ago. Let's pretend that's still current. Well, you know, there's at least what? You know, there's a quarterback and a backup quarterback, and they may even have a third string on every like, team. Yeah, so what yeah, are they, they 32 teams? So it's, like, it's like 64 quarterbacks, 90 quarterbacks, and he's the 30th best. The way they phrased it, and it, it sunk in with me, was he's not good enough. He's good enough to play, but he's not good enough to be in the NFL if he's a distraction. You know, yeah, like, it, it, would, it would cost that team money. Like, because enough people would be like, oh, I'm not supporting the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. They already are. You know, how I, I, you know how I watch the, uh, the Falcons play? On YouTube. But if, if you want to look, YouTube is the wild fucking West with their live streams now. I watch all of my favorite cartoons on their live stream. I yep. wanted to watch UGA play the other day. By the way, fucking Bulldogs, I am on the bandwagon. I'm attached. <laughs> Undefeated. I'm in the front seat of that motherfucking bandwagon. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking horses like it's gun smoke. Great. <laughs> Fifth in the nation. I love the way Kyle owns it. Fuck yeah. Out, yeah, yeah. Blowing the fuck out. But if they're trailing in the second it. half, I'm out of here. <laughs> we, won, we won 42 to nothing in the last <laughs> game. And I know a lot of people don't like games like that. They'd rather have like a nail biter. I was every second of it. But like, they sucked last year. Fuck it up. Yeah. Shove it up their ass. Give it to them. And I watched that shit. I couldn't, I couldn't get it on my sling. It wasn't anywhere on my like Sports South shit or uh, any of that stuff. I, I Google, I search on YouTube, UGA Live, and boom, there it is, HD quality to go full screen on that shit, cast it over to my TV, and I'm good to go. I did the same thing with the NFL games the other night because they're not getting a dime out of me. I'm not even, I don't even think they technically get any money if I watch an NFL game on Sling. I don't know how that works. Maybe they already got the money because it's part of the package that I pay for. I don't know, but I'm not watching it there because it'll get counted. I'm going to watch some jackass live streaming his NFL day pass on YouTube. YouTube has everything on the live yep. pass. And it Great. lasts so long. Like the, like, they don't if, fuck with If there's a new Rick and Morty coming out, like Rick and Morty Marathon, you know, like, oh, the 10th episode's coming out. We'll just play the first nine first and then get to the 10th when it's live. And it, it, I, it's <laughs> sick. 
I love it. It's it, it. We're in an age where media is. It, remember when um was it called DMR? What's it called with with all the devices? It seemed like five years ago they were talking about oh this device can't play that or you have to have this key for this to work and it seems DRM, like everything's getting digital rights DRM. Management. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everything felt like it was getting locked down and it felt really like dystopian future all of a sudden where it was like, ah, damn, will I even be able to play my DVDs without you know, putting my ID into can't the machine Can't record first? your gameplay on a PlayStation and... All yeah. that worse shit. And then here comes YouTube in 2017 with we don't with a we don't give a fuck policy unless the NFL comes directly to us and says, hey, stop... Stop that Falcon stream right now. Otherwise, they just let it ride. And, and there's like 300 it. streams. They're like, which one? Number number 19? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. if one goes down, there's another one. Boom. Because mm -hmm. it's just instantaneous. People make new channels. Because it's not like it's... I see I see the guys who run these streaming channels being like, hey, guys, if you're enjoying the show, uh, maybe subscribe. And it's like, please, what? Your channel will be gone <laughs> in a week. Yeah. Not. Your channel's gone next week, and then you just make a new one, and you stream some more. It, and I will say this, the guy I was watching, what UGA was blowing them the fuck out. And he was like, hey guys, uh, this is kind of over. Do you guys want to watch the Alabama game? And everybody was like, or whatever was on. And they, there was a vote in the comments. I voted no. My, my voice was not heard, though. So, I was, <laughs> it, it, he, so, so he just fucking switches channels and I immediately found another stream so I could watch the rest of the fucking UGA blow out. It was beautiful. Do you ever find our, people that add like flavor to the stream? Because I like that. Like, there's some <laughs> people who do, like, NHL streams that I'll watch. And, like, in, in commercial breaks, like, if something, like, like they'll play, like, a clip from uh, Step Brothers. Or play something from a movie that has something to do with the play that just happened. Like, if somebody got, like, crushed, it, you get some, like, witty, clever remark from Clint Eastwood in a 1952 Man, movie or something. Man, has got to know his limitations. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly something like that. And it's like, you get a little... Giggle out of it. Like, Dude, I, like, I want to like watch that. hockey this year. I think... I already am. This yeah. is All big talk. We beat the Pens last night with uh, oh, we. four major injuries. Yeah. To Taylor's no, credit, I, it'd be weird if he what? lost. Yeah. I say we suck, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, this None. might be big talk. I, I want to play hockey this year. I think you know, this, the next seasons will start up in January. I know I'm just walking now, but... I think I'd like to play in January, see if I can get out there. Yeah, if your doctor's that saying you can, cool. you definitely should. Fucking GoPro that shit up. I, w I want 60 frames per second, though. Uh, it, I, would, I, would, I would really enjoy seeing that. Oh, yeah, um, I might need some warm-up before I'm ready to show anyone where I am. I, I, no, nah, here's what you do. You just speed the footage up a little bit in mm. editing, and, 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 and you just... Shoo, 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 shoo. Like, God <laughs> Selectively damn, edit bad. for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you speed it up a little, like you said, remove all the negative stuff. It's not live streaming, and, uh, and put together a Woody highlight reel. I, at my Maybe very best, around. I was like in the bottom half of the A-League, and then I was MVP of the whole B League one time, but I think the current me belongs in the C League, or maybe not even that good in the C League. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We just had our first game last night, and uh, Brayden Shen, of formerly of the uh, Philadelphia Flyers on your team, Woody, we traded for him this year. You guys got Jory Laterra, this Finnish guy who sucks dick at hockey, but you know we we got you guys basically took him. And we took up more salary for you and gave you some picks because he was that bad for us. And he, Braden Shen, first goal of the season for the Blues, he gets it. And we're up four to two on the pens. And I just linked this gif. And he had the biggest fuck up moment in, that I've seen in hockey, like in a while, where he, 
we were already on the penalty kill here, so we're a man short. And like 15 seconds into this penalty kill, you can watch what he does. And, and all of you will know, even uh, Kyle, what the fuck? That, that is not allowed. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> he, so Why does he, everyone do that? He catches it. He catches the puck out of the <laughs> air and then just throws it out of the zone, which obviously is not a hockey move. And so from that, he had to go to the box for two minutes. And so we were down three on five. They scored two and then tied it up four to four. Thankfully, we won in overtime. Look, look but, at the Penguins player right behind him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I'm having a hard time getting it all on screen. There we go. Damn, that's, <laughs> so for people well, that, who don't know, you can use your hand on the... On the puck, so was he on defense there? I assume that's why he was throwing he it. He was, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So if you're on defense, you can you can't grab your hand around it, but you can bat it. So what he needed to do in that situation is almost like sideswipe it. And if you're on defense, another player can go play it. If you're on offense, then you have to play it to your own stick. That's mm -hmm. that's how the rule goes. But yeah, this is beyond the pale. Like, yeah, I was man. watching this last yeah, night. Yeah, he like, really... Like, <laughs> like, you just scored a goal for us, and I was all hyped on Braden Shen, and then he just... <gasps> just throws the puck out of there. Then the leads... But thankfully, we won, because... But he's never going to hear the end of that in his whole NFL NHL career. Uh, I mean, it's not I, like I've watched he hockey likes... for so long, and I've never, ever seen somebody throw the puck out of their own zone. Ever. Like, it's kind of embarrassing, but a little funny. Hmm. But anyway... Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Yeah, yep. Think you Hockey talk, great. Up. You got Demetrius uh, Johnson. <laughs> Johnson going to beat up uh, Borg? Ray Borg, yeah. yeah. I guess so. He's getting uh, pay-per-view points if he yeah. can say. Who's else? Who else is on that card? Uh, Kevin Lee. They're fighting for the is Ferguson. Fighting, um, yeah. Ferguson for the interim belt uh, at, at uh, 155, I think. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Kevin and, Lee uh, apparently is like 19 pounds. He's got to lose 19 pounds in 24 hours, which for people who don't know... For a 155-pounder, that's a good Significant. amount. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, I like uh, Ferguson in that for sure. Uh, the more I obviously he's ranked higher. He's uh -huh. like third or something, and Lee's ranked seventh or something like that. Um, man, Ferguson. I want to see Ferguson Connor fight. That's that's the fight I want. I hope Habib. I want Habib to get beaten up by somebody. I'm I'm scared of Habib. Habib has is is Connor's kryptonite. You would think because like I don't think that he's gonna. He's not going to pull an El Eddie Alvarez and go in there and forget his whole goddamn game plan. He's going to be trying to take Connor down the whole time, trying to make him into Michael Johnson 2.0 and just smash. Habib takes people down, and his ground-and-pound game is suffocating. He is on you like a man 50% heavier than he is. He's all over you, holding you down, smothering you and dropping elbows and punches and grinding and grinding and beating you and you're just hoping the round ends soon. Kyle's and, completely know. right in everything he said, but just to play devil's advocate, there have been other grapplers, you know, like Mendez was uh, Connor's kryptonite and Jose Aldo also, you know, black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was supposed to have that advantage over Connor. And then Eddie Alvarez that he mentioned was supposed to be, you know, a guy who could take people down and, and be Connor's kryptonite. So here comes uh, all I have is Tiramisu. Why can't Habib. I remember his name? Habib. Habib. Um, Nurmagomedov. Yeah, Habib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, how did I forget that? And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, is he gonna for, like everybody else? has not been a grappler against him. There must be some reason. 
You know, he is the master of range and maybe the best of, at, at handling range in the whole UFC. Maybe they, they're like, damn it, he's like, I can't shoot from here. I'll just collect a knee or something. I don't know. That'd be beautiful, right? Like, like, like I'd love for, 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 for Khabib to shoot on Connor and eat a fucking one of those gruesome highlight knees that's just square, right? Not on the chin. But in the middle of the face, fucking hit the him nose. right in the, in the nose and Open crush his fucking Russian nose. I want <laughs> I want there to be so much blood that they got to stop and get a doctor to look at his fucking nose to see if it's still there. Like, it's, oh, yeah, that's it. It's old. Did you ever see Rich Franklin's fight? The first or second one against Silva? Uh, so Rich Franklin is the 185-pound champion at this point. And he is, he's only had like two defenses, but he's thought to be a guy who's going to get five or seven defenses, you know, be a really dominant champion for some longer period of time. And Silva was like third best in pride or something. Like he wasn't even known to be that big of a killer. I think people even wondered if he deserved his title shot. And then he got Franklin in a Muay Thai clinch, kneed him in his face, and his nose was, it seemed like it moved an inch. It was crazy. And he was... Rich Franklin was so good looking, it'd be like Luke Rockhold's oh. face getting wrecked. And, and you're, everyone's like, oh, it's, it just seems like it's a bigger tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Destroy yeah. something beautiful. The, uh, the worst nose injury or nose whooping that I've seen in the UFC was when uh, Robbie Lawler uh, just kept hitting the Canadian psycho in the fucking nose Roy round McDonald. after round with that fucking jab and then finally hits him with a right. And it's just... I think I don't know if it was a KO or a TKO. I don't know how they scored it, but it's a TKO in my book because he went down from pain. He went down from the the sheer pain of having his nose broken for the fourth time in that fight, and this time it was a fucking straight right that just smashed it flat. And it was already just looked like he'd been mauled by a dog. His face was gruesome. It's one we watched that fight uh, in yeah, in a theater, theater in in Chicago. And that's one of the greatest sporting experiences I've ever had in my life. Like, like that, that, that is that was as thrilling as uh, as like the high school basketball games that, that I'd go to back in high school. Where we we were the the rude crew or whatever, like the hardcore fans down there with our bottles full of uh, <laughs> like 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 beans, just ah! you know, making fun of the guy on the other team who they didn't were have called a hand. the bleacher creatures in my high school. <laughs> we played against a team that put a guy on the court with only one hand fucking made fun of that kid i don't care <laughs> we're the rude crew came out there with that came out there with that flipper bring that flip we, we, we went flipper flipper faster than lightning watch him you'll see <laughs> it was mean yeah mean shit and the teachers didn't give a fuck like like trust me all the teachers heard this shit we were the rude crew we got you know we, we, we do whatever we want to i mean we didn't reason i had teachers in class praising the bleacher creatures and they were just like you described they were no better i really wasn't part of it but they wrote a newspaper article about how the the rude crew wasn't as hardcore as they used to be and we saw it and was like ah oh. <sighs> a simple voltron like, let's, <laughs> let's get the whistles like like we need an air like, like i think the, i don't remember if the, i think they use air horns to like stop the the game or whatever we need air horns to like stop the game, like when they're like like on a run, In like, advantageous like positions. Yeah, yeah, like, like, er, er, like fucking, and, and then and then fucking just pass it. It's just <laughs> it's passed it behind backs, and it's it's moved fifty people in just a second, and they're they're looking for it, trying to figure <laughs> out who's got the air horn. 
it's real shitty high school kids, you know. It's fucking. <laughs> it's you and Baby That's home. That's home uh, court advantage. They stop that's the game when things are going well for you. <laughs> yeah, man. And we we were all white kids. The, 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 our team. I mean, we had a we had a five foot nine white guy as as one of our better players, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we were not a all star team, but we could squeeze out some victories if you. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you if you press that home home court advantage just a little bit, are sports a big deal where you're from, Quibble Cop? Like it, it, um, in high school football, sports? Well, we call it soccer, right? But uh, you don't we you don't really go to high school or uni and have like a team. Like uh, you don't have it. You don't go to the Amsterdam, uh, you know, university and go yeah. Go Amsterdam University uh, baseball team or, or or basketball team, uh, but if the if the if the Dutch uh, football team is playing, uh, like everybody dresses up in orange and like all the streets are orange and especially if they get pretty far, which they do every now na- did every now and then back in the day. Um, Where's the farm system? And, Where do the players come from if it's not like in the schools? So uh, it's uh, uh, we have clubs. Um, and then you know, every city has a few clubs, and the biggest city has a has a few uh, uh, has a, has a bunch of clubs, and uh, you would pretty much uh, like do it as a as a hobby after school, after work, whatever, um, and then you go and play for the teams, and if you're good, you're like first you're in like the, the you know, they they rank it on age, you're in like the eighth. Uh, eighth highest of your age and then you can move all the way down to the first and then you get scouted by a better better a better team right and they say yo we want we want you and you'll be placed in our fifth best team and that one can move to the first uh, and then obviously depending on previous years of uh, of performance in the leagues uh, as some teams will play professionally some teams won't and every year like two get kicked out and two get placed back into like the really big league, and then from the really big leagues in the Netherlands, only uh, the top will compete throughout Europe. Um, I wonder how like efficiently that. they pick the best players. Like, I wonder They're, if there's uh, a guy three levels down who really belongs at the top level, or. I don't know. Uh, well, most of most of the time, it's um, you know, if you're just doing it as a hobby for fun, it doesn't really matter which which level you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, we we had that where uh, you know I was a, I was a little little kiddo uh, playing football, and then I was getting swapped out for this fucking guy who had some supreme genetics and who was a 14 year old on steroids. You know what I mean? Um, who is like just destroying everybody on the field. But he just enjoyed the team, and he was like, "I don't kind of want to go to the next level." Uh, plus, it's really hard to become a professional because you need to be not just one of the best; you need to do it all the time. You need to obviously have a little bit of luck to to end up in a good team, and then on top of that, you need to survive your career without getting any injuries, uh, which happens a lot if you're I a professional. I feel like collegiate, a, collegiate sport, collegiate sports here are. Uh, induce such passionate fans because like what you said about like yeah the netherland university guys they aren't like oh yeah netherland university man that universities here create lifelong fans especially like, sec yeah, yeah like, but but you guys SEC, do it with universities ACC, all of it in the in the netherlands it's with cities 
So you grow up in a city and everybody in the city is, you know, for that one team. Uh, um, but but see, it's that's, not really universities. That's but, just the but, difference between professional and university for us. Because, like, like, I'll be, oh, I'm all about the St. Louis teams. But I also like the Mizzou teams. Mm -hmm. Like, even though that's a ways away and I didn't grow up there and I didn't spend time there other than college, it's just, you know... I, guess it's I, I know a girl whose like entire family went to Georgia Tech. You know, they they went to school there. They paid money to go. They weren't just born in that locale. They all put put down tens and tens of thousands of dollars and spent years of their life electing to go to this place where it's ingrained in you to be a big supporter of the Yellow Jackets. And so, forevermore, she will be a Yellow Jacket fan. Like like, there's no getting around it. Like it, she could move locations. She could live in another city. Like. There's no no way she's ever going to yeah. root for the, the, so, the UGA. You know, one of the one of the crazy things uh, you know about America is you get this university uh, or or even high schools, which is which are like huge and they have sporting sport facilities and some yeah. fucking stadiums. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, in like Texas. Texas. Yeah, and I'm like, you you're there's no way a high school in Amsterdam where it's prime real estate, you know. It's gonna have like a like a fucking stadium over there. Uh, yeah. First of all, the schools don't make any profit. It's it's uh, all state funded most of the time, um, and there's no way they're gonna say yeah. You know this park or all these houses gone. They've been there for six hundred years. Take them down. Yeah. We're placing a football field or a there's, basketball court. Yeah. Let's do this. They do that where we they, are. Like it, there's it, just so, so much. Room I went to, to Ocean City High here. School. There's no room, right? The, the 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 island is like. But then again, how old is America, wide. right? Yeah, you know, and the the football field, which you know the track and is like, I don't know, a block from the beach. It's very expensive real estate, and uh, but you, I don't understand that reaction. But they still put it there. Yeah, I mean, you can. It, it's right by the boardwalk. You know, it's expensive. It, in the Netherlands, is there a second most popular sport that some people follow, or is it just soccer? Like that? No, no, no. We got we got a bunch. Uh, so one of the uh, one of the really big ones right now is uh, Formula One, F one. Uh, oh, easy barrier to entry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, he's a he's a Dutch kiddo, as far as I know, um, or he's at least in the, from the area. Um, and then we have uh, uh, ice ice skating, uh, which is which is pretty big. Um, Was it cycling? What do you call it? The professional cycling. Cycle? Yeah, cycling. Is yeah. it just cycling? Mm -hmm. Tour yeah. and like uh, you know, loads of them compete in Tour de France, which is uh, you know just a few hours south. Um, swimming, uh, pretty big. And then we also have a really good. Guy on the pole, the swinging thing. Strippers. Yeah. Yeah. Gymnastics thing. Gymnastics. Yes, I think those are like the biggest sports. Um, but obviously, yeah, there, there's basketball, there's hockey too, and there's baseball. Uh, but for me, those aren't really big sports. Yeah, it's uh, I, sports are interesting. I, I think they say a little something about the society. Uh, in, in which they uh, they're played, you know, like American sport. Like, like look at Russian wrestling. Uh, it says good things. Look at mm -hmm. Russian wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like like I, I was watching Chael talk about this Russian wrestler the other day. I saw it. You saw it. Did you watch the match afterwards of of the American beating him? More than one. Um, I uh, so Chael goes on and on about this uh, this Russian wrestler who's just a phenom. Who uh, I don't know very much about for, about wrestling, but he, he he skips like three or four levels of of um, competitive wrestling and goes all the way to like the seniors or whatever, and just he just destroys everyone at twenty years old. And uh, and then he runs into this American. I think the American's name's Kyle. And uh, while the American was larger, a uh, I, I guess that didn't he matter. He traditionally was in a higher weight class, but this guy raised his weight class to match the American. Yeah, and the American beats the unbeaten Russian, and, uh, and it was a, it was a big deal. And, and Chael really, to, oh, I, if I hadn't heard Chael tell the story, I would have given two shits. Like 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 who cares? But Chael pumped it up and explained the gravity of the match. And then I was like, well, shit, I don't think I've ever watched a full wrestling match ever, but I'm about to. And I, and I watched that thing, and I I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, it, it was cool. Yeah, I, Chael has a gift for storytelling. I yeah, like, yeah, he's got, he's got a good cadence. Uh, I like his driving and talking thing. Uh, he's often got inside information and uh, lots of insight and experience within wrestling, especially. And uh, I don't like Chael's podcast. Chael's podcast is is not very good. If people haven't seen it, he argues way too much with the guy. He's like legitimately mad at him. And the other guy doesn't set him up or come prepared. The other guy is terrible. I can see why he keeps earning Chael's wrath. And I don't think it's fake. And then on top of that, it, 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 I don't know. They don't come prepped. It's an hour long, but I feel like afterwards I'm taking away three minutes worth of stuff. Then Chael does these driving videos, and it's well-paced. It's, it's not just entertaining. It's, it sucks you in. It's compelling. And uh, all he's doing is driving and talking to a camera, and six minutes later he's done his thing, and that's where Chael belongs. Yeah, man, I like that a lot. Uh, that, that, that story was great. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Fuck that Russian guy. Oh, what I was getting at is Russian is like a state-sponsored national sport of Russia. So to go there and, and beat that guy was a, was a huge fucking deal. Yeah. You and, know that would be like be like a Russian coming over here, and like a Russian football team, American football team coming over here and trouncing the Patriots or something. You'd be like, whoa, what have they been cooking up over there? You know, like like it, it's it's a big deal to do that. Yeah, and it was the. It was the world's, and it wasn't just this guy's match. It was a team thing, U.S. versus Russia, and they went last, and it all came down to this Russian phenom against this American, and the American won, and then edged won him the out. world, yeah. edged him out, and then the American team wins, and, and it, everything was on the line, and he came through. Yeah, when he shook the Russian coach's hand, that Russian coach was disgusted. That Russian coach... That guy's going to the gulag. <laughs> you could tell this wasn't just about losing a wrestling match. Like, oh, Putin is going to. Well, he's already killed my family. I know he has. He, got, he had text message there. They all they're dead. All of the mama too. You like, sound just like oh um, what's that guy called again? FPS Russia. It's crazy. Yes, very much like him. <laughs> him. Yeah. him. Yeah, you always sound like you're gonna swallow some spit. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I'm so, fucking serious business. I sometimes practice my accents now. I'll be in the pool rehabbing my leg, and it's like, all right, Woody, there's only two things wrong. You don't know how to say it, and you don't know what to say. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's holding uh, me back. only two things. 
The, uh, it's and, and tough. You almost forget the what to say, how, how important it is. Like, I think I could work out how to say it if it's like, well, what would Conor McGregor say in this situation? Because he wouldn't phrase it like me. He has yeah. his own punchlines and such. And, and if you can get those, like, yeah. You don't always you know. You get inside the mind of the person. You have to listen to them obsessively. You have to listen to them over and over and over. Like you, you go to Rounders and do watch Malkovich doing the Russian accent, which is just a comically bad Russian accent. I mean, nobody sounds like that. Yeah. Stop. Um, what, what does he say? Uh, Pay this man is money. He beat me straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody <laughs> sounds like that. He's over there fucking cracking those Oreos apart. Like... Uh, the movie's fucking ridiculous. But, but, oh, it's a good movie. And you might think you know what Connor would say, but it's like, all right, now do Connor uh, pitching uh, Total Warhammer, and now you're out of words. And that's what happens to me when I try to do accents. Yep. Yeah, you got to get inside the mind of people. Nobody hears the fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good with the Dutch accent. <laughs> Hello, Quebecop. <laughs> I like to eat all the wheat uh, <laughs> and smoke it all the time. Um, we love uh, we love cheese and we love um, what, what's it called? Uh, wait, uh, the um, the windmills and green energy, groene green uh, energy. Um, yes, Big it's great. Cookies. Is that your love, Dutch love the cookies? Uh, yes, the this is Dutch. Yes, this is the German accent. This German accent is my favorite. This is oh, my accent. Yeah. I heard that. Oh, yeah, I have a good German accent. So, yeah, well, Woody, Woody's game tag. I like it. Throw me in. I feel a little uh-oh. dirty. <laughs> I kind of want to see you. I, I would love to see Nazi Quebecop interrogate Monsieur Lapadite over here about those, <laughs> those Jews under his floorboard. <laughs> Can I interview you for a second? Is it, hello, this is Quibble Cups, a German SS officer. I've heard the, uh, I've heard the lot about uh, the Jews hiding here. Oh, I wish um, X-Jaws were here. <laughs> and this is a cupboard. Um, oh, he, he could be hiding the whole time. Yeah, because he's a Jew. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard about the Jews. There are no Jews over here. Get the fuck out of my house. Who are you? Get out. There are no Jews in here. She's jumped in. Okay. Well, it's it's the old Jewish man who smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. You'd be dead if it wasn't for my son David. <laughs> that's, that's strong Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day. No, it's Jeff Goldblum's father. Father, that's right. As valuable as everyone else in this entire organization. What's the, what's the president doing? He's not going to solve anything. Are you my son? My son David. You knew I, about I, this. What, 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 the, uh, what do you call it? The Area 51. <laughs> what do you call it? The, uh, the Area 51. Yeah, it's just like, oh, You'll know. It. You'll know. <laughs> it's like this just, <laughs> Jewish guy just barges in and everybody's like, I guess we can't get rid of him. He's in Air Force One now. That's whatever. how I imagine the Trump presidency works. Like, like just random people just coming in there, just just, just babbling. Like, and, and you know, the, the Joint Chiefs try to shut him out, and then I was like, let's give him a chance here. Hang on. <laughs> I'm tired of you blackballing me. I'm trying to come give you some advice, and you're not taking it as seriously as I'd like you to, to, to take it. You've, you've done, I would be fine skipping tax reform entirely if we get this fluoride situation under control. <laughs> it's beyond the pale. Now, now they're spraying it from the sky. Did you know that, Don? Did you know that, Don? I saw it myself with my two eyes. What about the moon base? Not real. Or actually, no, wait. Too real. <laughs> 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 I 
feel like he just makes whatever he believes up on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that guy threw hot coffee on him the other day on the streets? Yeah, I did see that. He's like walking uh, down the streets, just like just just interviewing Americans about about politics and stuff. And some guy like recognized him, I guess, and like started talking some shit. And, he, and, he, and I don't remember what what Alex was saying. He's like, "You're a coward. You're a coward and a cowardly <laughs> individual." And, and where, this look at him. This is the left, folks. This is this is a bleeding heart liberal right. And the guy just fucking dumps his coffee. I mean, he's like, and, and, and Alex is like, "Yeah, I don't mind a bit. Dump your coffee on me. I I'm the one out here taking the hits for the American people. I'll take that shot for the American people. That's fine with me." He like slicks his hair back like he doesn't give a shit and just keeps interviewing people. It, he handled it well. It almost, not quite as well as Schwarzenegger back in the day when the guy egged him while he was running for uh, when he's running for governor of California and they're like governor I saw a guy hit you with some eggs over there he's like yeah you forgot the bacon <laughs> <laughs> uh. did, uh, Supreme Court did they hear the case about gerrymandering already or is it coming up have you guys followed that at all I have no idea there's something huge happening and I don't know if they're about to announce a verdict or if they're about to hear the case well, when it happens, we'll see it trending on Twitter. Hmm, for I, sure. That's how I keep in, keep informed. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I embarrassingly do get a... He doesn't believe it's happened, according to the Chiz. I, uh, I get an embarrassing amount of news from social media. And it's not that that's like... It's just where it starts, you know? Like, I learned about the Vegas thing from social media, and then, then I go to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, so I think that's what most so people do. Quick, uh, quick, quick question: Are we gonna go on for much longer with the show? Yeah, I, I think uh, we could probably wrap. So let me, uh, let me, let me do a couple Cause, of because uh, the, the lady's slowly dying here. Oh, I hope not literally. Let me uh, do no. a couple of post rolls here. We just want to remind everyone that uh, the Total War Warhammer series has returned to critical acclaim. Join the battle with four all-new playable races, the Noble High Elves, their murderous cousins, the Dark Elves, the ancient and orderly Lizard Men, and the ravenous, destructive Skaven in the most absorbing, story-driven, real-time strategy game of the year. Visit TotalWar.com for more information, or head on over to Steam and purchase yourself a copy of Total War Warhammer 2 today. I am going to get my copy as soon as this podcast is over. And we also want to uh, remind you about The Walking Dead No Man's Land. It's the official game. For AMC's The Walking Dead, it's a turn-based action strategy game where you battle hordes of walkers with all your favorite characters, including Daryl, Rick, and Michonne. There's tons to do, and they even added a new hardcore game mode for experienced players called The Distance. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play, or go to getnomansland.com weapon now and get Negan for free. This special offer is only available right now. Yep. And where can everybody Bubble find Quubblecop? Uh, you can find Quibble Cup at uh, 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 youtube.com slash Woody's Gamer Tag. Please subscribe. Um, I, I upload videos about paragliding and uh, <laughs> uh, breaking legs and, and uh, Minecraft and Call of Duty and uh, Mill Monday. Still they all tie together Mill somehow. All of them. <laughs> you can check them out. Woody's Gamer Tag. Just go to youtube.com slash Woody's Gamer Tag. Thank you so much. Yep. Check yeah, out man. all of Quibble Cup's videos on Woody's <laughs> yeah. channel. Uh, love having you on here, Queb. Thank you for coming. Yep. Thank Always you. Thank you for having me, guys. Especially your girlfriend over there, like like half alive. Like really I was appreciate like, you stepping I was up. Like I cannot bail on PKA. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know why X Jaws couldn't make it this week. I hope it wasn't. Uh, was he anything. scheduled this week? I thought he was. Uh, you know, I think we all out. had a miscommunication. 
Ah, is that the case? Because, well, what the fuck? It, he was I, never scheduled. He was I've been never scheduled, scheduled for this like week. two months, guys. Yeah, Come on. I thought it he was on the 18th. Oh, gosh. It, it was fake news. Okay, well, well. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's just here. Fake news. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, was, I was told by someone that he had tweeted he was going to be on this week, and I, I guess that was just fake news. Fake news, Kitty. Fake news. This is what happens when you rely on an old Jew like Chiz for your news. <laughs> That's right. All right. PKA 355 <laughs> demonetized. <laughs> <laughs>